Boom. All right, I'm about to send you the link, Melvin. Type to overlook a hand cause the wrong step across the arm and leg. Niggas tripping, signing deals in red. I'ma hit the booth and make some hits instead. Light years ahead. We done go short a couple of albums, see we up for the challenge. Man, I'm focused on the bread. But these niggas be fucking the standing when it comes to my talents. It just pop up past when it comes to the salad. Yeah, zips to the head. And we never mind hating consumers when it comes to the rumors cause we put them hoes to bed. Oh yeah, niggas try to take the page out my book and take the same steps I took. Networking, cultivating relationship, a skill still for real overlooked. Whole squad moving like we Voltron. Get a whole nine looking like a gold mine. I'ma show mine, nigga, when it's go time. I'ma blow mine, niggas, when it's showtime. Niggas try to take the page out my book and take the same steps I took. Cultivating and networking relationship, a skill still for real overlooked. Whole squad moving like we Voltron. Get a whole nine looking like a gold mine. Only show mine, nigga, when it's go time. I'ma blow mine, niggas, when it's showtime. Yes, sir. Ever had a dream in the daytime? Had the same dream since the playground. If you made it come true, could you stay down? Nigga, have you? Ever really thought about the limelight? In the room full of 
from the stars when you shine bright. I'ma make the right move when the time right. All right, nigga, have you ever had a dream during the daytime? Had the same dream since the playground. If you made it come true, could you stay down? That's right, that's right. Pseudo Killers is back in the building. Um, welcome everybody to the show. Um, I hope everybody caught the show over there on the Real Black Atheist on Fire. That was a great uh short build in the lead up to the conversation tonight. Pseudo Killers at the movies. Um, we've been gone for a couple of days. Um, actually, could have went live yesterday. I don't know why I didn't, you know what I mean? Um End up doing a whole bunch of crazy stuff, but we ain't going to talk about that. But, uh, take the show away. Hey, man, we got in the building over here, man. Let's see what we got in this building, man. Appreciate the people coming through, man. Y'all know how we do it, man. Let's see what we got going on right here, man. Let's see. So far, we got, now over here, yo, we only rock to get at least 60 people. Over here, man. All right. Need the people come in, man. Um, we got a real good show, man. Y'all know how we're gonna do it, man. It's Sunday night at the damn movies where we clip your ass up. <laughs> man, I mean, when we go through the clips and discuss the information, and you know, we enjoy everything, man. We got a good one planned today. Uh gonna be very interesting. And we want to get a uh, concrete Corey thing in first because, you know, he got to get up in like five minutes. I don't know how he do it. He's going to drink about seven cups of coffee. You know what I'm saying? And he's going to be up, man. So, you know what it is, man. But uh, let's see where we at before we kick this thing off. Let me see where, at. where y'all at, man. Where y'all at, man. I see everybody in there, man. A pep. <laughs> he got a pep. Well, that's the his coast did to pep. Well, you ain't know I knew that, did you? It's my favorite. It's Thurman. What's up, Thurman? From, from West Africa. Peace. I see you. Well, we got the moderators in here. I see you, Will. See you, Miss Tiff. Uh, 504, top level. Right? Hey, man, make sure the moderators, man, share the show, man. Uh, make sure y'all uh, put the store link in there, man. All right, get some of the killer shirts, man. All right, uh, Melvin Jeffries, I see you, Rastamon, yeah. Y'all know who Brendan is, man. Y'all know who Cosmic Corey is, man. Y'all know who it is. I see you, uh, what's this? Uh, how I want to say this, right? Man, did you spell it right? Jers, yeah, what's up? Gordon, Sam Hines, I see you. What's good? Mongo Slade. Jody Breeze. Yeah, I see you in there. All right, man, we got that magic number, man. Hey, look, I like to just say, Black African Power, y'all. What's good? What's happening? A well-organized lie. Defeats a disorganized truth every time. Woohoo me. Now, y'all already know what it is, man. It's the pseudo-killers on deck. We're coming to do what we got to do, and we're going to do what we got to do. Standing tall, standing strong. Man, pseudo killers on deck. Hey, what's good, Brendan, man? Pseudo killer official, man. What's up with you, man? What to do? What to do? What to do? 
All right, peace to the brother, peace to the brother uh, Bobby Banger, peace to the panel, peace to the chat. You know, I hope everybody's enjoying the weekend and plus enjoying the Sunday, Sunday night, the pseudo killers. I, I think we've got a really good diverse lineup of information tonight. So I hope everybody sort of enjoys that. Right, for sure. Mm -hmm. Hey, man, y'all know what it is, man. Hey, my man, uh, Space Age Astronomy Club, official pseudo killer, Anthony Bowman. Boy, I see you, man. What it do? What it do? What it do? Peace to you, my brother. Peace to the panel. Peace to everybody in the chat. Just want to say when you're scientifically literate, they can't drag you down to their level and beat you up with their skin. Peace. Mm. Got him. We know what it is, man. Hey, my main man, Concrete Corey, Cosmic Corey, what's on your mind, man? What it do? What it do? What it do? Man, peace. Peace to everybody, man, on the panel, man. I, I appreciate uh, everybody that came over here uh, from the Real Black Atheist. Uh, that was a good short build and and a farm build or whatever. So I, I look forward to more of them. And I'm looking forward to a, a, a good show today, man. Good entertaining and uh, and learning at the same time. So peace, man. Hey, y'all already know what it is. The infamous Chef Finnell, the source himself. Hey, Chef Finnell, what it do? What it do? What it do? My bad. My mic was off. Chilling, chilling, chilling. Um, yeah, good little build over there, you know. That was fun. So I I it got it got me uh going. So um yeah, but we got a couple people on the panel. Um panelists, we ain't opening up until we get into you know what we you know the show, but we glad to have y'all here. You dig what I'm saying? Go ahead, up. Yeah, yeah, we about to really get it started, man. I know we got the first queued up thing, man. And um, so we got a real good bill going. Um, so Brendan, you want to crack that first video? No, we got Ken, Ken in here too, though. Oh, Ken in there? Oh, yeah. don't let me forget about well, Ken, my yeah. main man. <laughs> just forgot about the dog, man. <laughs> I, my fault. I ain't see, yo, because you just crept back in here, Ken. Yeah, I did. Don't play. I, I, yeah, I just got back in the house not too long ago, man. So I gotta re-watch the whole other show and everything, man. So yeah, right. but I'm, so I'm let me here, give man. you a proper pseudo killer. Uh uh bring you in proper, man. Let me do it proper, man. Clark Kent, the infamous cuts you out out of nowhere. You know, number one coming from the top rope all day, every day. My main man, hailing straight out of Atlanta, man. Hey, it's Clark Kent. You know he turned to Superman. Clark Kent, what's good, man? What it do? What it do? What it do? Ain't too much, man. Glad to be here. You know what I'm saying? To live another day. Kicking it with the pseudo killers. You know, we about to damn drop some some heavy information. Uh, you know, peace to everybody on the panel, man, and in the chat, yo. Peace, peace. Yeah. So hey, hey Brendan, uh, I, I know you're the you you're gonna be the maestro for the night. Uh I think I think I'm am I am I correct with that? So I sent you a few uh, links to go with with some with the conversation. Uh, okay, did you send it to my email? No, I sent it to your, your phone. Okay, yep, I'll, I'll grab them, I'll send them over, and I'll uh, I'll tee them all up. All right. But uh, what, what I, I guess what we can do, we can start it off uh, with the topic that we talked about. This is more of a current topic. 
right? Um, and I'm sure that most of you guys have, uh, you know, got some exposure to this. And this is the the whole topic around um, China and Taiwan here recently, right? Um, mm-hmm. And this is all this 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 is a huge dust up, right? In light of uh, the Nancy Pelosi, the Speaker of the House, with her uh, trip to, uh, to to Taiwan over the last few uh, few weeks, right? She actually did a, ta- a trip to Taiwan this month, right? And it actually caused, you know, sort of an international dust up, right? And this is something that we've been talking about internally with the pseudo killers. We think it's really interesting. And plus it has some both geopolitical implications for, uh, for the United States, right? And, you know, quite frankly, for our pockets, right, it, as well. Right. So I'll go ahead and share. Um, I did a very brief slide deck on this. So I'll go ahead and pull that up. And I also have some videos teed up uh, regarding this particular topic here. Right. Yeah, this is going this uh this is definitely serious, man. Oh, yeah. Serious. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And and again, this is all about, you know, the, the idea, you know, China versus Taiwan. And today uh, this is over in The Wall Street Journal. They had a really good article uh, regarding this particular topic. Right. Um, and just to begin with, if we wanted to actually come back and talk about, you know, some of the, um, uh, you know, some of the, 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 you know, from a map perspective, I went ahead and teed up a map if we wanted to actually do uh, some geography conversations around those particular topics there. Um, but I always say, you know, when we have these conversations around things like this, we have to, you know, we have, we have to navigate ourselves geo uh, from a, uh, from, from a geography perspective, we got to know the, the parts of the, the world that we're talking about. Right. And mm-hmm. when we, and like, for instance, where we had a conversation with chef uh, earlier today, right. And she was like, man, I didn't, he always thought that Taiwan, right actually a part of China, right? Um, traditionally, you would think it was, right? Because, you know, think about the actual, the, 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 the formal name of Taiwan is the Republic of China, right? Um, but it's, you know, it's a, it's a democratic, uh, sovereign country, right? Um, and it's, you know, it's coming to, into power in its own right, right? It's very important from a, uh, from a supply chain perspective. Right. We talked about, you know, we, we you know the, the entire world relies on Taiwan for the semiconductors. Right. And a host of other sort of technological innovations. Right. So that's why it's very important. Right. In terms of what's going on there geopolitically today. Right. So when you think about, you know, Taiwan, the president of Taiwan. Right. His name is uh, Xi Jinping. Right. He assumed office back in 2013. He's a member of the Chinese Communist Party, the CCP. Right. Um, and if you take a think about a little bit about his background, right, he has a background in both chemical engineering, right, and he also has a background the in the military. President of China, I think you said that the, the president of Taiwan. But I'm, I'm sorry. Yep, yep. The president. Xi Jinping. Okay, thank, thank you for. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Xi Jinping. Right. He's actually the, the, the president of China. Right. Mm-hmm. And he, again, he has a background in both. You know, he's sort of like a dual-headed president, right, which is very. You know, um, atypical, or which is very typical of the, you know, the, the 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 leader, right, the world leader these days, right. You know, he has a background in both engineering and in the military, right. He's actually served the stint in the uh, in, in the People's Liberation Army of China, right. But from a, you know, when you when you see what, on the world stage, when when people actually judge him, right, they judge him as both an autocrat 
and a dictator for several of the things that, uh, you know, that things that he does on the world stage. So I'll go ahead, I'll stop sharing this, right? And I want to go ahead and I want to pull up a video that gives a little bit of background about the president of China. Hey, hey, Chef, do we have to do our... Uh, yeah, disclaimer? we probably need to do our disclaimer as well. Yeah. Yep. And do you have our disclaimer uh, uh, teed up, uh, Chef? And this this first video, this is a, a, a small, it's just a small three-minute video from the Wall Street Journal that kind of goes into the, the backstory of, you know, the, the U.S.-China uh, tensions that are happening. Right. But if not, what I'll go ahead and do is say this is uh, this is for um, educational purposes. Right. This is commentary. We'll go ahead and uh, and tee this up now. I'll share this. Share my sound and you guys let me know if the sound if you guys can hear the sound for this. Yeah, we hear have soared. A visit from House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and comments from other U.S. officials about the island have infuriated China. This self-ruled island has grown into a durable democracy and major semiconductor producer. The U.S. has promised to help it defend itself. Are you willing to get involved militarily to defend Taiwan if it comes to that? Yes. But the problem is China sees it as part of its own territory and is threatened to seize it if necessary. Over the past year, the Chinese military has also sent dozens of planes, bombers and fighter jets into the airspace close to Taiwan. So, as Taiwan is perhaps the most explosive issue in U.S.-China relations, here's how we got here and what's next. The first thing to know is that Taiwan, which is located off China's coast, has been self-governed since 1949. That's when the Communist Party took power in mainland China and some nationalists fled to the island. For China, Taiwan is seen as always been the one that got away. When the Chinese Communist Party first founded the People's Republic of China, Taiwan was never a part of um, the People's Republic. Instead, it was governed by the Kuomintang Party that had fled to the island after a brutal civil war. Ever since then, every Chinese now, just to add just a bit of context to that, right, this political situation sounds very close to the situation that's happening over with between Russia and Ukraine, right? Now, you know, when you think about Ukraine being that a member of that old uh, Soviet bloc, right, um, and was a sort of a split off there, right, Taiwan, right, in its relationship to China is very similar. Chinese leader has sought to reunify Taiwan with the mainland. And that includes President Xi Jinping, who has made bringing Taiwan under mainland control a key goal of his legacy. But the U.S. has shown support for President Tsai Ing-wen. From Beijing's perspective, she's a leader who is dangerously pushing Taiwan closer to independence. Taiwan and, and we'll go over a, just a brief biography of, uh, of the Taiwan president as well, uh, Tsai Ing-wen, right after this video. Taiwan became a bigger bilateral issue between the U.S. and China during the administration of President Trump. 
what President Donald Trump did was to make it part of U.S. policy to tighten ties with Taiwan. And this has continued under President Biden. For decades, the U.S. has sent weapons and more recently has sent troops to provide military training despite China's warnings. The U.S. has a few reasons to do that. Firstly, it's the U.S.'s ninth largest trading partner, and Taiwan is also a key part of global supply chains. Taiwan is also a litmus test for U.S. credibility in the region because the U.S. allies will watch U.S. treatment of Taiwan carefully. One reason Taiwan is so strategic for the U.S. and China is the role it plays in manufacturing. It's home to the world's most critical chip maker, and semiconductors have been in short supply over the past year. So what's next? China has made a series of moves in the region in what Taiwan sees as attempts to discourage the island from forging closer ties with the U.S. and other allies. What we've seen is a PLA unit posting on its social media account the video of a recent military drill that happened off the coast of southeastern Fujian province and facing Taiwan. The caption of the video read, we're ready to fight any time. China also said it would hold live-fire military drills around Taiwan in early August. But this doesn't mean China will actually invade the island, which carries a lot of risk. But even as an update, it says that, that China said that it would conduct live-fire drills. At this point, right? I think yesterday, they, they did a, um, this is a, a, a ballistic missile test, right? A high-altitude a, a high ballistic missile test across or over the top of Taiwan, right? Um, and again, right, being, them doing that was a direct threat to the U.S. carrier fleet, right? Um, and, and saying, okay, well, yes, you guys, you know, the U.S., you begin to interfere in our region, right? Here are some of the consequences, Washington's pledges to help Taiwan defend itself. Taiwan is one of a number of issues, such as trade and technology, that have soured U.S.-China relations in recent years. Despite the risks of escalation, the U.S. is signaling that even with war raging in Ukraine, it can remain very active in the strategic Asia-Pacific region. If the U.S. doesn't stand up for Taiwan in the face of China coercion, then U.S. credibility in the region suffers and it would affect its relationship with other allies in the region. Yeah, yeah, that was that was definitely uh, a good informative video. I think um, what you said, um, it, it, it ties right into um, the Ukraine and, and Russia situation because it's kind of the same thing. Uh, uh, is um, kind of not wanting, you know, uh, the relationship between the U.S. and Taiwan because they, they feel like, yo, this is our territory, you know. Uh, uh, you know, y'all fooling around with the enemy in the backyard. You know, we can't, and, and you know, uh, from a from looking at it from um, China's perspective, uh, you know, that's, yeah, that's not cool, right? But um, yeah, yeah, and and here here's an example. We we talked about you know Nancy Pelosi's recent trip to the region, right? Mm -hmm. And when we always talk about you know the, these these you know the, these government officials making these trips to 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 overseas to other to to make these diplomatic trips to other nations, right? It's not just like you know these guys are jumping on you know uh, a. a a, a flight and just going over there to the nation is like no that that's not how it works right and you you mentioned that she actually you know 
she she made the, the trip on Air Force One, right? And yeah, what comes yeah. along with that, right? And what comes along with that is movement of military personnel, right? And military, you know, aircraft, uh, car- carrier fleets, you're talking about like boats and all these things, right? The supporting and the, you know, the, the supporting military uh, components with that, the logistics around that, of course, right? That 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 raises big concerns for, for China. Well, and definitely you got, you know, fighter jet escorts. Um, they have to uh, go and do a dry run before Air Force One um, shows up, right? Um, uh, so all of this is, you know, military helicopter and personnel, you know, all in that region, you know, which would definitely be uncomfortable for me if I'm Xi Jinping, right? And uh, so, you know, it's a power play on the, on the I think it's a good play. Uh, I think Nancy Pelosi should have did that um, because, uh, like I said, uh they're trying to they don't want uh china to get any ideas from putin right and mm-hmm. and and they want to let them know ahead of time yo it's going to be some trouble and all in all i think i i, I think china don't really want it for real like that with us i don't think they can really i think we don't i don't think we want to get it it's not a good idea to get into a war with them Right, it'd be expensive, even a proxy war, right? Because that's more um, these days. That's more with the United States fights now. We don't um, uh, everyday citizens are kind of against sending troops over to somewhere anymore, right? So we fight these proxy, proxy right? The, right, the, the forward forward deployments, right? Of course, you yeah. know we. You know, we, we there's an isolationist wing of the Republican Party now that are that is very against these forward deployments, right? But but when you you know we talk about you know what's you know China's outlook of it, right? In terms of this recent visit, right, to Taiwan um, by U.S. officials, right? But you know, in terms of the through the eyes of the U.S., right, we just see it as this ongoing diplomatic relationship that we have with Taiwan. Right. And from our from, from uh, you know, I think Nancy Pelosi, he, she made a um, a speech a, a, like a day, a, a couple of days ago. She said that, you know, the U.S. will not be intimidated in terms of maintaining its relationship with Taiwan. Right. And this yeah, and this yeah. this relationship goes all the way back to the Carter administration, where we wrote the doctrine that sort of outlines what the U.S. Um, you know, diplomatic relationship would be. Right. And from our perspective, from the U.S. perspective, it's it's considered maintaining the status quo. But again, right, there's always two sides to the story, right? From the Chinese story, they're saying, no, the U.S. is actually changing, right, that status quo, right, yeah. and actually, you know, engaging with these um, with these recent trips, right? A little bit, you know, a little bit more, um, more than what the, uh, the Chinese government would be comfortable with, right? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, that's, that's, that's definitely a good point. Yeah, because, you know, you, we got naval bases, and, you know, all of that kind of uh, activity going on. And so uh, and, it, and and, you know, the with the uh, testing of the ballistic missiles, um, it's kind of like playing with fire a little bit because, you know, you got uh, U.S. military personnel coming back and forth on the aircraft carriers. Right. And uh, 
testing ballistic missiles, which has to be coordinated with with uh, air traffic control, right? And and you know, obviously China's not coordinating with Taiwan and, and air, air, air traffic control, so that that puts you know things at risk. It's just almost like I say, it's almost playing with fire or a loaded gun or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And it's dangerous, and that's how things happen. And uh, oh, you know. absolutely! Yeah. Like, albeit it was a high altitude test, right? They tried to be, you know, a bit careful and try to do it at high altitude. But what if something happened? Exactly, right? You know, yeah, spark yeah. A, a huge international incident. For sure, it's a test. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, you know, obviously things can happen. But I, I, I think they knew what they was doing. It was just, you know, a, another power play. Yo, we can do what we want. You know what I'm saying? This is our airspace. Uh, this is our region. And, you know, if y'all fucking around and y'all get hit, that's on y'all. You know what right. I'm saying? So I, that, but that's um, the you message. Wanted, you want to add some content, some uh, con content to it as well? Yeah, but there's, uh, um, it's cat and mouse and and you know it's chess, not checkers, not connect four, and the game is played on the highest level. Like we we've had this discussions on what the level is and what it ain't, and China is doing exactly what it's supposed to do. Um, but United States ain't going for it. I know a lot of y'all hate the United States. Oh, I get it, right? But it's where the hell you live at, and you definitely want them to win. You can say what you want to say. You can go where you want to go. And you can do all that because you're in America, right? Now, I haven't been to every country uh, other parts of the world, right? But I do know you're not doing nine years for goddamn vape cartridge in America, all right? Slap on the wrist. So there's different rules and regulations to govern things. Uh, for me, China, um, like all of a sudden now they're saying that's part of China. Yeah, it's really not. Not since when 19... 60s, I believe, right, is an independent sovereign nation, all right, and they're claiming that they're a democracy. Now, see, when you claim you're a democracy, then democracy supposed to hold true to that, right? Because the mandate, we reaching out, right? Democracy is the way to go, the free economy. Uh, China has a no COVID policy. If China was over here, y'all be in trouble. Y'all all be vaccinated, stuck in the house right about now. Right? They just came about they lockdown. I'm not even sure if they came out of it yet. There is no, we're going to debate over masks. No, it's no debate. There's no debate over whether we're going to um, get a vaccine. No, you're going to get that vaccine. All that, you extra smart, that's not working in China. So, so Taiwan does a lot of production of clothing manufacturers. I know. Cause I get shoes from China, Taiwan, my fault from Taiwan and China. And so, you know what I mean? All that is in play. China doing what it's supposed to do. They want that back. That's a crucial piece to help, help maintain and build their economy. Right. United States, look, we're a democracy and y'all know what it is. Right. You got to put the threat out. So I don't think that they're going to actually, nothing's going to happen. Like, this is not Ukraine and Russia, right, where you just go ahead and bomb them out. That, they you know, they got to be more uh, smarter than that. They're not going to do that. When Russia bombed Ukraine, 
America signed up with a lot of money, a lot of money on that situation, right? And 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 a lot of the the the, the, the killing and the weaponry they're using is from the United States. Well, what the, what the hell? Russia been doing that forever. Afghanistan and all that. What kind of uh, weapons do you think Afghanistan was using against the United States? So they actually fight wars. Why? This is what the superpowers do. It's smart. You fight wars through other people. You don't directly deal with each other. Because to do that could mean the end of the goddamn world. So you just test your shit out using other people. That's how the game is played. You use your pawns. I just wanted to add that to it. So, yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. These ideas of fighting these proxy wars, and and we also talked about you know in terms of you know testing China's you know the the metal of China's uh, uh, military, right? How long has it have they has it been since they actually engaged in military uh, conflict, right? It's been you know it's been many decades, right? So it'll it would be very I wouldn't say interesting. It would be very um, I, I guess precarious for for China to actually get into a war um, with with Taiwan that would include things like amphibious assaults, cyber attacks, right? We're talking about ballistic missile attacks and all these things. So, um, so of course, right? There there would be a, a you know, so you know the, that proxy engagement would would happen there. But let's go ahead. I want to tee up a another video, and th and this goes into. Uh, a little bit of the biography of the Chinese president, uh, Xi Jinping, right? And I'll go ahead and uh, share this. Again, this is uh, fair use, right, for educational purposes. And this is from uh, CBS News, I believe. All right, it kind of goes through um, just some backstory on the Chinese president. And after him, we'll go into the, the Taiwan president. You guys, let me know if you can hear this video as well. I'll jump into the middle of this because that's where you actually to the meat of it. Indeed. Can you hear that? Yes. Okay. As the most powerful man in China, chairman of the party and president who did away with term limits so he could rule for life, Xi has made nationalism his rallying cry. We will safeguard our sovereignty, he told the People's Congress. Any tricks to split China are doomed. Xi has built a Chinese military force unlike anything the world has seen here. His key aim is to reintegrate lost territories like Hong Kong and Taiwan, possibly by force, and to become the world's leading economic power, challenging the U.S. in every way. To lay the groundwork, she has consolidated power at home with a growing personal presence and a tough dictatorial rule, reining in any possible dissent from Muslim Uyghurs by jailing more than a million, shutting down churches and locking up human rights activists, cracking down on opposing voices in the Communist Party. Still, there are some who challenge his vision. Zhang Lifan is a historian. And, and again, right, we, we talked about this on previous shows, right, the, the tools of, of dictators and autocrats, right? So, of course, you know, Xi Jinping, right, has no, seems to have no, uh, no problems with leveraging those, 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 those means and methods. 
China's one-party dictatorship is very difficult to sustain, says the former member of the respected Academy of Social Sciences, who's among few here not afraid to speak out. She is full of fantasies, Zhang says. He lives in the illusion of building a great world empire and replacing the U.S., but it's too huge and unrealistic. Not so, say the country's leaders, who point to China's rise, which has been as dramatic as Xi's own from those days in the village. And yet, the permanence of all this prosperity is not guaranteed. China's economy is slowing, its military is largely untested, and this rise to great power status is facing growing resistance internationally. Sasha Petrosek, CBC News, Beijing. Huh. So, I don't really want to push the button that we talked about in private, right? Right, Brendan? What I will tell you here, mm -hmm. there were some very specific things that this broadcast had actually talked about that you played. It talked about, and I said it uh, uh, 10 minutes ago about China and its economy, right? And its growing economy and how it slowed. I talked about all that, but we got people amongst us that act like China has, has the largest economy on earth. That's misinformation, ladies and gentlemen, right? This misinformation is coming directly off of uh, large channels, right? African-American channels where what I will say is, is that the conscious community is now officially mainstream. Okay? Just for the record, case y'all didn't know, those days of obscurity is gone. Those days of mentioning certain figures in hip-hop slightly, that shit is gone. So now we, we're, we're serious around here on the pseudo killers, right? Real black, we're serious because now the game is mainstream. It's it's just it's it's just that. So misinformation, right? Brendan, I think you talked about China and the mistakes they made, right? Yeah, oh, absolutely, right, absolutely, right. Um, and, and China is is exhibiting what we call the the peaking power syndrome. Right. Um, and, and, and what that really is, is that, you know, when you have a nation state that had an exponential growth, right, it exploded onto the world stage. Right. And one of the biggest reasons why we saw that exponential growth in China was because at, at one point, right, China was completely closed off from the world. Right. Uh, it had a closed economy. It didn't do very much of any international trade. But when China opened up its economy to the world, Right. Of course, it, that's when it saw that this exponential growth. Right. And what we've seen since then. Right. Is that that growth is sort of plateaued and started to wane. Right. And what we call that peak, that peaking powers or that peaking uh, nation syndrome, what you end up having is that, you know, these imperial powers that 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 have these these lofty goals of imperialism, once they start to peak like that, they become very dangerous. Right. They become dangerous because now they can't they may not be able to use some of their economic strength or those economic levers. Right. That's when they begin to actually use some of their military. 
right? Um, to actually, uh, you know, realize some of those goals, right? And there's there's examples in history, right? Um, I, th- I think Germany, right, back in the 1940s, they they were considered one of those uh, peaking nations or peaking powers. Uh, they they exhibited that syndrome and they became very, um, you would say, very dangerous during that time. So that's what a lot of the political uh, commentators, they're, they're, expect, or they're suspecting China to, is going through that sort of same situation. And another one of the consequences, remember when China had that one child policy for many decades, right? As a result of that, which one of the that they have a people there, they don't have the numbers that they used to have to actually fuel the military and fuel their economy and the workforce. So that was one of those really unintended consequences there as well, right? So, you know, of course, right, China is in trouble on the world stage from its from a perspective in terms of it being becoming this imperial power. That's a fact, but that's a platform for pseudos to start their whole conspiracy theory around. So so, so be wise, right? And hearing people say China has a larger economy because the United States is falling here and falling there. Um, the thing that make United States the United States is this free economy. Uh, Donald Trump was actually saying, man, their economy is growing so well because we don't have the proper tax against us. We're giving them all this money. We're doing all that. Trump was right. As the businessman that Trump was, horrible president, but an excellent businessman, right? He was right in his, all his assertions about China and changing a, a few of those things. He was right. He said it's a bad business deal, right? It doesn't be- benefit us. It makes no sense, right? He was sharp with that. So sometimes, and we see this a lot on YouTube land, people, right? Different groups forget how their success was actually put together. And you start to have that peaking power fucking syndrome, excuse my language. And you start to think you can do something that you really couldn't do. Just stay in your lane. China should probably just stay in their lane, right? Like they got their own people hate them like that. We ain't talking about the United States where you get mad. I'm gonna I'm jump at the Capitol for three hours, gonna be over with. Hada, 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 hada. Nah. See, America, based off of the concept of democracy, you definitely have way more freedom than you do in China. Two different governments, two different styles of governing people, right? There are certain things that people in America are afforded and other free nations are afforded that places like China and Russia is not. Now, I'm not saying that that's better or worse. I'm simply saying when you're talking about overtaking a whole situation, right, then your whole situation got to be right. It can't just be the us, the power, the in charge. People got to have more say in that situation. The people ain't going to back you all the way like you need them to. Where are you at, uh, Concrete? Corey, you want to say something? Yeah, yeah. Like uh, I said, uh, China, I don't think they really uh want it in a proxy war like that. I think that'll be devastating to the economy. Um, I think they um you know they where they at is 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 basically um where they at. I think Brendan called it a peak 
peak power, right? Yeah. They're not satisfied. And so um, I think he's trying to bite off more than he's going to be able to chew, which Putin is finding out some of the same things, right? He's reached uh, peak power, too. He's reached uh, uh, peak power, too. So, uh, you know, uh, he he got to... He got to do something to to try to get more power, but I don't think the um I think it's gonna be more costly to do something like that, you know. And like Brent, and like you said, we we talked about earlier, you know, the United States don't really, you know, we ain't getting into no direct wars uh too often, too soon, right? Uh. So we're going to fight these proxy wars, you know, and uh, it's about some money game. And so who who got the most alliances in the world? Who got the most power? Uh, uh, who can take the biggest hit? Uh, who got the who got the most uh, military power, strategic power? Right. Uh, that's what the game is all about. It's, it's chess. It's a chess game. And uh, I think the United States in a good position. As far as the chess game goes, with the alliances we got, and uh, you know, uh, just basically our, our overall power. We didn't seen China already, right? Remember, y'all remember the Vietnam War? Yeah, yeah, definitely. We seen them. See, see, y'all gotta understand this, right? Study the Vietnam War. Yeah, we lost that war, huh? Ah, uh, not really. Yes, on paper we lost, but uh, not really. Like, not really. Like, you know, I studied wars. Uh, we didn't want to win that. So, so we 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 keep a lot of stuff in 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 war mode, like Vietnam War. Uh, uh, um, the, the the last joint we just was was in in the Middle East. Uh, Pakistan, not Pak. Am I saying it right? Um, Afghanistan. Afghan. My fault. Afghanistan. Testing weaponry. We've been no doing. We stay fighting, nigga. They stay fighting. Excuse me. Scratch the word, nigga, from the from the list. These ninjas stay fighting, right? And it's a reason for that. Like Russia thought they were super slick. Yo, they having problems with Ukraine right now against American weaponry. Like, like, like they was doing. Like, I'm a, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna shut up. <laughs> like Ukraine was using the internet. So you get like you get Russian generals and Russian heads in the army talking on the day going, uh, no, they cut off all their power. They ain't had no way to communicate, but Ukraine could communicate just simply by using the internet. They're crazy using drones, basic shit. That's crazy, right? Right, jamming their signals. All the stuff they didn't expect. Now, the United States, they're on top of that type of game. Yeah, but go ahead. Somebody want to say something? No, but definitely, I wanted to, because uh, you went into earlier, you went into the disent, the whole dif- disinformation uh, campaign. And you were speaking on that. And I think that goes into our next uh, segment of our show. If y'all... Um, you know, if y'all wanted to, unless y'all wanted to, to have them, uh, y'all have some more to say on this. I think yeah, Brendan. Just, yeah, uh, I wanted. Yeah, I just wanted to do the uh, mm-hmm. the, the last segment, and this is oh, oh, uh, yeah, just yeah, covering. Yeah, this. Yep. 
Yep, this is just covering the uh the, the Taiwan president, right? Yeah. This is uh Sai Sai Ing Wen, right? So I'll I'll pull up, pull this up briefly and we'll talk about because we, we want to make sure that we're balanced in the conversations, right? So, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to definitely yeah. go into that. Yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. Right. So we we always talk about the sisterhood, right? So right, this is you know one example of uh you know women's be, women being on the world stage, right? So this is Tsai Ing-wen, right? She's 65 years old. She's the president of Taiwan, right? She's a member of the Democratic uh, Progressive Party. I think she's been a member of that since 2014. Um, she's got a background in both law and international trade. And one thing about her, I think it was last year, she was um, on the Forbes uh, Most Powerful Women's list, right? She was actually named number two, right? This is in 2021. Mm -hmm. Right. So, you know, you know, in 2021, the person who was number one was Kamala Harris. Right. So this mm -hmm. sort of shows shows her her prowess on the world stage there. So I'll go ahead and show just a brief video that sort of gives a background of uh, the, the president of Taiwan as well. Let's pull this up. Again, we put the fair use disclaimer out there. Let me know if you guys can hear this. You guys hear that? Yeah, yeah, we can hear it. Once written off by the opinion polls, but re-elected by a landslide. Tsai Ing-wen's stunning reversal of fortune is largely put down to one thing. The growing fear of China with the events in Hong Kong giving renewed urgency to her message that Taiwan's unique identity and democratic freedoms are best preserved by standing up to the powerful neighbor that claims the island as its own. Hello, President Tsai. Hi. Thank you very much. But might her strategy, as her critics claim, hurt the economy and risk provoking Beijing? If we leave aside the question of timetable, uh, the question of practicality, are you in principle at least in favor of the idea of formal Taiwanese independence? The reality and what it is now is that we are already a functionally independent country and we have our own government and we have our own election. Will there come a day when that reality needs to be spelled out by a formal declaration of independence? The idea is that we don't have a need to declare ourselves an independent state, but we are an independent country as already, and uh, we call ourselves Republic of China, Taiwan, and uh, we have our own system of running uh, the country, and we do have government, and we have the military, and, and we have elections. Your, your victory uh, is... Well, i just keep that brief there. Again, right, this, she talks about the sovereignty of Taiwan and being able to back that up, right, with having those, you know, the, the democratic sort of a framework in place, the, the democratic infrastructure to do, you know, uh, free and fair elections. And she also talks about we have the military uh, power to back that up as well. So I thought that... Very sort of interesting topic again, right? You know, 
you know, on the world stage, we're sort of teeing this whole conversation up as, you know, the de world democracy against like uh, China and communism at this point, right? And that's how some of the political, you know, sort of, uh, you know, commentators and the people who are are in this this whole conversation, this whole geopolitical, um, um, you know, you know, incident. That's how we're sort of framing that conversation. So it'll be interesting to see what happens over the coming months, right? And of course, you know, we'll we'll keep an eye on some of this, but it, because you know, it has implications for us, right? We're all we're already talking about. Hey, should we be beefing up, you know, the U.S. military in terms of right uh, increasing the the capacity of our U.S. carrier fleets, right? Increasing the capacity of of, of our ballistic missiles, right? In light of some of these things that are happening between uh, China and Taiwan, right? And to do that, of course, it takes more funding. That's those are more tax dollars that we're um, actually uh, contributing to our military defense. So that's how it actually impacts us, us here at home. Yeah, 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 definitely. And that was cool. I, I, I never knew. I didn't know she was um, uh, on Forbes, number two most powerful woman in the world. That was, I think, that was a, a interesting point. Uh, 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 that that was made yep. right. Yep, certainly. Right, and and she also has something in common with uh, another uh, very popular person in our uh, community. Right, she also attended school at Cornell University. Oh, okay, that's cool. That's cool. Yep. That's cool. So she yeah, exactly. is that what she got her her law degree there? At, yep, uh, yep. She got a law degree at Cornell. Right, and I think she also went to school in Taiwan as well. Right. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Play an example of taking education and bringing it back to your, uh, your, your, you don't see her living in Canada some damn way and talking <laughs> shit. <laughs> exactly. See, this is what we do. We talk shit. Yeah, yeah. While we in Canada on the ice sheet somewhere, the Laurentide ice sheet, Canada, talking about mm -hmm. this and that, and we should be home doing what she doing. She's home. She went abroad, got the education. She came back. And she laying that shit down. She, she shit is clear. We have an army. We have this. Uh, we, you know, they, they, they're promoting democracy. And that interview was valuable because anybody that stands beside democracy will stand by Taiwan, right? And that's sovereignty, right? So we always talk about uh, uh, being sovereign, which is crazy as hell. When you're African American, you're already that. You already got the army, air force. Marines, you got that. You you forget, you have that. That's that's funny, right, Chef? Right. They, they always say, "Well, well, we don't have a military. We don't have this." Yes, it's like the U.S. military is your your military, right? Nah. It's like there, there was this whole thing that is called integration that happened, right? <laughs> So, so yes, right. The, the, you know, the, the, the industries, right? We always say, well, we don't have industry, right? U.S. The U.S. industries are your industries, right? Because in, in all those industries, at at every level, you see African Americans participating, right? It's just it, the onus is on you to participate as well. At the highest levels, you see uh, African Americans participating. Exactly. So, Make that mistake. Here's a mistake. They try to qualify everything. Well, you're not. Well, look at what the people that's coming from Africa got. 
Look at what the Italians got. Look at what, wait a minute. We didn't come by that route. <laughs> we came Sosa, that. Sosa dropped in the building, though. Uh, peace, Sosa. Peace. Yeah, peace, peace, peace. But I missed, I missed the opening credits and the coming attraction. So, Red Rock out. I'm trying to I'm gonna catch up. No. We didn't come by that road. We came a whole different road. We playing catch up. I'd like to if I, catch up. You have to actually take advantage of your circumstances. You have to take advantage of your victories and treat them as if they're victories. You can't underplay anything. You have to grasp that brass ring, right? You have to use uh, uh, your voting blocks. Everything has to be measured in what you're doing in, in your approach because that is the American way. You, you've seen a great example. You've seen a, the homosexual community. How did they change? How did they rebrand themselves? How did they? How did they do with what they did? How did they manage to do all that? How? So way you do it. So that's a, a excellent movement, right? To study, right? Probably think it's crazy, but it's not, right? Excellent thing to study to incorporate. The way they fought, the way they fought to get to where they at. Excellent, excellent thing to look at, right? It's a good book on it, and, and it does not come to mind right now. But, yeah, how do they rebrand themselves? How 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 does the African-American rebrand themselves to get to where he needs to go? What is it that we need to do? Important. Important. Somebody was going to say something. If I can, I'd like to comment on what the videos he just showed. Um, I, I I think that, you know, I used to be this way a little bit myself, thinking that, man, China, they're coming up and they're they're going to be unstoppable. But the, the, the one thing they do have is they're at a point in their military where they could do really well in that region of holding us back if they were going to Vader. But what they can't do is they can't project their power yet. Uh, what's good about the situation the United States is in is China has a lot of enemies. They have Japan, Australia, India, uh, North Korea right there in their backyard. And we I know we've been sending uh, or we, we have a contract to send nuclear subs to Australia to bring their power up um, as well about, as well as Europe. You know, Europe's going to side with the United States as well. Uh, and another thing is that China is not, uh, like you said, they're hitting their peak power. And a lot of stuff they have, like if you, if you, I, I watched some guys that used to live in China on YouTube and they talk about how shoddy the construction is over there in their second and third tier cities, like bridges 10 years old falling down. So they went up really fast, but they didn't go up quality wise. Now, I think Shanghai is probably a, really well built built city and things like that so yeah we don't know how their military will do and i used to be really nervous like oh shoot you know like like buying the hype that the united states uh was on its way falling down as far as uh being able to dictate or project power and really we don't know what the united states has that they haven't shown us yet i mean did you see the other day they just have this ginsu knife missile that can just take a person out with it's like it's it's a it it, it 
hit that terror, uh, Al-Zahari, it, it basically hit him on his apartment balcony and didn't kill anybody inside the apartment that he was at because it has like these knives that come out and, and spin and the, the bomb doesn't explode. It's crazy. But anyway, uh, the reason I brought that up is like we don't exactly know. We always hear about what China can do. Like, oh, China is getting into our computer systems and they're trying to mess with we're doing the same thing. We just don't hear about it there. You know, so uh, I thought the videos were really uh, interesting. Another thing uh, real quick on China is that that authoritarianism is not really liked. I mean, they have they're suppressing pe- their whole population over there. There's a they can turn on uh, anybody that was uh, paying attention when they were having um, protests. I forgot what they were protesting over. There was some, oh, the bank, when the when there was like an investment and basically they uh, the, the bank was losing it, you know, lost all the investments. So people were trying to show up there and protest. They Anybody that they knew was going to protest, they turned their COVID card to red where they couldn't leave. I mean, it's crazy. It's insane. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, they couldn't leave their towns to go protest. And these banks with all the, who uh, lost all their money that promise these big investments. So I guess my point and Brendan, thanks for bringing those videos is that um, we tend to think that things are like China is on the, on the incline. And like you were saying, I really think they've peaked and cracks are starting to show. And it's not inevitable that they're going to be the number one power in the world. And that's all I want to say. Yeah, not at all. And and one of the dangers and and one of the dangers of it is, you know, getting into this type of conflict between, you know, China and Taiwan. Right. Uh, It it would end up coming down to, you know, using technologies that have to go hard and fast first. Right. Um, And that's where the, the fear right comes in terms of, you know, something like that can quickly escalate. Right. So, uh, again, we, we talked about, OK, well, if, if China wants to do a full scale assault, right, what would that entail? Right. It would entail, entail like, um, you know, air, you know, assaults by air. Right. Of course, it'll take, you know, they're going to do cyber attacks. Right. They will have to launch an amphibious assault. Right. They would have to use ballistic missiles. Right. And, and as, as things like that ramp up. Right. And then, the you know, when, when either the world begins to counter it. Right. You know, the U.S. gets involved. You know, Taiwan is involved, of course. Right. Things like that can quickly, quickly escalate. Right. And that's the danger of it. Right. You know, when we you know, when if China knows, right, if it goes in slow. Right. And if it doesn't use overwhelming power, it could potentially get, you know, in a stalemate, you know, in that amphibious piece. Right. Because it's, it's very difficult to launch an amphibious assault. And we all know, you know, the, the losses that the U.S. Uh, encountered in D-Day. Right. Um, and, and that can end up being a death trap uh, for China. Right. If, if if Taiwan gets to a point where it can beef up its its uh, defenses on on its shores. Right. And protect against that military attack, that amphibious attack there. And of course, you know, you uh, as a ex-Marine. Right. You know what those types of you know military engagements, you know, how dangerous those can be. Is how many people you willing to lose? Before you stop, <laughs> right? But again, that that concludes the the pseudo killers war report Sunday night in the movies, right? I, we, we should actually do more of that, right? In terms of uh, some of those these types of con- con- conversations, right? The geopolitical, right? The the military things that are going on, right? From a 
from from that from that perspective, right? I think I think those are sort of interesting conversations that we should have. Yeah, it would be funny yeah, to yeah. those waiting on that shit because they'll fuck it up. But go ahead, go ahead, Corey. Yeah, I, I was I, I was saying though, I think all of it all ties in, right? Because um being in the age of information, right? Uh uh man. Sheffer ain't got the, the, the reverb going. Where you at, Sheffer? You ain't even... Is you here? Mm-hmm. You ain't even here. <laughs> I'm moving him out. I'm but, moving him out. I'm moving there you go. He yeah. man. Um, But yeah, being that we're in the age of uh, information, right? Um, misinformation is um, high uh, warfare right now, right? High-level warfare. So, um, I think that's um, that our, our next segment kind of slides right into another form of, of, of warfare and, and terrorism and, and what have you, right? Um, on a domestic level and an international level, it's, we, we have a problem with it. So, um, I, I don't know. E- either one of those videos, Brendan, you can you can uh, go into. What's oh, wrong, Shepherd? What, what what up, bro? What What's up, wrong? Bro? <laughs> y'all miss me? Uh, <laughs> no, I, I'm listening. Y'all killing it. Your mic muted. Oh shit! Mic muted, bro. My mic muted on the screen. You gotta get off the screen mute. Oh, I'm there sorry. Oh yeah, y'all rocking. I'm listening. I was upstairs um cooking. Y'all, y'all <laughs> killing it. Yeah, you guys go ahead. I'm uh, uh, teeing up your videos now, um, Corey. Yeah, yeah. So, so you know, um, everybody already know about a lot of the the misinformation. Well, I don't know, man. I, I just think I think a lot of misinformation is is. Um, it's easing through all the communities at the same time. Um, I don't know if Sheffrey had Sheffrey. Did you want to? Did you want to speak to uh, what we said on the in the last segment? Did you, did you hear it? Yeah, did yeah, I heard it. Um, comment on that. Yeah, y'all definitely. You know, we had already talked about it, and I, y'all hit every point that we, um, you know, damn near talked about earlier. So, yeah, I like when I can sit back and you know. Y'all flowing. Keep the flow going. All uh, right. But, but we uh, had a question earlier, like when we played the videos, did we have to have that disclaimer up or whatever? Um, Do we have to do that first? Yeah, we've been doing a verbal just, disclaimer. Can we do it at any point in the... We can do it at any point in the yeah, video. Yeah, any right? point of the show, I'm going to put it up, though, so... Okay. All right. All right. I have your video on here uh, from World News Tonight. Um, and this yeah, is that's Alex fine. Jones. Do you want to start with that one? Yeah, that's fine. You can see that. Uh, we'll go into it to the next segment on that one. Okay. So I'm going to do this. I'll go ahead and play this and let me know if you can hear it. Alex Jones trial. Yeah. All right. So let's see here. Talk about misinformation, y'all. Y'all, Evelyn Alex Jones on his book. Oh, we're getting ready to uh, to, to debunk some misinformation here. Ordering the conspiracy theorists to pay forty-five. I'm getting ready to debunk. Parents 
who lost their six-year-old son in the Sandy Hook massacre for calling it a hoax. The punitive damages awarded today come on top of another multi-million dollar penalty in just the last 24 hours. Here's ABC's Ariel Reshev. Members of the jury, have you reached a verdict? Tonight, a Texas jury punishing conspiracy theorist Alex Jones for his lies, ordering him to pay $45.2 million to the family of six-year-old Jesse Lewis, one of the 20 first graders and six staff gunned down at Sandy Hook Elementary. The staggering sum on top of $4 million in compensatory damages marks the first time the firebrand host has been found financially responsible for spreading false claims about the country's deadliest school shooting. For years, Jones told followers Sandy Hook was a hoax staged by the government to crack down on guns, even calling the victim's parents crisis actors. I don't think you will understand unless there's some form of punishment. The parents of Jesse Lewis testifying on the devastating toll of Jones's lies, years of harassment, violence, and death threats they've had to endure. Jesse died Jones finally admitting on the stand what the world knew years ago about the massacre. It was, especially since I've met the parents, and uh, it's 100% it's, it's real. Jones's company has filed for bankruptcy, and he claims he's lost nearly everything after being banned from platforms like Facebook and YouTube. The judge even admonishing him from the bench. You may not tell this jury that you are bankrupt. That is also not true. Today, an expert for the family testifying he's worth up to $270 million and has withdrawn tens of millions of dollars since he was found liable of defamation in Sandy Hook cases. He lied. To make his money, and he's lying to keep his money. And this isn't the end of legal troubles for Jones. He's also facing a lawsuit filed in Connecticut by several other Sandy Hook families and an FBI agent. He's been found liable in that case and faces millions more in damages. Whit? Ariel, thank you. Yeah, so, you know, uh, appreciate hey, that. Hold on. I know Alex Jones was sitting on two hundred seventy million. Yeah, a, qu a quarter. Damn, billion. I miscalculated. I told you that million. earlier. Huh? I told you that earlier. He's sitting on a quarter Damn. billion dollars, over a quarter billion, and that's just oh. what they know about. Like this nigga lying, and that's what I'm saying, man. These niggas is making money off of the the misinformation, right? Um, we talked about some of the people, um, why he why he's got this money, why. Um, he's able to 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 establish those types of numbers, right? Um, because he got like people like the gun lobbyists and the NRA funding him. You know what I'm saying? Millions of dollars, and, and for years and years and years. Plus, he a snake oil salesman. Um, he sell all of these supplements and and and, and what have you. And 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 all of the misinformation you can you can think of, um, you can find it on Infowars. And and my thing is, um, a lot of the things that Alex Jones says, the conscious community would tend to agree with, right? Whether they realize it or not, um, I hear a lot of the same things that Alex Jones says in the conscious community, which is which is very, very telling and and, and it's kind of scary to me, really, to tell you the truth, right? Um, 
but yeah, um, you, you see, uh, that says the presidents, right? That says precedence, um, for future, um, mis misinformers and, and, uh, snake oil salesmen, right? And let me tell you how this is harmful, right? See, what what the gun lobbyists and, and the NRA wants is people to continue to continue to uh, purchase guns, keep buying guns. Every time something happens, they want to, they want to tell you, well, the Democrats or this person or that person is going to take your guns away. And every time they say that, Everybody run down and buy 10 AR-15s on top of the 10 AR-15s they already got, right? It it, it don't make sense, right? It is, it's crazy. At least that's how it goes around here, you know. Everybody got gun safes with, piled up with, with guns. And it's like, man, you can only shoot one or two guns at a time. If you got more than two guns, I mean, it, it don't make sense to me. But, um... You know, you get these, and, and uh, you have Alex Jones saying that the Sandy Hook students were crisis actors, right? But at the same time, as people like him, um, is the reason why people run up in these schools and and and, and do these mass shootings because of the because they've been misinformed. Not only are they probably uh, uh, mentally ill anyway, right? Uh, but on top of that, they're being misinformed by people like Alex Jones, and that's the danger of misinformation, you know. And and, and that's what I I keep pushing. Um, what I keep talking about that slippery slope, you know, it, it starts out innocent, you know, until you have people running up and schools and churches and and wherever you know the, the gay bar or uh, how, uh, everywhere you know what i mean they they having a um having these mass shootings right and it's based on people being misinformed you have people running up in the capitol building beating down the capitol police you know what i'm saying it, it, it's because they've been misinformed. Misinformation is very, very dangerous. But um, if y'all want to go ahead, somebody else want to go ahead on that? Uh, uh, so, yeah. Um, second class citizens at putting out that type of information clear. $270 what billion dollars? So everybody you see in the conscious community is a second and third class citizens because they're actually doing the same thing. They just don't have the flavor. And I'm telling you that uh, we are ahead of the curve. And we talked about this whole thing. Like the only reason you're seeing my face, the only reason you're seeing the pseudo killers is because I know I felt this way 15 years ago. That's how I felt. Like I'm like, this shit is crazy. Like I like this is crazy. Although I had my own set of beliefs and stuff like that, and a lot of black algae going on, I understood the way the shit was going was super crazy. 
like we had superheroes, right? I could go down the list, Delbert Blair, right? Which I could always talk to on the phone. May the force be with him. Phil Valentine's, the Duke of Tears. Matter of fact, I'm going to stop right there. You can go to my blog talk shows, right? And I actually, I, I cussed out all of them except Delbert Blair. That's my man, I, you know. Cussed them out. I'm, I'm going to start. Uh, uh, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna cut up some of them. Say the Duke of Tear cussed him out. He started he start saying something about John Henry Clark when I had him on the show. I cussed his black butt out. All of them, blue pill, red pill, cussed him out. Beefing. I was beefing with him because 15 years ago, I seen this right here. You're seeing Dell with that guy, right? The all time high, 2.7 something million dollars, right? This is what everybody inspired to be that guy in our community. Same thing with your boy, uh, uh, may the force be with him, the snake oil super salesman. Some <laughs> kind of way creep this way in the Michael Jackson family. They ain't even paying all like you tripping. All right. Uh, super doctor, fake herbal, the whole nine yard guy. Uh, the sister from TLC, she's she in Honduras, you know. She lost her life trying to visit, you know, visiting this guy. Same stuff. The same anti-everything rhetoric, the bullshit. The whole Dr. Savy shit is the same shit in black face, y'all. It's the same thing. Ali, Muhammad, all of them, they're doing you the same way. Now, now, our brand, right, oh, my... Correction, their brand of doing that the same way is now gone straight up African-American now. So now, so for most people that won't even listen to, to, to what's the guy named? Jump, what's his name? Alex Jones. I try not to even remember names like that. The right. Alex Jones guy, right? They don't listen to black people saying that thing now. Right? There, there's a level that has risen amongst you. I'm not even ready to say their names yet because they're at the damn level now. We're not even willing, we're not even ready to fight them. I can't even fight them with words and conversation. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a different level now, y'all. They're getting a million views, 600,000 views, 100,000 views. I'm not even going to say their name to them ready to fight for real because I don't like losing. They can just dismiss anything we say now. You know, Jabari and all of them, they can't dismiss us. Even Jabari with his elegant way to talk, he talks like this. Uh, are we clear, family, family? He doesn't cuss. He's speaking just like this, right? I can maneuver around that. I can move around Young Pharaoh, even though Young Pharaoh stupidly ended up some kind of way in mainstream. I don't know how he did it, but he did. I knew he was just too dumb to hold that position. But I could always maneuver him around, right? At the end of his little campaign, he just started ignoring us. He couldn't do that. He was at a different level. Just ignore you. I'm not I don't have nothing to say, no matter how much right. So, so now we're conditioning ourselves now. And I'm saying the crowd got to be with us now. Y'all going to have to support us in what we're doing. Uh, look at uh, um, Brendan's studio. Look at uh, Chef and Studio. We're all going to have these two. We're going we're gonna to have better programming because now they're playing the game at the highest level. And the African-American community 
is the high level. Now, that pseudoisms that's been permeating all through the conscious community, it's mainstream now. These cults that I've been talking about, the online cults, it's mainstream now. White people been fighting that shit for a while. Alex Jones, they've been fighting Alex Jones, and now it's a key mechanism. That's why Corey wanted us to play this video. It's a key mechanism in this thing now, right, that they finally can start to uh, 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 hold people liable for that shit. Mm-hmm. What you say now, that's deep. That's a that's 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 a move in the right. Do- so as you tell people, don't take this medicine and don't take this vaccine. If they so happen to die from that, now there's a precedence set. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See now, y'all just can't say any goddamn thing. But our platforms, right? Those who promote scientific literacy, right, and doing shit the right way, right. Now, right, our, our optics has to be there now. Okay, the, the way we do business, like, like, like I'm, I'm, and I know King Souls don't agree with this, but for me, you know, that word nigga, I'm not using anymore. I'll just say ninja, and you'll know what I mean. Right? I, you know what I'm saying? I don't want people to look at me and say, he just said that word and dismiss everything I said after that, because that's how I go. Right? So I'll be saying ninjas, y'all know what I mean. Ninjas. Hey, uh, now we got to be like, boys, Sosa. I feel like, 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 I ain't gonna let a nigga right, but I feel like if you ain't gonna say nigga and you switch to ninja, like that really ain't enough because we know what you mean. You still say that you just say it in cold, like, baby. <laughs> so it's the same effect. Just try to be. Yeah, sticky. but it's not that word. Yeah, I feel. See, give the same effect. I said ninja. What you talking about? See. See, that's that's how you play the game behind them. See, no, 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 no. But uh, we got a we got another video, unless uh, I don't know, Shepherd, uh, no signs. Yeah, yeah. I, I wanna I wanna say something to what what um, Unc said. He's so right on the crossover. I have a couple of guys here I, I, that work that I work with here that are that believe everything Alex Jones says. So one day they were talking about the vaccine. They were talking about you know. Uh, the the different medicines and things like that. And I said to him thinking, because I knew who this was through Sonetta, but I was thinking to myself, let me throw this out here and see who knows I'm talking about. I said, easy there, Dr. Sebi. And he knew, he said, Dr. Sebi, they killed him. And da, 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 da. I was like, and this is not a black guy. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, right. yeah, it crossed over, man. <laughs> and nobody else yeah. knew. Only the guy who watched the Alex Jones and all that stuff knew who, what I was talking about. It's crazy. Right, definitely. Yeah, uh, Dr. Sabi, when you cross over, that's when you're a superstar, right? So, you know, uh, I, I'm, I'm glad you brought that point point up. So he was a superstar uh, pseudo, right? Because, you know, yeah. he had the black community and the white community. And that's when you know you're a superstar, you know, when you get both communities, you know what I mean? That's a good point. And, and Alex Jones... Um, whether whether the black community realizes it or not, he's a superstar because they may talk this oh white man this and white man that right, but a lot of that information comes originally from the white community. You know what I'm saying? From people like Alex Jones and 
and the Blavowskis, you know, all, all of those types of people. You know, what yeah, I mean? that that's that's mm-hmm. what I was saying. It's like not just Doctor Sebi, but like every I've noticed when I would watch Sonetta, I was hearing it from his channel. Like certain people, like you know, talking about the the um, the G five G causing mm-hmm. Corona. I was hearing mm-hmm. from both. Like you said, it's a crossover. The 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 pseudoness is on both extremes it's crazy so so what Anka's is saying is absolutely right it, it's 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 not it's mainstream it's yeah mainstream, it's stream well it's fringy it's fringy but it's fringy on on not just in the white community but or not just in the black community but also in the white community definitely definitely y'all see the screen right i'm gonna show you i can show you better i can tell you excuse me before we moved on i i Peace to the panel. I, I, we're, I not, we're not moving we're on. Not we're moving not moving on. on. I'll get Sharon. Sharon. We're Sharon, not moving so. on, bro. You know, re, yeah. Regarding uh, regarding the foreign we're policy, we're not moving on. I'm showing. I'm sharing something real quick. Relax. Oh, okay. Definitely need your voice. That way we can beat you up. <laughs> See this, Charlton. Right? What's a Charlton? Okay. You have Charltons amongst you. A charlatan, okay, is a person practicing quackery, ha or a similar confidence trick, ha That's really a. I didn't. I didn't actually. I knew quack right was mm-hmm. a word, right? But quackery, I was not totally sure that was a word, but that confirms it. There, I'm mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, I'm cool. <laughs> okay, I a like that word. I really trick. like that word. But go ahead. Go ahead. Confidence trick, right? Hold on. <laughs> Let me show, show you. Yo, we be victims around here. Don't even know. A confidence trick is the attempt to defraud a person or group after first gaining their trust. I'm going to stop right there. See how they get y'all? Pay attention now, right? In order to obtain money. Listen, power, fame, young, young Pharaoh, a power, fame, or other advantages through what? Persistence. Or deception. There we go. Let me stop right here. Watch this, y'all. If y'all don't think the black community is starting to get up, here you go. Infamous individuals. They got infamous individuals here, y'all. Mm-hmm. Got Albert uh, A. Abrams, an advocate of radio radionics, whatever mm-hmm. the hell it is, right? Uh, or other similar electrical quackery. Electrical quackery. <laughs> Man. <laughs> That's a mouthful, right? Like that <laughs> what is this? He was a, he was the first 5G nigga. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> John R. Brinkley, right? The what? The goat gland doctor. God damn. Who implanted goat glands as a means of curing male impetus. God damn. Oh, my man. Help pioneer both American and Mexican radio broadcasting. And and twice ran what unsuccessfully for governor oh, for cancer. Okay, yeah. Look, 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 watch this, y'all. Look, who is that? Oh, mm-hmm. who do we have here? Dr. Savy. Oh, we serious. Look, who claimed to, to have the cure of all diseases with herbs and a unique Look, look, vegan alkaline diet. We know they now sell alkaline water in the food markets all around <laughs> you. So if you've been buying that, you've been getting beat up for the tune of $50 a bottle, $30 a bottle. Now you can get it for $2. Mm-hmm. 
You've been getting beat. But that's who? Who's that guy, y'all? He's that guy. That Quackers. There you go, man. I didn't make this up. Right amongst you. So you know anybody promoting him that's on the big stage, we call it the big stage, is a quack too. Because check this out, y'all. Quacks promote quacks. Hold on. Let me look you in the face. This is a <laughs> Hey, quacks promote quacks. Pseudo killers beat up on pseudos. Quacks promote quacks and pseudo killers beat up pseudos. This is not hard to understand. One plus one is two, ladies and gentlemen. Hmm. That there leads, you go. That leads Who me. Who got to say? Go ahead. What was you about to say? I, I was going to say that leads me into the next sentence, if you would allow no, me. No, but you ain't going to cut me off, though, James. That's, that's what you ain't doing. You ain't going to kill my flow. That ain't what you're doing. I got you. Relax. I know it didn't sound like you were done to nobody. Post. It didn't sound like you were done to nobody. I don't care. So, point I'm making here, very simple. Look around you. Look who promotes Dr. Satan. Quacks, quote unquote, supposed to be leaders in our quote unquote community. No one was willing to talk that talk. You know how long I've been beating up on? You should have talked about him while he was living. I did talk about him while he was living. He just had enough power to ignore me. I absolutely did. Check the record. Now, Mr. James, would you like to say something? I know it's going to be pseudo. <laughs> would you like to say something? Yes, yes, I would, uh, if, I, if I may. Yes, you may. Right. Short and sweet, James. Short and sweet. But go ahead. It's just a couple of items I, I'd like to help. And my role, I think, is try to help you not appear pseudo. All right. For instance, uh, regarding foreign policy, if you have never left your state, don't be coming up here discussing international foreign policy. Um, regarding China, I'm not going to go into the history regarding how Japan... Uh, got the uh, sovereignty when China ceded it back in the day. I'm going to talk about now. Right now, China, which is a world power, claims Taiwan. We can't ignore that. You guys didn't mention it. The next thing is you're discussing charlatans and snake oil salesmen. And at the same breath, you mentioned Trump as a good businessman. Now, a charlatan and a snake oil salesman good businessman, and his grandfather was up there with the best of them, right? But it is a questionable thing to say that Trump is a good businessman, right? And uh, regarding uh, regarding gun control, I don't know if you understand what uh, the uh, Supreme Court ruling was, but uh, you sound like if they got more gun control. So be careful about that. Um, uh, and uh, I, I, uh, I, I, I'm back quiet. No, I was saying they don't. They didn't have the gun control. I was. What I was saying is how that's something that um, uh, gun lobbyists and and the uh, NRA spend millions of dollars uh, marketing um, uh, against um, and uh, messaging against is uh, the gun laws. But that was the segment before, right? So we on we on this segment. 
Brennan. Right. And, and by and, the way, and, just and just to clarify, right, we the, the video that we showed, right, that gave background about Xi Jinping, he, it talked about his concept of a unified China, right? The the concept of the unified China in his eyes includes Taiwan being a part of the Chinese Communist Party and, and the Chinese mm -hmm. state, right? So that's why we didn't mention that specifically. It was covered in the video. Right. Yeah, but I think we mentioned that in, in from a Chinese yeah. perspective. Yeah, we probably did. But I have your I have your second video teed up if you want to pull that up. Real fast. Real fast. For the record, I said Trump when talking about China when he was office, when he changed those deals up, he was fucking right. He was. No matter how much you don't like Trump or do you like Trump, that particular stance, that part of the business in the business deal, he was right, bro. Now, regardless of what you think, anybody to make a billion dollars is a good businessman. I mean, you can say what you want. Okay, he's a raggedy billionaire businessman. He owned whatever. Simple well, he he kind of inherited most yeah, Okay, he, he, he sure did. But he leveraged yeah. that. But and yeah, let's I, play the game. I don't want to get off of the. Yeah, I don't, don't want to get off of that because nigga be broke. I want to. I, I see him up here at the live. Be broke. I know that one. Use the laws right. Be broke with a big and out. Be broke, whatever. But go ahead, Corey. Bro. I'm not sure about you. I know Unk's been in the military. I've been in the military. I've been out of my state. I'm sure Unk's been out of his state. So I'm not exactly sure who that was directed at. In fact, I've been in war. A war. So. <laughs> Well, I got a passport. I got a passport and uh, dual citizenship. So yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't know who we. Uh, well, I'm a member of the Naval Officer. <laughs> Absolutely no way I will come on this channel and discuss military operations, plan of action, nothing like that. But y'all niggas, crazy. <laughs> well, well, this is again where we we don't want to belabor it. We don't want to go down a rabbit hole, but this is all information that was clearly talked about in the Wall Street Journal. This is this is current topics, right? This is current events. So we're not talking about any special right uh, capabilities, tactics, anything like that. So with that, we'll go ahead and start. Uh, yeah, do you agree with Alex Jones? Let me get right to that. Do, do you agree with Alex Jones, Mr. James? Come on, man. Seriously? Yeah. No. Okay. Just checking. <laughs> Do you agree with Trump? Let's let's not get into the Trump argument. Go ahead, play the video. We we playing the video real quick. Oh, you was mm -hmm. the response from the far right conspiracy theory pushing media personality Alex Jones last night when he found out that he and his company owed four million dollars in damages for the impact of the conspiracy theory that he pushed that Sandy Hook was somehow faked. We are so broke that I'm not even worried about that $4.2 million. I'm worried about our bankruptcy to emergency stabilize InfoWars, and we have a plan. But to do that, we need support. So get a T-shirt, get a book, get a film, get my new book, The Great Reset, and The War for the World. Get Alex's War. Get Body Ultimate Turmeric Formula. Get Vitamin Fusion. Get them all at InfoWarsStore.com and keep us on the air. That was last night. Alex Jones. Let's, let's pause it right there, Brendan. Off the 4.1. Because uh, I want to make a point. Yeah. So he just got out of court, right? 
Um, this is before he got the the uh, forty five. I think he was just hit with the four million dollar lawsuit at first, right? And he goes right back to his audience to do what? To sell him more snake oil. You know what I'm saying? Oh, we we it, it, we we ain't worrying about the four million, right? But what we worrying about is the bankruptcy because we bankrupt, so we need your help. And now he did he, he worth he worth a quarter billion. The man worth a quarter billion now, and now he's still going to get going to sell more snake oil. He can't stop selling the snake oil. But but go ahead. Million dollar ruling against him and his company, claiming he's broke, that the company's bankrupt, saying he needs you to buy his diet pills and his t shirts or he's going to go under. For nearly a decade, Alex Jones pushed a conspiracy theory that the 2012 Sandy Hook massacre was fake. 26 people died, 20 of them first graders. I was there hours after the massacre. I can tell you personally, it was incredibly real. I saw parents before and after they learned of the murder of their children. That $4.1 million last night was part of the damages Jones is now facing for pushing such a disgusting lie. And tonight, Alex Jones' tab got even higher. That same jury in Texas handed Jones another $45.2 million penalty. Yesterday's ruling was on compensatory damages, how much cash Jones owes to the parents of a Sandy Hook victim for the psychological torment and harassment that the conspiracy theory he pushed caused them. Today's ruling was punitive. Yeah, pause it right how there. Too, too owes those so, like, the, like, this child got protesters. Got, he can't go to you know he can't go out in public no more. The family got death threats and everything coming to him because they was a victim at a school shooting, and this dude making millions of dollars off the of lying and saying that they they uh they're crisis actors. It's crazy, man. Like that. This is it, like I said. It's you you may say the um snake oil salesman is harm harmless right he he's not he's not hurting anybody he's not he's not a drug dealer he's not a gang banger um you know dr Savy was not a uh a, a, a harmful person he was a a caring old man who just wanted to do things for people right but it's dangerous, it's deadly, and it's harmful. But, but go ahead, keep going. Those same parents as punishment for spreading that conspiracy. And Jones' tab here is cumulative. So all in all, that means about $49 million total. Now, as much as it would be nice to bookend this, to say the ruling's going to definitely teach Mr. Jones his lesson, and there's no way Jones and his companies could pay the $49 million bucks. It's more complicated than that. First of all, if there's one thing we've learned watching this trial, it is that Alex Jones lies a lot. So while his TV network InfoWars has become essentially a fundraising marathon, asking viewers to send them cryptocurrency or sign up for monthly payments or buy their fluoride-free toothpaste, 
we actually don't have a transparent picture of Jones or his business finances other than taking their word for it. We've got no way of knowing if that company is actually broke. The other complicating factor is that there is a Texas law that caps punitive judgments. So it isn't exactly clear if that big $49 million judgment will actually be the amount taken out of Jones's bank account. But that big dollar amount still does send a message. It sends a message to Alex Jones and to people like Alex Jones across the country who push dangerous conspiracy theories for profit, that they can and will be held accountable. And this is just the first of three damages cases about Sandy Hook that Alex Jones is facing. So whether or not he's actually broke now, he might be soon. Joining us now is Anna Merlin, senior staff writer at Vice, who's been following this trial incredibly closely. Anna, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Let's first talk about this, this cap. The $44.2 million in punitive damages is eye-popping especially on top of yeah. yesterday's $4.1 million in compensatory damages. But there's a Texas state law that caps punitive damages at twice what the compensatory damages were, plus $750,000. So is Alex Jones going to owe $48 million or $9 million after that cap is taken into account? How do, how do they figure that out? Right. This is the big topic of discussion today. Uh, it's very likely that this case is going to go to the Texas Supreme Court. Uh, this is what the plaintiff. Now, now, I just wanted to put something in, add some con mm -hmm. uh, some color to this. Right, keep in Ooh. mind, keep in mind, Alex Jones would be funded by the NRA. Right, this is one of the the largest lobbying uh, organizations in the U.S. Right, largest and most powerful. Right. And how they were funding directly funding him. Right. Alex Jones is that they were purchasing. The NRA was purchasing advertisement. Right. Advertisements to to actually um, to run on the InfoWars network. Right. Advertising the NRA TV. Right. So those are, 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 are dollars being transferred directly from the NRA right into Alex Jones's pocket. Right. Mm -hmm. And we're on here talking about, OK, well, can you afford it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really, really. Yeah. And I just want to say something about what that last segment the uh with the lady was just talking about. So there's a there was there's been a big push forever since the 80s, since Reagan for um for uh tort reform. And basically what tort reform does is it takes the power out of the jury on on a one in a lawsuit. So Alex Jones lost 45 million but there's a cap because texas is high on tort reform texas can knock that down because they made a cap to only nine million so the jury used to be able to reward whatever they thought the victims should get so they could have awarded them 80 million but see they don't want that in the power of the people they want it in the power of like so so in other words if you get a um malpractice against a doctor who um you know, did something and your kids suddenly can't function and you got to take care of them. Well, instead of you can sue the malpractice, you can sue the doctor and get malpractice, but it's going to be considerably less. So then who has to pay for it? The taxpayer has to pay for it. It ends up to take care of that kid for life if it's some kind of injury like that. So I just wanted to put, throw that out there that it, that because I just saw the way that she said it's going to be knocked down to nine million. That's totally tort reform. And the, and the way they got that through is remember the, um, the the old lady who spilled the hot coffee on her lap at McDonald's and she won a huge lawsuit. Yep. Um, yeah. mm -hmm. They used her 
as well look that she spilled coffee on her lap and mcdonald's has to pay all this money well they what they didn't tell you is mcdonald's knew that their coffee was scalding hot for months because there was complaint after complaint that it was way over the temperature that it should be and that's why they lost the lawsuit not just because mm. some lady accidentally spilled coffee on her lap but anyway right they showed negligence definitely yeah go ahead i think um, uh, alex jones is a um paranoid schizophrenic and a genius but i think like he really believes it you know what i'm saying and i think the more pushback he get he got the more he believed he was on the right track you know what i'm saying like but when you hear him speak like he sounds like he talks like 100 miles an hour bro like he locked in you know what i mean but yeah but when when the court case came i think he's just a compulsive liar because he he knew that he was lying you know what i'm saying like he when you when you listen to some of the things that he said in court he actually knew he was lying um or whatever but go ahead you can play some of what she's saying i just wanted to get get some of uh, some expert opinion on you know what was going on but go ahead brendan you can play it Dead this afternoon when the ruling was completed. And it's certainly, I think, also what Alex Jones and his lawyers are expecting. They've already objected to the filing of the judgment. Um, so at this point, it is anybody's guess how much Alex Jones and InfoWars and InfoWars parent company, Free Speech Systems, actually end up owing. There's another complicating factor here, too, which is that in the middle of this trial, Free Speech Systems also filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection. So there is a real financial mess going on right now as far as what will actually end up being owed. And there are two financial messes, right? There's the what does he owe as a result of these these judgments, and the other one is, as you said, his personal wealth and his companies and the bankruptcy. And the judge admonished him uh, for talking about that because uh, filing for bankruptcy is not the same as actually having bankruptcy protection. Do you have some sense of of the picture of Alex Jones's wealth and his companies and what it looks like? Well, we got a very good picture today in testimony from a forensic economist who testified before the jury went to deliberations. Um, so this was all made very complicated by the fact that um, Jones and Infowars did not provide basic financial information uh, in these lawsuits that he's facing in Texas and Connecticut, which is part of what caused him and the company to lose those cases by default. This is why these were damages trials and not actual trials to determine culpability. Um, so, you know, that was part of the issue. But um, this forensic economist testifying today said that what we think is that the company probably has a net worth of about $130 million on the low end and $270 million on the high end. There have been points in the company's history where Alex Jones is paying himself a salary of about $6 million a year. Uh, and this is without taking into account all of his income streams. So we know that InfoWars makes a lot of money from a store that sells supplements, movies, books, other products. Um, but we also know that Jones is making money off of sites like Amazon. Uh, and so it is really difficult to get a full financial picture of exactly what he has and exactly where it is, especially with uh, a pretty concerted lack of cooperation from the company. Does this get better by virtue of the fact that this is just the first of three damages cases against Alex Jones by family members of Sandy Hook victims? What, what, are, the other, uh, what are the other two cases look like, and can they 
do more or go further than than this one has in trying to get to the bottom of of Alex Jones's money and, and where it is? Yeah, that's a great question. And unfortunately, it's another sort of murky question right now. So there is another case set to begin in Texas in September. That is Lenny Posner and Veronique De La Rosa. And then um, eight other plaintiffs are supposed to uh, be, you know, beginning their trial in Connecticut also in September. But with the bankruptcy filing by Free Speech System, it's systems, it's very unclear what's going to happen in those cases, when they might happen. You know, jury selection was supposed to begin in the Connecticut case uh, recently, and it obviously did not. So I would think that if these cases do actually end up in a courtroom, that will be a big focus on the part of these attorneys is trying to create some transparency about where Alex Jones's money is and to, you know, really um, examine these claims that he's made repeatedly during the trial in the courtroom and on air on Infowars that he's broke, that he's personally insolvent, that the company is going to have to start laying people off and canceling shows. You know, he's made very specific claims that I think will be subject to examination. Well, maybe right, to the Cayman Islands. I'm sure you'll find most of it, right? <laughs> definitely, definitely, yeah. I, I just wanted to get the, the basics of that. I mean, you can play more if you want, but um, that was basically... I wanted to, you know, show, you know, how much money this guy is making. Um, all the different streams of income that he got. Um, basically, uh, where the case is and... and um, uh, how the future cases is um, um, gonna affect uh, you know how, what what precedents these these cases may or may not be able to set for uh, any other snake oil salesmen and misinformers out there. You know, accountability. I think it's gonna start holding people accountable for what the hell you sell your mouth, and and I think. We actually already had stuff in place. Like, for instance, you actually can't. You, you hold on. Uh, you know, in America, we have a, a right to free speech, right? But there's a clause to that, and the clause is you cannot uh, go into a crowded movie theater and howl out fire. That you, you're now you're infringing on other people. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. so although you have a right to freedom of speech, you don't have a right to say that. And I don't think you have a right to put out just harmful misinformation, yo. That's the saying for me as a person saying fire. You get my point? Yeah, is is exactly that's why you gotta be careful who you call thing. broke. You gotta be what? <laughs> Come on, James. <laughs> What are you talking about, James? Yeah, yeah. And, you gotta and, stay in, in the rails. Bro. All right, my fault. My fault. In the rails. And just to uh to cover our flank here, right? Staying on our, our topic of uh you know the military, <laughs> right? Here's our, our our disclaimer. So I found my slide with the disclaimer. Of course, this is us Sunday night uh at the movies with the pseudo killers, right? Everything we're doing, right, is uh, covered under. Um, under fair use, right? It's just criticism, comment, news reporting, teaching, and scholarship, right? But even though scholarship is a strong word for what we do, right? Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. And, and to, to double on what Ankh was saying, there's things called slander and libel. 
And that is, um, I was, again, the people here that followed Alex Jones, they, they were saying free speech, free speech. I said, you can't. Yeah. I said, but what about libel? And what about slander? And that's totally, basically, he was saying this lady who lost a six-year-old son and the dad, that the lady was a crisis actor. So then there were a bunch of people going outside her house because they thought she was a crisis actor. And uh, that's where she was suing. That's what she was suing about. Um, Libel, I believe, in that case. But um, amongst other things. Yeah, um, they got I'm, other kids and, and, and shit, too. You know what I'm saying? Which is crazy. And I'm you surprised know? you didn't. The, yeah. the funniest thing on that trial was when his when the defense lawyers of Alex Jones accidentally sent the link to all his phone texts that he said he didn't have. I thought that was hilarious. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah be, and that's going to be interesting in terms of the January 6th, uh, January 6th committee. Yeah. Because um, he had a lot to do with that. So I think that's going to be very, very interesting. And, and um, his, uh, his um, lawyer's, was very very incompetent and not because they gave him a chance to to say that that was privilege and they and they didn't even respond so and then right. they're they gonna go ahead and turn that in and so that he lied under oath and i think alex jones is so used to spinning and lying that he's awful in court because he tries to make it like his show and the thing is, mm-hmm. I'm agreeing with you and I, this guy's dangerous. And I used to put it, I used to just push it off as all oh, these are crazy kooks. But the fact that you have them queuing on and now you have these um, these Christian nationalists starting to push their mm-hmm. agenda, it's really getting where we have to pay attention. And that's why I'm glad like you run a show like this, where hopefully it, this, this word can get out to, to all people. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, it's 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 an American problem. It's not, um, as we can see, it's not uh, a, a white community thing. It's not a, a black community thing. You know, it's an American thing. So hey, was it, uh, we um, got to get a that, hold of that. And, um, was that the um, was that Supreme Court? No, that was a trial. A oh, um, okay lawsuit um, right. case there. Right. Yeah. He got two more. I think they're gonna end up, end up doing something. I think they, because they mentioned something about the Supreme Court there. I, I can't really remember what they said about it, but um, yeah, it, it, some of this, some of the um, this might reach that level. Definitely. I, you know, if I was a lawyer, I would call, actually call it the, 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 it's a fire in the movie clause, goddammit. Mm-hmm. So we, based off of immunology and based off of virology and based off of the disease theory, right? We clearly understand how some diseases are caused. Some, some, some are caused by, bad eating, and then some are caused by pathogens, you know, AE viruses and bacteria, right? We know this. How do we know this? Because there's a thing called modern medicine, and John Hopkins and all major uh, hospitals, Cleveland Medical Clinic, which is a, a very large one. Shout out to Chill, right? 
like like they're they're they, they, we understand these things based off of us understanding these things you should not be able to say that a vaccine doesn't do this and and it doesn't do that you shouldn't be able to say that because it's not true no more than it's a damn fire in the movies when you howl out fire. How many black people, because now this is where I'm at, how many black people lost their lives based off of these quacks in our community telling them bad information? We know that vitamin C and vegetables will not stop a pathogen. We know this. This is the same. This is equivalent to howling fire in a crowded damn movies. If I can see this, somebody else needs to see this. This is, has nothing to do with infringing on your damn rights. If a human being jumps out on 95 or 85 or 285 or 83 and a car moving at 60 miles an hour, right, you're not going to be able to run and make it across that. And if you get hit, the possibilities of you getting killed are very, very high. You can't tell a person that, yeah, if you walk across there, the car's going to disappear through you. This is equivalent to yelling fire in a crowd in movies. This is not even up for debate. This is, this is, this is not one of those things. Now... Do you have a right not to take the vaccine? I'm sure you do have that right, but that's not what I'm saying. We're talking about the wrong, blatant lies against the disease theory and, 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 and against pathogens that will cause certain disease. That's what I'm saying, bro. That's my whole point. I don't get it. I personally, right, and, and just out of respect for their families, no people that debated me live on air. I'm not even going to bring it to you. That died. I'm going to say this real slow. I personally. No people that argued me down about vaccines and died from coronavirus. I, you know, based off my humanity and, and the caring, right, for Black families, I won't mention their damn names. But they was crazy as hell and lost their life. We call it they committed Pseudoside. I'll leave it at that. Yeah, that's that's real. Um, uh, and, and I always say it. Uh, um, your your beliefs, right? Your what what your neighbor believes, what you believe, right? Um, directly affects one another because you act on your beliefs, right? And 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 if somebody's telling you that the people down at the border is coming to rape your daughter and and take your job, right? That'll have you uh, going up in the school and and shooting up people. That'll have you doing crazy shit, right? That'll have you out here uh, being racist towards Mexicans. And shit like that. Um, so, um, a mask. Yeah, he is, would uh, not be infected. See, see. Yeah, and so yeah, so not not adhering to um, everyday uh, uh, 
universal precautions. Um, my wife, she's in the medical field. And they call that universal precautions, right? Those are wearing a mask is a basic universal precaution. Basic, right? This is a basic thing that they do in the in the in the medical field, right? To to keep the levels to not to not to stop, right? To mitigate. And, and remember, guys, keep it keep keep in mind, right? This this conversation could you know it could potentially get us strikes as well. So we have to be very careful. Yeah, yeah. In terms of this, so I, I think we should just leave it there, right? Mm -hmm. For this particular conversation, because we don't want to go down that rabbit hole, right? Because uh, even explaining things like this the proper way, you can end up spreading misinformation inadvertently, right? So we'll just rely on the experts mm -hmm. there, and we'll just gonna leave that that piece alone. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea, bro. That's a good idea. So yeah, but I'm, I'm, we definitely um, wanted to highlight, you know, the harms and um, of misinformation, and you know, to to let people know that you know you're gonna be held accountable. And I just wanted to to highlight another point that I was, I, I made earlier, man. Like in this black community, you hear a lot of the um or in the conscious community rather you hear a lot of um the white man this and the white man that but you know you, it's the same rhetoric the separatists um everything that that you know the separatists uh in the white community say um they say in the conscious community right they say in the black community they, they say the same exact things that the separatists in the white community say. So it's not, it, it's it's like, a, um, I don't know, an oxymoron type shit. You know, you're saying you, you, you hate the white man or the white man is the devil, but at the same time, you're using all of the same rhetoric. It's, 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 uh, it makes no sense to me, man. It's it's crazy. It's it's laughable to me. It's laughable. And you know what's the interesting thing, and uh, you know about the whole Alex Jones situation, right? And it, it sort of correlates to what we see in our community with the rise of the pseudo sophisticates, if we can uh, use that term, right? And we see we see them teaming up, right, with. Uh, with, with people who are sort of uh, emerging as, as as media powers themselves, right? We won't go into any specific names today, right? But that's what we're, we're seeing, right, uh, across the community now, right? These these people in our community getting bigger, they're getting larger audiences, they're getting, uh, in, they're, they're teaming up with media organizations outside of social media, right? And doing these things. So I think it's very important like for instance, we're talking about Alex Jones to be able to to look at what are some so so that we know what we're seeing right when we you can notice it right okay well you know the the, the selling of the snake oil like uh like Corey what you you talk about right Alex Jones had this side business selling 
all of his supplements, right? The uh, the, the the multiple channels talk all feeding uh, misinformation, right? The different conspiracy theories, right? Uh, mixing health in with with politics and all these different things, right? So when we know that no one can be, you know, one one person can be an expert in all of these fields. Uh, or be informed in all these different areas at once. So I think you know, being being cognizant of this archetype, right? Seeing the, seeing this uh, this behavior, right? I think we should. This is good in arming our community against that. Yeah, put uh, noticing those those red flag uh, those red flag signals. You know what I'm saying? Definitely is 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 definitely important. You know what I mean? I think that's a good point. Um, and it, and it is, um, you know, um, becoming more more um, prevalent, right? Um, the misinformation because now you see these people on the Breakfast Club, you know, and the Breakfast Club is a, is is a major um, black platform. I mean, they have guests like. Kamala Harris and, and, and Barack Obama and, and and all of these people, you know Joe what I mean. Um, every every presidential candidate, Joe um, Biden, makes an appearance on on on, on there. Joe right, Biden, right. Yeah, like I said, every every presidential candidate uh, right. makes an appearance. You had even uh, Bernie Sanders and and, and uh, what was her name? Uh, I forgot the. Thing, but uh, mm. she went on there too. But um, so it's yeah, a big, and what's crazy, right. and what's crazy, Corey, you would have a, having a perfectly sane conversation about about business and you know economic uplift in the black community, and then segue into talking about you know selling gold, water, and colonial silver, right? Yeah, definitely. The, the crazy, the craziest things. Right. And that's why it's, it's very it's very dangerous. Right. And, and these people that are sort of emerging that are partnering with these what we call the, these pseudos. Right. They have to be careful with that. Right. Because what they're seeing, they're seeing dollars. Right. Uh, of course, we know, we know money being the lifeblood of an economy. They're smelling the blood. Right. That's what they want. They want those dollars. Right. So but they have to be careful. Right. Not to not to be greedy. Right. And not care. It's turn a blind eye to who they partner with. Right. Um, especially, you know, people who are using these these large platforms that are partnering with all these people. So they have to we got when we have to hold those people accountable as well when they when they do that. Yeah, definitely. Actually, actually we're not in a position to hold anybody accountable. Not with 2000 views. You're not holding anybody accountable. They're looking at you and they're fucking ignoring you. See, this one, everybody that's in the chat matters. See, you've always fucking mattered. Now y'all gonna have to get behind us to support our new effort to make shit crystal clear around here, to make the show better, something you can actually be proud of. This level ain't it no more, yo. The fucking minor leagues, yo. We won the championship in the fucking minor leagues. All right? You, you glory, goddammit, whatever. It's nothing. That's, that's, that, you know what I'm saying now? I know I personally have debated people this on the world stage, anti-vax and all that. But how far did that fly? Not far. They all ignored that victory. Oh, I did ah, right. The only way we're going to be felt if we get our viewership up. If y'all is in the chat, 
right? Help support and share the damn message. You'll be proud to share the damn message. That's the only way this is going to work. Because they mixing the finances with the crystal magic. This is what's happening. You know, pseudos, right, that we all seem to know have been elevated. Now the message is to the African, we've seen, we seen those leaps, right? We've seen people leap from here to there. And we've seen those with the proper conversation get fucking ignored. Where's the Neil deGrasse Tyson on certain shows? Where's that guy at? To talk about he's not there. People, people, see, see, that's like saying, well, if I'm a Christian, I'm going to have uh, Christians on. If I'm a pseudo, I'm going to have pseudos on. These people, these big platforms are actually pseudos. And I'm going to tell you how they pseudos and how they became that. This is a fight against Christianity, y'all. Yeah. See, you fight against Christianity and you end up in a space where there's no rules or regulations at all. Where you just make this trip as you go. You Alex Jones, a motherfucker to death. This is what they're doing to your mind. They're taking advantage of a fundamental thing that helped that the, the evolutionary process, this is a fundamental thing that happens to homo sapiens sapiens. The brain, right, it has evolved to believe, and they're co-opting that. So when you think you're getting out of Christianity, right, you're actually jumping into a deeper rabbit hole of Alex Jones and him, of Madeline Bavowski. What's that other person's name, uh, Cosmic Corey and Brenda? What's the other person's name? I talk about Madeline Bavowski. Y'all named her teacher. Who is that? Oh, we're oh, talking okay. about uh, Cornelius Agrippa, right? Mm -hmm. With some of the, the first hermetics, right? That put that, uh, you know, that, that mixed the philosophy dealing with astronomy, numerology, Kabbalah, and, uh, and natural magic, right? Those, those are some of the, the very, very early pseudos, right? That, that developed those, those uh, trains of thought. And when we, when, when we talk about those, how, how many of those disciplines that you see in the conscious community, right? You see a lot of them. Y'all think I'm lying? Y'all don't make me bring in new houses on the show. The foundation of the new age, right? Don't make, don't make me do it. Don't make me bring them on and let them rock out and read y'all shit and have y'all think, oh damn, I'm gonna do it. Lethal way. Hey, that bro. list, that list. Where did you get that list at? I liked it, that list. Oh, that's on um, that's that's on Wikipedia. Oh, that was yeah, that was Wikipedia. Okay, Charlton. I forgot. Charlton. So yeah. this is what this is. Now, either we're going to do it together, we're either going to win together, we're going to lose together. I don't like fucking losing. But, you know, arguing with the people I've been arguing with, them days is over with for me. I can't do it. I've moved up in class, right? Never got, the, never got because the community was so fucking pseudo. They booed me and threw tomatoes at me when I had real conversations. Uh, 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 with the top-notch anti-vax, they booed me. Overwhelmed, right? No, no support on that. Think about that. But I'm good with that. But I'm saying, like, like I'm always uh, 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 being around brothers and sisters that's very progressive in their thinking. Look around. Take a fuck. Everybody has a great attribute. Take a look around you. Those attributes that we're going to need to move this shit forward. This is what we're doing now. Y'all either with it or you not. You know what I'm saying? Like, it is what it is. Like, I'm saying, like, you see, why you think this is not important? I've been seeing 
because your babies are on TikTok and spreading this misinformation and hearing it. See, TikTok is another whole world. This is what's this. Your children are coming home saying this crazy stuff. Can you combat that? Are you ready for that? Or are you attributing to the delinquency of a minor <laughs> with that crazy information? <laughs> what side of the platform are you going to stand on? See, I got the air because I was in the car. I hear it. It can't trick me. But do you have the air? Do you have the heart to stand up against the threat that's efficient in our community? How do I know it's a threat? Alex Jones. He's a threat in the white community. If you think they weren't about black people on that, they was really focused on the white people that was getting haggled and acting like they didn't die and all that. That wasn't a whole thing full of black people. <clears throat> Might have been something involved. I don't want to leave none of it out, but I'm trying to let you know that there are measures that are being taken place to protect communities. Will we be protected? Because last time I checked, our, vaccine, uh, our vaccination rates were low. You got James on here right now talking about the mass is the best for that. That's, that's James. <laughs> He's a fucking air pilot. <laughs> he, he can't even determine the difference. No matter how much you tell him, James, the, 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 the source you brought us clearly says that we will evaluate uh, the vaccine, the, the mass based off of the rate of being vaccinated. We all know what that means. Meaning if you have high vaccine rates in a certain community, then masks aren't as important, right? Like, and we know how to put that together. But J James will argue down right now. Hey, James, go ahead and tell him, James. Tell him <laughs> that the mask is definitely <laughs> better. No, I ain't gonna let you do that. We don't want to strike. We don't want to strike, but you definitely would say that, James. You prove <laughs> point, James. You, you don't, you don't want to talk about that because you know, I, I, I'm, I'm talking See? about masks, and you're talking about the vaccine See? as it relates to masks. See? I ask a question: Do you think Biden would have not gotten infected again if he had a mask on? You didn't want to answer that, but the fact is, is this: what no, I showed because you was a list of the epidemiologists, the virologists. With again, we're with getting, we're getting, but again, we're getting into a a segment of this uh, okay. that we shouldn't be talking right. about, right? Because we, what we don't want to do is get the channel flagged again, right? Yeah, so let's not, about let's not, let's not have about, this conversation. I'm not talking about that anymore. I, right. But I'm with you. I'm with you on stepping up the game, though. Um, right. For instance, do you think you know dealing with niche subjects like? all through the community they're talking about this christian judaism islam and all of that but when you deal with how do you respond like like what brendan said you know we got to hold people accountable how do you hold them accountable for things like this even with this exodus story when they wipe this blood over their blood over the door this is going to relate to the, your previous program <laughs> and then they render the egyptians no no heirs are remaining. What does it mean in legal terms in their minds when God kills all of the firstborn? That means you have no heirs. That means they can do whatever they want to you Bro, and your land. Hey, I don't know. I don't know what the hell. The hell is he <laughs> are you still on the civil killer show or did you jump on? Uh -oh. <laughs> 
crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think we get a strike for beating up, beating them up about mass. That's why that's why I made that rule, Chef, and we can only have one James at a time. One James at a time. One James and one Reggie. Uh, but and Reggie <laughs> definitely can't be on the platform with neither one of them. Because no. yeah, it's too much. <laughs> <laughs> James, so, you're a I cool wanna... brother on I but I don't know what the hell you be talking about. <laughs> you lose me every time, and you sound very intelligent. So whatever right. you be saying, I know that shit deep as hell, <laughs> and I always miss it. So I'm <laughs> I'm gonna apologize because this nigga sound like James Earl Jones or somebody when he get to talking, and it's like yo, I don't know what the hell. What the hell did you just say, Jake? You said the Egyptians lost their ass and they didn't look in the mirror. What? I, oh, my Don't God. Don't do it. Don't do it, Shell. Don't How do you it. Tie that? How you tie that to Alex Jones, right? That you a bad boy if you can tie hey, that. Don't to you know? Don't ask me a question now. You now you now you creating your own situation. Uh, you don't want to situation. Go ahead, tell him, Jake. Tell you him what. You want to tag with me? You want to joust with me? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, yeah. hear me now, but listen to it later. That's what y'all have to do. I'm going to call you James Jones. <laughs> James Jones. Uh, listen, I know it's not an attitude problem. <laughs> Language is not an indicator of intelligence. I ain't worried about y'all and y'all misunderstanding right now. You'll understand what I'm talking about. But if you put it together right now, you know what I'm talking about. But if you just jump and say, I don't know what you're talking about, that means you weren't listening. You didn't listen I, to what I, I asked I, me, I, and you didn't listen to how I responded. That's all it means. I get it. I right. Now, I understood that. You basically said niggas ain't listening. Hey, Brendan, did is we, we done with this segment because we had another segment. Yeah, we need Unk to go. This is Unk. We're passing the ball to Unk. Yeah. Listen, right? I just I'm ready for the battle you, between Stefan and Unk. Go ahead. Before then. you end this segment is <laughs> that what we need, what we all need to realize is that these Alex Jones and these pseudos and these people are seeping into politicians now. And these politicians are getting elected with these crazy ideas. So it's really getting a little scary because these are becoming mainstream. The pseudo is becoming mainstream and, and, and the politicians are getting elected with these crazy ideas. And the, yeah, that's yeah. their voter base. You know, they, they, they know that they voter base are QAnon conspiracy theorists, right? So uh, they, they try to play footsie. You know, a lot of them, you know, election denying and all those. That. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yep. So, and that's a big thing. If you're an election denier, um, that's a plus in the Republican Party. If you say that the election was fair, you might as well cancel Christmas. You, you're not getting elected in, in, in the uh, Republican uh, primaries. Mm -hmm. Right. So. Or nominated, rather, in the Republican primaries. 
So yeah, that that's a good point, man. Uh, like you say, uh, the the um, old girl. Um, we talked about her early, Brendan um, Green, uh, Margie Taylor Green, uh, was harassing uh, one of the um, um, Parkland School, right? The Parkland School uh, Parkland victims. School guys. Yeah, victims. I, and I think that had been long enough ago that this kid had grown up a little bit rather and um and uh yes he was going down to visit congress for some for some reason right uh i think to support some legislation that they were trying to get passed and um uh yeah she totally harassed him with a gun on her hip talking about how he's a fake and a crisis actor and she's an elected official a uh, state representative a congresswoman right and uh, she's spewing some of the same rhetoric that um, Alex Jones was was spewing. So um, hopefully um, this set precedence to hold people like her accountable for things like that, too, for actions like that, too. You know. I'm in, I'm in the epicenter in uh, Arizona and the Democrats are running uh, known races, you know, so um, it's it ain't easy out here. But I just wanted to respond to Anki made a passionate speech about stepping up the game and i think we didn't respond to that properly that's what i was saying if chef didn't understand i was saying if we attack information that the conscious community doesn't and create a niche because some of this information is pseudo the jews their laws say that you have no you have no ears you have no rights to your land and they justify it by the passover dealing with God killing your firstborn, which is the ears in their law. Uh, anyway, you it it'll it, it may seep in your brain housing group eventually, but what I'm saying is valid. We do have to step up the game. Essentially, I'm agreeing with my man Unc. That's forward thinking is a necessary thing when you look at the step up your game. Point blank. I, well. I can agree. The the whole uh, Egyptian thing went over my head, right? I'm gonna admit that off the top, right? But definitely, um, I can agree with everything you said as far as the forward thinking, right? <laughs> I got you. So, I got you. <laughs> uh, you know what? The reason we all gonna win because we only have to get a certain percentage. There's it's a big world out there, and you know. I know me, I'm gonna speak for myself, okay? And in speaking for myself, I'm not leaving nobody out. But I can only tell you what was going through my little head uh, as I uh, uh, got out of that cult. You um, I can tell you what was in my head when the question was asked. Uh, what made me just, it was, it was instant, it was a, Will you trust your kids upon the land with Malachi York? <laughs> no. Before that, there was a conversation. You know me, I like to be, well, you know, I, 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 and, and, and the mother of my children. Will you trust? Oh, hell no. Like, but the light doesn't click for everybody like that. From that moment going forward, I understood what my mission was. And I knew I couldn't do it by myself. You know, I, you know, I I fought 
against the misinformation. And as more people came around that made sense, that I could hear, I'm a fuck with them, I'm a fuck with them. But even that wasn't enough. The whole mission at the whole time was always getting to this point right here where we at. This, this is the, this is it right here. This is the, this is the elite. When I say elite, I mean like, like have the ability to say, I ain't believing that shit. The change and is you can't fake me with the Christianity part. Ain't gonna get me. You can't get me with the African part. That ain't good. I ain't got no. That shit don't soften me up. This is what you need that because now we in that we in that phase now where 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 that shit can't soften you up. Did that nigga lie? He lied. Yeah, he lied. You got the baby to say it because if you're not able to say it, then they will exploit that part of you. Mm. People around me try to exploit me with Africa, mm. the heartstrings. Tried to take advantage of that in the whole way, trying to promote pseudoisms right under my mm. goddamn nose. Right. And thought I wasn't small enough for sure. I see you. Remember that? I see you. <laughs> I said it all the time. I see you. But I had to wait till I had enough strong people and enough strong followers to say, you know what? Go kick rocks. Because there's a bigger mission. And everybody supporting this channel know what the mission is now. Crystal clear, quality, uh, chef, right? Working on my studio setup. Brendan, he's he's taking the lead, making sure he's got that. Uh, uh, everybody, like, we locked in. Kent, got, we locked in. Sosa, yeah, we locked in for this ride. And if you're on the pseudo killers and you pseudo, you're getting kicked the fuck off. Like, we ain't even wasting time with that. All that crazy shit, we ain't doing that. We don't got time for that. Because now they in our grandmother's house with that bullshit. I read my grandmother just stay a Christian, yo. Then run around frivolously in the middle of nowhere getting her money taken by charlatans. Think about what I'm saying. For me to say that, I'd rather black people at least have a guidebook. They can pick the motherfucker up and say, yeah, in the beginning, God, great heavens and earth. Then I'm up, run to a crazy quack. With no guardrails, at least the Bible is a guardrail, and you gotta have enough gum to make up a whole new scenario within that guardrail. It's still in the guardrail. Think about that. Think about the guardrails being taken completely off, and you having no scientific literacy. What do we have? We have bona fide, dedicated pseudos. Is what you get. So let's run that question right here. Let's see where y'all at in y'all scientific literacy. Let's see where y'all at. So here's the question to the audience. I want you to put one in the chat room. One in the chat room if you understand, if you agree, right? No, one, I agree, two, you don't agree. Here's the question that got us all up in arms. Does the sun orbit the earth? One, if it does, and two, if it does not. We're going to give you all time to put them in there, right? There's consequences to your answers, right? Don't fuck it up. <laughs> I ain't trying to trick you. Just ask the daggone question. One in the chat room, if the sun orbits the earth, two, nah, nah, no, it don't. The earth 
What was the sign? Two choices. One, two. Let's see where y'all at. Let's see we're getting into some learning now. It was a great conversation for the pseudo killers. We had we had the good one. Chef did his thing, right? Vance did his thing. Corey come in with his thing. Brendan Duke. We all we all waited in. It was funny. It was a, it was a good one. It was a real good one, yo. And, now, and, and, and it was a and it was a very interesting exercise, right? In terms of when you think about science being counterintuitive, we always talk about that, right? And what do you do in light of new information, right? So what what decisions and how do you actually answer questions, right? This was a really good exercise that we went through uh, in light of new information within the pseudo killers. How did we respond? So this is a we figure that this is a, a really good exercise to bring to the audience as well. And I think this is a really good question, right? We got the votes coming in. Brian Chandler, right. you've been you've been put on the big screen. Uh-oh. <laughs> you got some answering to do. This nigga Brian type Chandler one. One. <laughs> Brian Chandler, you on the big right. screen. Let's see if he can <laughs> see if he can explain <laughs> this one, right? We got one jumped out of the window, right? <laughs> He got no holes barred. He jumped out too. Right? Yeah, no holes barred. Let me see. Here we go. Okay. Put eleven. That's but we're but we're getting the oh, answer that we. Eleven is two though. Know. Eleven is two. Oh, okay. Okay. One plus one <laughs> is two. So two he, he think so he tripped. Oh, okay. He think he slick. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, oh, he so, said mistake. He see y'all ran him off. His y'all ran him off. <laughs> right. <laughs> now nah, he made a mistake. Okay. So you well, went with two. Right, we're getting the response that you would normally think, right? You know, you you we right. sort of you know the chat is kind of consistent, right? Y'all go with Copernicus, right? So right. Copernicus overthrew. Good old, good old Copernicus, model, right? right? It's called the heliocentric model, Copernicus. Yeah, you know, because humans are are are, are Earthlings. We Earth centric. We actually, yeah, the Earth goes around something. We was like that, and they switched that, right? So let's let us see. We got we got 105 people watching. Rebel, the sound too. You got a one. Boy, you should get the link and explain that. See, don't say it if you can't explain it. Don't say one if you don't know what you're talking about. Don't you do it because then you're crazy. Exactly. Exactly. Because there's some things you're gonna have to know here, right? You're gonna have to understand the Doppler effect, which occurs with sound and light. You're gonna to have to understand uh, the red radiation, which is called the red shift, right? You're gonna to have to understand the blue shift, right? The, the red shift is actually showing the expanding of light. The blue shift is showing uh, light being contracted, right? So when something's in a uh, blue shift, it's actually moving towards you. Something's in red shift, it's moving away from you. Just like the double effect. You've heard Corey say, we've heard me say before, when a race car's come towards you, yeah. Stretch out when it goes and expands when it goes away from you. That's it. These are the things you have to understand and know this damn conversation right here. See, this is one of them pseudo killer topics right here. See, see, we, I'm bringing this up so a person cannot attack you and fuck it up with the pseudoisms because that's what they do. They attack your ignorance and science. They attack your understanding of new available information. They attack the detail. Really, the answer is the detailing uh, of a situation. That we that we know. It's in the minutia. The answer is in the minutia. Go ahead, though. Are you cooking? You cooking, mm. baby? Go ahead. So this is where we at. This is this is the shit we do, right? We ain't playing with the dogons. See, we ain't doing that. The discussion should be right here. 
See? See, we know about understanding the red shift, the double effect, right? Uh, the Hubble telescope, that 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 their whole Dogon shit is mythology. Simple. The whole Fukuyao and the plans being formed and understanding it. The, the, hey, mythology. Mythology. African people mythology and people that we know, right? Taking it and actually pseudorizing it. Making them know something that they wouldn't even have known. So where we at? Y'all ready for the answer? Hold on, James right. is a pilot. Been a pilot since the 80s. James, if Thanks, anybody James. should know this, I would think it would be somebody who's trained in aeronautics and all of that shit, right? Like, it, it seemed like well, his... You would think that. Huh? I said you would think that, but, I mean, little, uh, little Hebraic law about heredity and uh, and uh, what inheritance you guys act like you don't know what the but fuck you want me to know, but never you want mind me to know right never mind go back on me you about to fuck up the... James has a, a, a very intimate relationship with gravity based on his, right. his, his his expertise right so we we're really interested in what your take or you, would you uh be on on the one side or on the two side because if he yeah, get it this, wrong, this, if he get it wrong look right? if he get with, it wrong without, we should all without feel... a long soliloquy right what which which uh which side of the argument would you be on one How two. would you answer? Two. Two? Okay. See? That's, that's now, now this, this, yep. Is yep. Okay. this is an expert. This is an expert motherfucking pilot. Right? <laughs> he can he can take shit off and land it. <laughs> he can take shit off and put it back down. <laughs> so he understands understand all kind of shit. Gotta be. Gotta be, gotta be smartest guy on the panel if you really think about it. But he's not an astrophysicist, right? Yeah. So, so let's, that's that's that cross domain expertise violation that we talk about, right? So, um, <laughs> hey, hey, so so listen, absolutely. So, so this is absolutely uh, um, pseudo killers at the movies, right? So, Brendan. Um, do you have, I was going to ask you, do you have the, yeah, uh, I got the, the video? Clip. Yeah, I got the actual clip. So what we're going to do is... Okay, send um, it to me. I'll tee it up. Yeah, so I'm going to give... Um, this is what I'm going to do. <laughs> I'm going to send it... Hold on. I'm going to... Wait a minute. Hold on. Damn it. The, the way... That clip, though, doesn't give the, the Don't worry detailed about it. conversation that. that we had. Though. No, no. But, we're going to have that conversation. We're going to have that conversation we had, and then we're going to rely on the experts. Um, right? And and you gotta have. I need Sean I, over here, huh? Because I think this this is a failure to appeal to authority. I think this is exactly <laughs> what he was talking about. What appeal to? Go ahead. All right, I send it to you. I that's, send it to that's you. Fair. That's fair. Yeah, that's it's, fair. It's definitely from for me. Whether it's right or it's wrong, I feel like we are appealing to authority in the worst way because we haven't found this nowhere else but right here. And I looked up and down on a goddamn internet. And that, that proves my point. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to be able to go farther than Wikipedia at a certain point. I went further than Wikipedia. Huh? I went further than Wikipedia. 
Okay. So let's let 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 me give y'all an answer. Let me give you the answer and let the games begin. Right. The answer is actually right, and I'm gonna give the explanation because just giving the answer right is not fair. So the answer is the sun does rotate around the earth. Boo! You wrong. Ah, they are you wrong? You know what you're talking about. I'm saying. That's a fact. Now, why is that a fact? Well, here's the explanation. By default, the very fact that Earth actually has uh, a certain amount of gravitational pull on the sun, it causes it to do something. What does it cause it to do? Hmm. It causes it to what? Orbit around the Earth. That's the consequence of the gravitational field. Now, the sun is millions of years, I mean, millions of times bigger than the Earth, right? We know that the planets evolve around, I mean, might not evolve, but orbit around the sun. Why? Based off of the gravitational field, by consequence. So both of them have a relationship. The sun just has a larger, you can see it. Right, has a larger relationship with the like, and you can't see the rotation of it around that. You have to measure that, but it actually happens, right? They're both evolving orbiting each other. That's that's it. So Copernicus is out the door. So no one's gonna stop this man. But <laughs> <laughs> James, and, you and, stop. and again, oh, go ahead, and James. Again. That's, Don't that's say nothing, boy. Go ahead, James. Like go ahead, James. No, I'm mean, I, I question. It was no, no, no. I didn't want to cut you. Go ahead, yeah, man. Oh, go ahead, James. James. Go, flag, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Flag went up. I like that, James. You before, do before, have before we before, before we get into the experts, had, right? Let's get into what James, James said. Yeah. Is there anyone else gonna stop this man? Then let me put it down. Shell, Shell, you in the car with James? I'm in the car with James, yo. Go ahead, James. I'm with you. I did not think James was capable of a red flag uh, alarm. Go, you know, I, mean, I, did, I didn't think he had a red flag alarm, but he does. Yo, you got to go show me how to uh, fight, Corey. You got to show me correctly. Ain't nobody going to stop this man. <laughs> You're oh right. yeah, yeah, that's, that's brother Anthony. Let, like let's it. let's get brother Anthony's uh a way in, right? I, th I think hey, this Anthony. will be a good one as well. Hey Anthony, that's why you here, baby. Talk to me, baby. <laughs> Talk to me, baby. Hey, what, Where pseudos die. When pseudos come to die. <laughs> what it what it is is okay. There's a center of grav a point of, of center of gravity. You know, the sun is so huge. So that, that center of gravity is not, the point of center of gravity is not at the center of the sun, it's farther out, you know, in the sun. And that's what the sun and all the planets are actually, you know, rotating around according, you know, to the, the mass of the planet and the distance. But each planet has its own, pretty much, pretty much its own center point of gravity with the sun. But like I said, because the sun is so large, you know, that, that center of gravity is not at the center of the sun. Does that make sense? Close, no, but wrong. Like close, close, but wrong. <laughs> All right. Let me, let me we, we talk. We, we uh, talked about the whole idea right about, about the center of mass. That's right. That's but that, that doesn't explain this phenomenon. Exactly. Right? Okay. <laughs> All right. Go ahead, James. Go ahead. The moon. 
faces the earth all the time. How do you explain that? If if the sun is orbiting the earth, how does the face of the moon face the earth all the time? Let's stay on the conversation. It was complex enough, yo. Like, don't... That's, a, that's a good question. That's a good question, and I think... Um, I'm not going to dismiss that question, but I, I think we we want to stay more on the rails of the conversation. So if we want to go ahead and get into the video. Yeah, let's, yeah. let's well, get the explanation to, before we ask to, additional questions, because well, the, the, the video, right, right, but, but, but just a moment, James, the, the, the explanation begs additional questions that you're going to have, right? Mm -hmm. So so yeah, let's let's look, take a look at the video, and then we'll and then we'll uh, discuss a bit further. So let me do this. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold it, hold on, hold your question, and let's do this. Hold your question till after the video, James. There you go. Appreciate it. Patience, James. Hear this. Let me know if you guys see this and hear this. Away from you because of do you hear that? Yes, sir. Yep. Yeah. Let's start it over and go away from you because the radiation gets stretched out and red is the longer end of the spectrum and if it goes towards you blue is a shorter wavelength and right. so it gets scrunched up so called blue shifts or red shifts those are the terms that astronomers use but um uh interestingly within that concept that it also flies when kids go to school they learn the earth orbits the sun if they went to go to a reasonable school especially yeah. since the copernican revolution and uh and um but of course it's not true it's, it's not the true. Earth orbits the Sun, but the Sun also orbits the Earth. But the Sun's <laughs> orbit is much smaller than the Earth's orbit. The point is they orbit each other, and because yeah. the Sun is a lot heavier, a million times heavier than the Earth, as the Earth goes around the Sun, the Sun does respond. But this is the point, and this is why I figured it would what you were doing would be never be possible, because the yeah. Sun is a million times heavier than the Earth, and therefore, in a sense, its response to the force of gravity of the Earth pulling on it. Is is you know at least a million times moving away from you because the radiation gets stretched out and red. All right, that's it. That's the clip. That was the clip. There you have it. So you got Jeffries right there, right? And what he does, he yeah. actually he actually uh, searches for exoplanets, right? And it was like, there's no way you're gonna be able to find that. Like the guy was on his way to committing suicide within his career. He wanted to, you know, what I'm saying, felt like he wasn't valuable. Felt like. It's a syndrome when you, when you feel like you shouldn't be there. I think black people go through a lot of that too. When you get a promotion, you feel like I shouldn't have this position or something. And he was basically saying the same thing, but he said he got himself together. He went through some counseling, right? You probably say he's still crazy based off what they just said, right? But in yeah. actuality, what he did was he said, I'm going to make it, I'm gonna, I, I want to find something that's important to humanity. I want to, you know, see if there's life other places. But the first I got to do is find planets. That, that, that actually will house life. And 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 then you hear uh, our main man right there, Lawrence Cross say, well, I was thinking that was gonna be impossible because you could never see uh, that, that effect that one of those planets would have on the sun to the point where you even know that there was something there. See, and that's how we know the Dogon couldn't have did none of that shit. Cause we talking a hundred uh, uh, light years away. Right, 100 million light years away, being able to detect that type of stuff, yo. You said the best, Corey, is like a what? It's like a caterpillar walking on the leaf. You couldn't, how could you detect that that far away? Yeah, right. it's and, um, and, the 
the effect that, that ours that that Earth planet Earth has on our sun is something like uh, ten centimeters per second, and like I said, you can't even walk that slow, right? So it's impossible right. to even walk that slow. Right. And and during this exercise that we did, right, we knew, mm -hmm. right, based on gravity, our, our understanding of gravity, that the Earth did exhibit or did, did exert some type of of influence, right, from a gravitational perspective on the sun, right? We all sort of agreed to that. And we were talking about, okay, well, is it related to, you know, the uh, the, the, the planets of uh, revolving around the center, the center of gravity, and what is this? But the but the implications of of these planets, right, ex exerting gravitational influence on the sun, right, is is an orbit, is an elliptical orbit that it that that it creates, right? That the sun does orbit the planets, right? And if and if if this uh, the sun orbiting the Earth sort of blows your mind, think about simultaneously the sun orbiting all the other planets as well right mm -hmm. like jupiter right because of course jupiter also ex exerts a, a gravitational influence on the sun so if you could mm -hmm. just put that in your mind right as it as as all the planets sort of revolving around the sun right orbiting right because we all know that orbits are elliptical right so we're all talking about the same thing all orbits are elliptical that the sun is also revolving around all the planets simultaneously due to this gravitational influence right Brent, so mm -hmm. so that right that there and jupiter's alone right and i was saying jupiter's is more um uh significant <laughs> because it's is is something like uh 12 meters uh per second so per second. Uh, a meter a meter is is a lot more get off at the next stop don't get but, it but, but again james I, we, we we said it early in the show we didn't know if we were going to be the pseudo killers or the killer pseudos by the end of this right so this is what i'll answer chef just for the uh for in in the interest of entertainment um any gravitational pull uh that the sun perceives from the earth is negligible all right. Just the fact that Jupiter has a pull on it is probably going to negate that. And it cannot be perceived as a revolution around the Earth, a rotation around the Earth or any. The Earth, we know, has an elliptical revolution around the sun as it rotates. But that is not what's happening. Vice versa. The guy who has this presentation, he is a quack. And he is pseudo. Don't listen to that dude. It's two of them. It's Jeffrey yeah. and Lawrence I'm with James. Neither neither one of those guys are quacks. They but, just um, proved and, that they, they was quacks. They, no, they leading in their field. And and they and if you listen to what they said, ten centimeter if you if you listen to ten centimeters per second, right? I, I mean, for fun, like me and Brennan was playing around and I kind of came up with my own calculation, how long that would be. Right. And and it, it, it's probably wrong. But I, I through my calculations, I guessed it would take two billion years. Right. If it was uninterrupted. But we know in two billion years, a lot of things can happen. Right. And not only that, um, Earth had already been through a, a collision uh, course with uh, uh, Thea, right? Already, so so um, 
I, I would go as far as to say it's never happened, right? And it never will happen that the the sun will make a full orbit, right? Or and 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 I may go as far as to say like it's that's just technically. Uh, I think he's he's speaking technically. It's orbiting due to the fact of uh, the the gravitational pull. I don't think he was saying it does orbit. So I think we we when we, we and and we always say this when ex when an expert is talking to another expert, we need to be very very careful on on listening in on that conversation. Right? We need to be very careful of the things they say. Um, mm-hmm. in, in that conversation because he's speaking this is one expert speaking to another expert right so go ahead yeah, yeah. Miss Coyale is mine they don't they do in all conversations like overextending they damn self if you listen to the whole video he puts the whole shit in complete context and what he's saying like so we don't even got a, the experts on the experts the podcast is actually for the layman and the way they explain it, very, very simplistically, in the way they say it. So I, I, yeah. I understand what he's saying. By consequence, yeah, as they go in, as they go in, yeah, they yeah, go, go farther. I'm just saying, by consequence, <laughs> there's a there's a consequence for the planet having uh, a, a gravitational pull on it on the sun. What's the consequence? That eventually it will have to orbit the Earth. Simple for me. Okay. I'm a simple guy. Let me tell I you something. My man's, my man's in the chat. Uh, Rebel, Rebel the Sounds too. He says Kraus and Geoff are far from quacks. And that's absolutely right. These are the yeah, while, yeah, while, the right. reason why you know about an exoplanet is because of my man uh, Geoff, right? And, and that's that's his he's a leading guy in the field, right? In, in the... Um, so yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, me, you, before you run on, let me tell you something about my aunt, right? Before you do that, right? Right. Um, we we want to talk about the importance <laughs> of this particular exercise because after we went through all the information, we talked about the calculations with you. And, and all of this and all this this stuff, right? With, and what and what we did, right? The importance of it right, ends up being what do you do in light of new information, right? In terms of having a scientific mind, right, you have to be able to change your worldview in light of new information. So, so I, I gave Unc the example of um, how we do when uh, when we interview our new engineers with our, our corporation, right? What we do, right, as an exercise, we ask questions, right, and we go into a basically a tiered scale of difficulty, right? Up until the point where we know we get into so much detail, we know that you can't answer the question, right? And the question, and at that point, we want to know what do you do, right? When I ask you a question that you don't have the answer to, when you make something up, right? When you lie, right? Or will you just say, hey, I don't have that information. I have to go back and research that. Or it, it, it comes to a character conversation. And what would you mm-hmm. do? How do you have a scientific mind? Right. And I think that's sort of uh, what was a, the important part of this particular exercise. Like, what do you do in light of new information and when you don't have the answer? Right. So, and we and we ran the gambit through just about every iteration you can imagine within our back chat. Right. So I, for me, it was it was a really fun exercise. 
Yeah, definitely. It was it was cool to me too. It was cool, and it, it's um like you said, it gives you it it it's a test to see like where 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 you at, you know, um, how staunch are you in yeah. in, in, in your uh, in your beliefs? You yeah. So put it in your pseudo killer folder, <laughs> and I always got a motherfucking source because that's what I do around this motherfucker. Ain't my fault. Niggas can't Google ship their way to it. Don't hate me. Hate the game. Use your technology. Put your iPhone up there, right, with your camera, and and watch something beautiful happen. Bloop. There you go. Now, our man, uh, Anthony, talked about the cinematics, right? He was definitely on to what it was. Let me show you. So right there, y'all can put this in your pseudo killer folder. All you got to do is turn your camera on like you're going to take a picture, just like if you're at a restaurant. And hold it up to the cold, and this website going to pop up for you. Simple. That's how we're doing it now. We're going to use the technology, man. Yeah, you get you need to have that iPhone, right? I don't know if the other shit works. I know how it works on the iPhone. So it's just simply talking about the Cinemash right here. Technically, what is going on is that Earth, the sun, and all the planets are orbiting around the Cinemash, the solar system, writes Kathy Jordan. Cornell University, acts an astronomer, contributor. They say the center mass of the solar system uh, very close to the sun itself, but it's not exactly sun center, right? Goes on to say every single object in the solar system from gigantium sun to the tiniest speck exerts gravitational pull on everything else. See? They say the solar system is basically a massive game of tug of war and all the uh, uh, what's this yanking balanced out at specific points, uh, the center of mass, uh, the binary center. Everything in the solar system orbits around that point. Sometimes it almost smacks dab at the sun's center. Right now, the binary center is just outside the sun's surface, but it's constantly changing depending upon where the planets are in its path, right? You can see it right here in front of your face, how it's doing it. Mm -hmm. Because the sun holds 99.87% of all mass in the solar system, it's always going to win a tug of war, even if all planets were perfectly lined up. On one side of the sun, the center mass would just, would just be 800,000 kilometers off the surface of the sun, that sounds like a lot, but remember, our solar system is big. Such binary center would be roughly 70 times closer uh, to the sun than closer to the planet, planet to the sun and Mercury, right? And they go some, uh, look at that scale right there. Interesting, right? All right. And here's a little depiction of it right here. You can kind of see this, right? However, rather than play a billion-year game of cosmic tag, more often than not, binary stars will take an elliptical orbit. And just kind of show you how it is right there. Mm. So all things said, right, this is so as y'all can look up, right, kind of helps you get to the point, all right? What the hell and, did we just read? Huh? The hell was that? Look, look at that. Oh, you want to know the source? No, I want to know what what did we just learn from this? 
we just learned that that basically it's not that it's actually going around each other. It's going around the center mass, and so you kind of appear to look that way. Nothing is that the, the, the damn planet ain't even necessarily uh, orbiting the sun like we think it is, because it's not actually. It's the center mass aspect of it. Can you see it? All right, I'm done with this. You don't get it. Just read it. Yeah, I'm a, you got it right. Just get the source and take your time and read it. Nope. You say no. <laughs> <laughs> Read your math. Remember, the whole thing is counterintuitive. Does the Earth orbit the Sun? Uh, I mean, look, I'm gonna say, look, I'm gonna tell you what this paper say though. Uh, it say, uh, it's no. keep, keep in mind, keep in mind, no. Jesus what Christ. the phenom the phenomenon the that you see right here. Here's here's what we're getting into. This is a different Earth. phenomenon again. See, right? look, this, not this exactly. Is, this explains this explains the traditional way we when everybody that put two in the chat this explains right all the the, the bodies in our solar system sort of revolving around the sun and how that really works right that that involves the center of mass in our solar system mm -hmm. that's that's a different phenomenon than yeah. what Lawrence Krauss and those guys were talking about that's why yeah. I say you have to be that's why I say you have to be careful with the conversation because there's these are two different phenomena we're talking about. The phenomena that Lars Krauss and the other guy talked about, this was very recently discovered. This is a recent discovery. But watch this. But look, Brendan, thanks for putting proper context on it, right? But if we go back before this recent discovery, right? That shit never was even happening. <laughs> Uh, does like the it. Earth orbit the sun? No. There you go. Yo said yeah. no. Yes, see? The Earth yes. does not revolve Chef. around the sun. At Chef, least I said, it. does it orbit no. the sun? They say no. They're talking about no. Revolve orbit. That's what they're saying. No. Not exactly. They're talking about the center mass piece. I, I, I will. I will. You can throw Reach that paper away. Yeah, Where the fuck is that from? <laughs> Cornell, you. <laughs> Cornell University? <laughs> That's not from Cornell University. It is. This Let's Kathy see. Jordan. No, right? Kathy Jordan worked at the Cornell University. Where's this paper housed at? Now, look look, look at your balance. source. Where's this from? You see that big word balance in that explanation that he read? And yes. I say, you got to gain a better understanding about my art. And what man, does my stop mean? that man? Stop, hmm? man. Come what's on. the what seventh about, What's the last principle in my art? Man, I don't even know what you're talking about, man. Why oh, are you, you always mad to do this, yo? What are you hmm. saying? I can't help it's your correlation, and I can't help. I can't help. I'm trying to make you see this. That uh, what, the Earth okay, help has us out, yo. Orbit around the sun. All right, help us out, yo. What Not you saying? The other yo? way around. It was number two. I want everyone in the chat to know that if they answered two, they are correct. The two <laughs> to your question. Facts. No, 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 no. Yes, and, and the ones that answered number one are correct. No, both, they're not they're as, both correct. No, not as correct as two. Nah, no, no, no. Again, both answers are correct. <laughs> Anyway, let me put this up. Y'all need to read this. <laughs> you, you, by consequence, bro, it, it would have to. Both things would have to work that way. For the, that, even, for the for the for the plan to even go around the sun, the sun would have to go around the planet. 
because of the gravitational pull. Let me get it back would to have that. to. You Let couldn't do one without the other. That's the whole point. That's why I brought that paper up for y'all. That's why I'm bringing up my aunt and balance. Oh, that's why you said that. And, uh, and, well, why and, you ain't just say that, man? So you basically saying I, I did say it. So you were saying, wait, listen, you I'm gonna help to you out. A, yo. uh, the last principle. What is the last principle? I'm gonna help. Hold on. Um, so you basically saying that the statement I made was right? And that's not what I'm saying. I'm asking if you know the principles of my art. I'm specifying the final one with deals with cyclical motion. I'm I'm seeing if you know this. I mean, I think you do. You know the principles. I didn't know it was a last principle, bro. Reciprocity, balance. What? What you saying? Well, you talking about the law, the laws of my my yeah, art or the principles of my art? Laws, not the principles. Okay, okay. So you're talking about something different. Explain it to us, because I yeah, think what you're you saying, man. I hope you go ahead and explain it. His name is Unk, and y'all want me to explain my art? Uh, you no, know, you said the principles of my art. Well, okay. Well, if you're not, if, do you want to explain it or no, not? No, because he's, because he's if you bring it up, we're going to ask you to, right, to explain you know, it. Right. In a <laughs> right. Please do. That's what I'd like. Because explain it. Explain the principles as opposed to the the, the, the laws of my art. My, that shit not even making sense right now. <laughs> no, it will. It will, time, Chef. Man. I know it. it but we don't got time. time for riddles right now. Yeah, we in the middle of a day going trying to. Yeah, yeah. Let it correlate. Hey. Let it flow. Just open your mind for a second and don't be silly. Point, man. All right, you, you, you'll, you'll get two minutes. Let's let Brother Anthony do it, yeah, and then yeah, we'll, we'll give you two minutes. We we'll, 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 put, we'll, put, we'll put a clock on on it, right? Because we don't want to go down a rabbit hole. Just right, go, brother, brother, brother Anthony, you go. All right, I've been sitting here thinking about this, and <laughs> I'm I'm big on working models. That's you know that, and that's what science provides for me. If, if I can get a working model out of it, yeah. Okay, so what I'm thinking is you take two kids and and they're holding hands, you know, swinging around each other. If they're the same weight, they'll probably be, you know, you, you, you really won't notice that there, there's any orbit of, of each one because that, that center of mass is going to be in, the in between the both of them pretty much equal. But if you take a bigger kid versus a smaller kid, that revolution that the bigger kid makes is going to be smaller than what the, the, the smaller kid is as they're going around each other, simply because the bigger kid, you know, it, it, he's bigger. The smaller kid, it's he's going to, you know, the center of gravity is going to move. Am, am I making sense so far? Yeah, I'm following you because because Lawrence Krauss and the uh, the other gentleman they 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 described it as a a a, a tiny uh, orbit, right? Or, or or a very miniature orbit, right? All right, of of, of two centimeters per second, or ten, or how was it? Two or ten? I think it was ten centimeters per second. But go ahead. Yeah. So as the the bigger kid is swinging around. Swinging the, the smaller kid around, the the as they're turning, their their radius is going to be very small, probably not even going to move that much to even notice it. But if you take two kids of equal weight, that radial orbit is going to be wider because the center 
mass of mass is is pretty much balanced. So you're gonna have a a wider orbit for the two, and the you'll be able to notice more movement from the two. So that's kind of where I'm at on that, and and I can see that with the planets. You know, each the the wider the um the, I mean the, the the farther out the planet is, the bigger its orbit. So therefore, the and, and we know the most massive planets are farther away. That's why they have the, like Corey was saying, the Earth was what, like 10 centimeters, and whereas Jupiter was 12 meters or something like that. You know, it's right. a bigger mm -hmm. orbit between the two. Right. And, and and the whole thing about it, right, This this whole, the, the, the purpose of this exercise isn't to come up with the final answers, right? It's to introduce new information, new ways of thinking about the universe, right? That in and, in and of itself is valuable, right? Because this sort of goes against what how we were traditionally taught about, you know, our solar systems with, you know, the planets sort of revolving around the sun and we've got, you know, all these different things, right? So this is, you know, we're not, the, the point isn't to put people on the spot, to come up with a mathematical calculation. Are you right or are you wrong? Right. It's about saying, OK, well, what do you do in light of this new these new discoveries? Right. So I I, I think this is that this is uh, for me, it's, it's very interesting. Right? Oh, yeah, I find that very yeah. interesting. And, yeah. I, and I like I like stuff like that. So uh, Google just, Scholar, just Google Scholar think. just joined the uh, the panel. I, I I'm, I'm quite sure the brother might have something to add to the conversation. I don't know if you you want to come off mute, Google. Yeah, sorry, I'm sorry, I was speaking on mute. Uh, peace, um, how you peace, bro. Right, right, peace, peace. Hope you yeah. enjoyed the weekend. I'm I'm doing all right. I thought the conversation was uh, interesting, so you know I was listening, and um, there was a point I wanted to get in, but I I feel you guys have covered it with the article at Encred and 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 so forth. Um, I, I did you did you catch some of the early uh, conversations that we have on had on the geopolitical side, or on yeah, the I mean, uh, on the? I'm sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, oh, okay, okay, cool. All evening since he, since you guys started oh, over awesome. on the other channel. Yeah, so I, I've been here, but you know when 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 you guys touch this subject, it kind of get me a little bit excited. So you know that's that's why I jumped on. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, so so where where did you land in terms of the uh, the one of the two, right? Uh, no answers no, to the question. Mm -hmm. From the beginning, when you guys put the poll up, I, I typed in the chat that they both orbit each other because I understood that part. But, okay. but what I would say is that if, if if we're trying to get the information across, that's good. But I, I think not everybody is going to, like, you know, is going to readily take in the information. As, I, as I'm as i hearing some pushback from Sheffern, I'm not even sure if he's serious, but um, it seems <laughs> like he's having... No, I can I can understand why some people would have some pushback. Is what I'm saying in terms of the information, but it's just a fact. But it's just that the information is a little technical, and and unless you're deep into it, it might be a little bit challenging to understand. Highly what technical. Yeah, exactly. 
right? E even when, when we talked about how do you do a calculation for that, there was a lot of assumptions that we were making, right? We were making the assumption that the the, the orbit that we're talking about was similar to the the, the orbit that uh, that Earth has around the sun. So we were making so we were making the same assumption that that the sun's orbit would be similar to uh, the Earth's orbit, right? But the sun would be orbiting or its movement would be slower, right? So we did calculations based on the 93 million miles orbit, right? But we don't know if that's even correct, right? So so all of this is just a thought exercise that we were sort of having yeah. just internally, yeah, because, exactly. Because the sun is moving faster than the Earth is. Right. Right. You dig what I'm so saying? So like we, we, Mars is pretty accurate, man. That's not pseudo. No, and no, we're not. We're not saying yeah. Uh, uh, it's not pseudo, but it's 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 a bit um, it's a bit complicated, and and you know, for for somebody who who doesn't have an interest in in the subject area, it it might present a challenge to to keep up with what y'all are saying, but it definitely isn't pseudo. Right. I just wanted to say when Ankh responded with reciprocity as one of the principles, that explains this way more than those two dudes. Reciprocity. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you that one time. So, so you are talking about the forty-two laws now. Yeah, that's why it's not it's it's the principles. Okay. Ankh going with everybody. Do they want to? A law, a law and a principle, same thing, right? I guess we'll we'll concede that. Okay. And I yeah. also wanted to to point out something where um, Anthony was explaining about the two kids that were swinging around each other. We actually have an example of something similar in our solar system. If we look at the planet um or the former planet Pluto, it has a moon um called Charon that is um quite large compared to the planet itself. And so they orbit each other, but the, the, the differences with, with them, because of the size of the moon to the planet, the center of mass is outside of, is outside of the planet. So when they orbit, you see a more, a more um, pronounced orbit. You, you can see both of them moving in a certain way. Whereas with the sun and the, and the earth and with the sun and the other planets, because of, of the mass of the sun, the center of mass is still inside the, the inside the, the, the diameter of the sun. So so you wouldn't see that, that movement so pronounced. You it would be you would be hard to be able to see it if you were looking from outside the solar system. Yeah, it would be like the earth. They say the earth is spinning. Um, at around a thousand miles per hour or second, or which one is it? Uh, uh, it's um, yeah, um, I think it's a um, a thousand miles per hour at, yeah, the, at the equator, but that is um, the rotation that is not the 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 the, the orbit because right, the, that's, that's you have that, to understand, right? So, is that's how fast it's moving now? They say the that the damn. Sun is spinning at over four hundred thousand miles per hour. So mm -hmm. now you're talking about scale, right? Mm -hmm. So if you ever been to a carnival, right, 
and you got on that uh that little thing that spin around, right? That is mm-hmm. that gravity thing. Once you get on mm-hmm. it, the music start playing, and yo, when that bitch starts spinning, you can't move. Yo, you be stuck to the back of that mother. No matter how you not strapped in, you dig what I'm yo, saying? Oh, the floor leaves. Yo, yeah, and that motherfucker just starts spinning, and your body just, you dig what I'm saying? And and that shit ain't moving nowhere near the speed of the earth, right? And right. we can't even feel the earth spinning. And that motherfucker going over a thousand miles per hour. But then they say the sun is moving over 400,000 miles per hour. Mm. Like, yo, and and we look at, you can't see that motherfucker. These motherfuckers are huge and they're moving. So I know that the gravity that's involved in these motherfuckers is, yeah, is happening, right? But it's happening so seamlessly that we can't even detect it, right? So it take these instruments and calculations, right, to be able to calculate, damn, that the Earth does have an effect on a, um, a gravitational effect on the sun. But even that is so, is so minuscule, right, that it, it, it took up into a couple years ago for them to figure this out. And this is my last point because we was talking about this earlier. Up into the 1920s, <clears throat> what I was saying earlier, basically, mm-hmm. what our kids and grandkids are going to know about the universe is going to far uh, supersede what we know now, right? Mm-hmm. In the 1920s, Hubble and them was arguing over whether the Milky Way was the whole universe. Mm-hmm. See, Hubble and them, they was having, at the Smithsonian, right, they were having uh, debates on other galaxies. They didn't even know what other galaxies was. They seen Andromeda and thought it was a a nebula cloud, right? Mm -hmm. Within the Milky Way. They didn't even, they, they couldn't even imagine that it was outside the Milky Way, and it was a galaxy that was bigger than the Milky Way. They thought that the whole Milky Way was the universe. And then when they figured out that the uh, that that smudge or that what they thought was a nebula, right, a nebulous gas ball, right, red mm-hmm. gas ball, was a was a galaxy. They didn't even call it a galaxy at first. They called it another universe. Damn. They thought mm-hmm. that other galaxies was other universes. So universes, yeah. Right. So think about that. Out now that we have telescopes up there that can see close to the to the uh, origin of the or the time of the origin of the you know what I mean within a couple hundred thousand years of the Big Bang, right? Now, in 50 years, they're going to be able to see or and calculate past that. It sounds crazy now. Trust me. It does. You dig what I'm saying? But they're already calculating what could be beyond. You dig what I'm saying? Just like Hubble and them had to calculate and foresee what was beyond 
the uh the uh the Milky Way because the Milky Way was the universe to them, and that's in the 1920s. So imagine in 50 years, they're gonna be like, man, them niggas back in 2020 thought the Big Bang was the motherfucking origin of the universe. They <laughs> thought that. You know what I mean? Like that that was their universe. Their universe was the Big Bang, just like our universe was the Milky Way in the 1920s. That was the universe to the to the smartest people in the world. You feel me? That was right. the universe. And, and, and it goes and it goes to the and it, and it goes to the, uh, the the theory of the observable universe, right? Yeah, what we can yeah. see today, right? And and I'll ask uh, Google Scholar and Anthony as well, right? Currently, I you know in terms of science of what we can is sort of a limited going in yeah. and out. You're going in and out, Brenda. You're going in and out. Oh, I'm, oh, hold on. Okay. So you in that black hole came and got you. Yeah. Uh oh, they, they grabbed me. Now you good in. now. You good now. Am I I'm a good now? Okay. So in terms of the uh we talk about the the limits of the observable universe, right? And that's what Hubble and those guys they were faced with, right? They they were limited by what they could see out of their telescopes. And today we're sort of faced with that same dilemma, right? We have a, a limit of the observable universe, how far back we can see, because you know, ultimately, no matter how powerful a telescope is, right, we can't see back far beyond. Right. The uh, the creation of stars. Right. When the mm. stars lit up. Right. Because we don't have light. Right. Yeah. How, do, how do you detect things inside of the universe before there were stars came into, into creation? Right. Yeah. Even, even beyond that. Right. Uh, when you go into phases of the, the early universe, when photons couldn't even freely move through the universe. This is when, you know, time when, when you talk about uh, that there was a, an opaque cloud through the universe, right? Mm -hmm. When everything was sort of ionized and then will we ever be able particles. to or detect, right? You know, the the the, the stat the state the state of the early universe during those times. So we're even today, right? We're we're sort of con confined to that early like the observable universe uh, uh problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, no, definitely. Um, and you never know how far technology is going to reach in the future. But um, right now, as we sit, it's hard to see them getting past the point where we where you're able to see where there's no light. So I think that would be the, the limit. But you never know. And I also want to say, man, chef, you a bad man. I just heard you went into that. And that was beautiful. Yeah. Appreciate it. <laughs> Yeah, but it is I think they'll get past the light, right? Um the yeah. fact that they're able to detect um uh uh the the if if we can look at the technology now and how fast it's moving and how just off of light they can detect chemicals, right? And, and compositions that's on other planets, right? They can pick up what's in um these gas clouds, right? The different um so so yeah, they'll 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 be able to get past the light thing. Like I, I believe in technology that these motherfuckers be brilliant, man. Like that, it's crazy. You know what? This brings us to another portion of the conversation. So 
you know, we had a whole conversation. Me, Anthony, uh, serial killers, we actually did a presentation when we was beating up the old doggone thing, and we had people scoff at the shit. I said, yeah, Brunson. You know, Brunson. We all use it in school. The Brunson oh, the burns. Brunson burns. Mm. Yeah, we talk about the elements that he discovered. Like, how the fuck do, they, do you discover an element? And then we learned from that conversation, the instrumentation, and we learned about uh, the colors, how uh, elements give off uh, certain color signatures, right? And so, yeah, we, you know, if you're listening to the show, you know, you tapped in. So in the Hubble, I mean, my father, James Webb, came through and said, yeah, you know, at this point, uh, this atmosphere is this, 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 and this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you, we, we just gave you Griffin. And I hope I'm saying his name right. He the guy that was actually searching for the exoplanets and was using the, you know, the blue shift and the red shift, the whole double effect. He was using that and he tweaked it, right, to get it right, to actually, you know, realize that it was gravitational pulls on the sun from 100 million light years away. See how we've been doing this? We've been easy, you slow to it. Pay attention. Play close attention. So I surmise in the future, maybe the very near future, they're going to develop something that will be able to, won't even need the light. It'll be able to see past the light and see some other things. Mm-hmm. I can use they already there. Right. Oh, go ahead, Anthony, tap in. Tap in, Anthony. They, they already there. They, it's, it, look, look into an instrument. It's in Louisiana. It's called the, the Laser Inferometer Gravity Wave Detector. I think that's what it is, something like wow. that. But they can actually detect gravity waves, you know, that's produced by massive objects that, you know, send ripples in space-time. Mm. And they're getting to the point, this this been operational since about 2015, and they're getting to the point now to where they're, they want to put one in space. So, you know, it, it just like ground-based visual telescopes, it don't have to deal with the Earth's atmosphere. Man. So that's that's what they are now, but they're gonna be they, able to they, see they without have, seeing. Huh? They're gonna be able to see without seeing. Dang. Yeah. See <laughs> what and, and and they know the technology is good because they've detected um black hole mergers with neutron stars. They've detected neutron stars, and what they're finding out is that light is riding a gravity wave. So you have something that's comparable to the speed of light, which is the, a, a gravity wave, because they, they, they get the signal through the gravity waves and it tells them where to point their telescope. And by the time they get to that telescope, they see a supernova. You know what I'm saying? So they're, they're moving beyond the light spectrum. And they're they're detecting gravity waves now. Yeah, no, no, uh, definitely. I definitely. Uh, go, ahead. go ahead. No, go ahead. I oh, to Chevron's point, what what you was talking about, Hubble. You know, and and the discoveries he made, for you know, dealing with the red shift and the blue shift, and the expansion of the the universe. You know that dude don't even have a Nobel Peace Prize, man. He yeah, don't have a it, Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah, that's it, crazy. It, it will. It, it, it was. It's expected that he would have won the Nobel if he he didn't die, right? And when he did, but again, 
you know, they could have done it posthumously, you know, after he died, but he still doesn't have it, right? Exactly. You talking about Hubble? Yeah, yeah. Hubble. Hey, Hubble. Hubble did a lot of shit, man. The Hubble, the Hubble constant. Hubble, man. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's not because of him. It's because the the if I'm not mistaken, if I get the story right, the guy who actually was the front runner and pushing for the Nobel Peace Prize, he personally didn't look at astronomy as real science. And and that's the reason why, you know, Hubble, that, at least that's the reason I've heard that, that that's why he don't have it. But that's that's crazy to me. But even like Brandon said, in death, they still hadn't given him one. He still don't have it. Mm. Yeah, that's crazy to me because um, need to call somebody. Is, yeah, <laughs> is is detection of of the uh, and is um understanding of the redshift of the galaxies was the reason why we like Sheffron said why we know that there are other galaxies out there and not just you know points of of, of light or nebulas. So that was definitely one of the most important discoveries. In the right. field of astronomy, so you know. and, and not and not only that, right? This I, you know, Edwin Hubble, he was able to 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 actually come up with the idea of the expansion of the universe as well, mm-hmm. right? You know, through yeah. further calculations, right? So understanding the redshift and seeing these these smudges, as Chef sort of uh, explained, you know, right? In his in his beautiful explanation, these smudges were 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 other galaxies. Right. But the red shifting and what he saw when they did the calculations with him and his assistant. Right. They understood that, you know, that red shifting and the blue shifting is, you know, due to, you know, things are accelerating away from us. Mm-hmm. Right. So that was, a, you know, that was a subsequent sort of, um, you know, a byproduct, as we say. Right. Science has byproducts. Right. Yeah, even the blue shifting, like they figured out that Andromeda was moving. Towards us, towards us, you know right. what I mean. Right. <laughs> and so it's, it's crazy, like you know what the universe is doing. Um, it's, it's an exciting time to live in. I'll I'll say that. Um, but I guarantee you that the 1920s was even more exciting than you know where where we stand at. So I, I think every generation has this excitement when um when when science is uh leading the way right and, and discovering you know the world around us and just, uh, if, even if you just think about it if you go back to historical times when we talk about right um with um you know the 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 greeks and them right you know coming mm-hmm. up with the um the heliocentric model and stuff mm-hmm. right um just w- w- with their early observations right to even ponder what a planet was had to be out of this world, right? Mm-hmm. To, to to be able to 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 be landlocked, right, with no instruments that can see, you know, um, uh, you know, and cross the vast distances of space to be able to see these objects, to be able to just do calculations, right, and then theorize what those bodies could be to actually theorize that they were bodies, right? Because there's a twinkle star to them. So they did calculations in and, and could theorize that, yo, that's a body, 
right? And, and then to say that, yo, what we're on, what we're living on is a body also, right? Th- that's amazing. Like, I, I don't know if anybody else could see that, right? But th- that shit is just amazing that, um, you know, from very early on, human beings was able to look out into the uh, universe and figure things out relative, you know what I mean, of, you know, where we was at and how this thing is operating. And we, and, and we, 2000, and in 2022, we're continuing that, right? We, we just yeah. have a, we have a more clear picture, right? I want to, I want to They, they back was fumbling around because, in the dark. Go ahead. No, I said, I want to back you up on that because I think in some ways, those back in those days they were doing more brilliant work because if you think about it right right now you can go out and look at the night sky and look at the the planets that are are, are that we can see with the naked eye right mm-hmm. and if you look at them you have to be very very um knowledgeable in 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 in, in heavenly bodies to actually look at those and determine that you know, these are planets and they move different from each other. You have to be very attentive because even sometimes when I look, it's hard to, to, to differentiate um, between what are planets and what are stars, right? So it's, 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 it's to me more amazing in some ways that they were able to figure a lot of these things out before mm-hmm. the invention of the telescope, if you think about it. Yeah, it's amazing. Um... Yeah, like the, like the, the weight the weight of the earth right they were able to calculate the weight of the earth back then and the, the weight of the sun and things like it. it's 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 amazing mm-hmm. so let me tell you what's amazing let me let, let me take five steps back in the conversation and we was talking about how we can't even feel you know the earth moving the pseudos will say that's because the earth is flat it's not moving it's not moving yeah, reality is human beings are earthlings, right? And we have evolved to account for all that. There are certain diseases that people have, and the equilibrium is off all the time. I forget exactly what it's called, but they actually have no equilibrium. Villa, That's why it's um, called equilibrium. Vertigo. Right? The way you walk, Ver- vertigo. Right? Vertigo. The way you walk, everything you do is based off of dealing with the earth. And the earth. remember, uh, when I did the the, the 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 demonstration, when I was having a conversation with a star about the Dogon, I talked about how we were actually formulated within Earth's atmosphere on Earth. Like everything about us is Earth, right? And, you know, Earth is located in space, but everything about us is within Earth's atmosphere. Uh, the ozone layer and all that, you, you, you're melanin. Right to protect you against the harmful UVA rays that break through, right? So your melanin, you know, protects you from that. Now we didn't made a whole lot of other shit, but the truth is, it, it you know it actually protects you from the rays. We're surrounded by radiation, UVA rays, UVB rays. We're surrounded by that, and your melanin actually protects you from that. Why? Because we're Earthlings. Our balance, all that is based off of the earth and its movement. The whole nine y'all, the whole shit is incredible. So to make up some shit about it makes no sense. Right? And and if we can get people to just, yeah, we want we want imaginations. We human beings are imaginative, right? But there are things we can know 
and the things we should know. And, 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 and we should take advantage of that because now our very survival depends on all that back to Alice Jones. The more you pay attention to scientific literacy, the more you can combat conspiracy theories. That doesn't mean that all the conspiracies are wrong. See, it doesn't mean that, all right? What it's telling you is that you need to be able to make these determinations so that you're not running out there playing the whole Sandy Hook game. This is not running around <laughs> the middle of a pandemic thinking that, okay, a mask is good, but wait a minute, the mask come from the same people that give you the mandates on vaccines. So you pick and choose information based off your lack of understanding. Chef said all the time, sometimes you just can't close the educational gap. We need a goddamn expert around here. People think that shit funny, but that's our community was not raised to listen to experts we were raised to fight against the experts because the experts were right. And we made ourselves to be the experts. That's why you always hear me say, I'm not an expert. I've been saying it from day one. I'm not this, I'm not a scholar. I'm not an expert of none of those damn things. I'm not a doctor. Please don't call me that. And I'm sure as hell not your damn bother. Not a goddamn bother. I'm just a guy that's concerned about these generations being raised under the guise of misinformation and pseudoisms. Simple as that. I'm not, I have none of these things, right? Wrote a little book to me in my mind as a pamphlet, but you can call it what you want to call it, right? 25 pages, right? Straight to the point, boom. I'm writing another two books, okay? And I'm just giving you what I know on said subject matters. Not saying it's an expert trees on the thing. Nope, I'm a regular guy, right? Writing it for simple people just to understand the world they're in. That's what I'm doing. And I'm going to always push you to the experts because I feel like that's important. Uh, the Alex Jones thing, all that is dangerous, bro. Going through a pandemic, scoffing your nose uh, at, at, at viruses and bacteria, monkey power, all that with some vitamins and some damn vegetables, it's slap crazy. It's pseudocide. Sell so I just want us to get used to listening to information, no matter who it comes from. Your very life may depend on it. Mm. That's a fact. I know. I know. Um, it's, it's certain things about our channel and the way we run our show. Um, I think we we are doing a good job with merging um, the. Uh, you know, the things that y'all ushered in in the beginning with bringing sources, right? Um, you know, y'all had to beat that drum about people bringing sources, you know, like the phrase that you used earlier to start putting up guardrails, right? That, that was a, a way for, nigga, you can say anything, right? Go get me a source on that because... I'm, I'm not taking you as the expert, right? I can't, I, can't, I can't rely on you, right, to be the expert. I never heard that before. You know what I mean? Go get a source on that. So that was brilliant in what, you, uh, what the Armin Raw Squad gave um, to the community because for so long we've been listening to the Farrakhan's, you know what I mean, the... Um, What's the bald head guy name uh, that used to be with Farrakhan? The um the one that you said went to jail for um tax fraud or some shit. The, uh, Khalid. 
Kali. <laughs> you know, Kali. I said live, yo. Kali, get you riled up, man. He'll he make you go bust somebody head. You listen to him. You know, he was a, a hell of a motivational speaker, right? You know, he, he could hit all, but, you know, um, and he knew dates. He knew this, that, and the third, right? Very smart. No sources. You dig what I'm saying? He could just get up there and talk. So those next generations of, um, and even Dr. Ben and them, right? We watch their lectures or whatever, and they just up there talking, boom, 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 boom. No sources. You dig what I'm saying? So Bobby Hemming and them thought that they could do the same thing, right? With the graded information. So when Unc and them came along, Unc and them said, man, enough with that. Go get me a source on that, right? If not, we're going to end up in the same situation. You dig what I'm saying? That we've been in. We're basically at your mercy, right? When you talk to Polite, you're at his mercy, Right? You're not going <laughs> to out-talk him. Right? You're not going to out-talk polite. Right? He's going to hit you with all of the big words. He's going to he's gonna appear the smartest person in the room. Don't matter that he's talking complete nonsense. Right? James can get up here. James sound good. James can get up here and James <laughs> can say some shit and he could be completely wrong. But he's going to sound good as a motherfucker. He going to tell you don't wear your mask. You know what I mean? He, what? The whole thing. He, <laughs> I advocate man. That's me. I'm just the one who's saying don't wear masks. Get the vaccine only. No, but what and I'm saying. Uh, 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 no, I ain't mean to do that. I ain't mean to do that. But what I'm saying is that 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 was the great thing about um what y'all brought to the table. But we also had a conversation. We look at how the big boys do it, right? How they debate. They don't bring no sources, right? When when you watch Dawkins and them up there debating, they don't got no sources. You know what I mean? It's shit that is up here. It's up to you to go check what they saying. So it's your fault that y'all never check polite. It's your fault y'all never checked Bobby Hemming and them. Look, you got these motherfucking computers right in your fucking hands. It's y'all, y'all let them niggas run them up, right? So don't get up here and ask us for sources every five minutes because y'all let Polite and them run a fucking muck. Now y'all want to then turn the shit on us. You know what I mean? Go get it. Nah. Go ask them niggas for sources. Did you ask Polite for a source when he ran off with y'all $50,000? That's the nigga who you should have been asking for. So when Umar Johnson ran off with a million and a half of y'all dollars, y'all should have been asking that nigga for a source. You know what? Go ahead, Brendan. <laughs> hey, yo. Oh, wait, wait, Brendan. Hold on, Brendan. <laughs> I reject. But, but before, before I, I, you go and then I, because in the spirit of having a diverse sort of a, a conversation yeah. tonight, I have one, one last topic, but go ahead. I reject 10% of what he said. What I, because I got quoting sources from John Henry Clark and them. Yeah, uh, a book, uh, Black Athena, page 34, all right, chapter such and such. When you hear me quote a book and give you the page number, 
That's John R. Clark. When you hear me talk about a source or something of that nature, that's Dr. Ben. He'll say, okay, you can find it in this book, such and such, such, such. That's how we knew that he was wrong about the mountain and the, the mountain and the moons where the God Hopi dwells. Because he said it like this. He said, the Egyptians tell you where they come from. They said they come from the beginning of the Nile where the God Hopi dwells. It's in the papyrus of Punessa in the a uh, 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 library in upstate New York. See, I remember this. That was his source. Now, once we checked that, that was he lie. was wrong, but at least he gave us a place to go to. That was his lie. See, see the difference? That's how I got it. Right now, for me, because, you know, I fumble through a word sometimes, right? If I don't read the material first, you know what I mean? I'll be talking too fast, right? Um, you know, uh, people like Jabari, he knows how to articulate the language perfectly. And let's be clear, people, real soft-spoken, I couldn't compete with that. Um, Ali Muhammad used all the mm. words, bing, polite with the flair. The New York, everybody had the New York, what they call the New York magic, the Brooklyn magic, the Harlem shuffle. Ch -ch -ch -ch. I was just a Baltimore dude. You know, sometimes I'm like, ah, man, you know what I'm saying? And all of that. And I realized very quickly, saw a raw suit and said it with all that. You know what I mean? Yeah, black at your ass. I didn't have none of that. All I had was me. So I say, yo, what I'm going to do is I sit and I look for him and I say, I need to level the goddamn playing field. What is it that these niggas is not doing? Hmm. These niggas ain't backing up what they saying. So I start hitting niggas with the with the basic package. What book? Boom. What source? Boom. What page is that? What scientific journal is that? What? I, yeah. Because I had to. Like I, I had to have all that. Because I got a saw in them, they got all this. I, I needed to be able to say, I need to be in my little space with everybody and say, nigga, where you get that from? <laughs> That's why I did it. Because I wasn't, them niggas was sounding real sharp, real, you know what I'm saying? They wasn't on the corner hustle. Like I'm used to being, I, you know, I come, see where I come from. I'm going to hit y'all where I come from. Watch this shit. Yeah, I come from being on Rogers Avenue. Right, first time I ever sold anything was on Park Heights and Rogers. Right, I never forget watching the police drive by me saying, "This police know I got this weed on me," frightened to death, saying, "I'm standing here with 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 about twenty bags of weed in my dip, saying, I know this police know I got this weed on me. What the fuck I'm gonna do? Just panicking. First time on the corner ever. The dude that gave it to me was my little man Chris." Right? He's standing there beside me, right? He showed me how to hustle. He'd be like, nigga, they, they don't know you got the weed on you. I said, it sure as fuck seemed like it. See, you gotta you gotta be from there to know that feeling of the first time having some drugs on you standing outside. Yo, you really think motherfuckers know you got the shit on. You really do. And as he told me how to move with that shit. See, that's, that's the environment I come from. Then I come from that, you know, having bags on me to having other people on the corner with the bags. I learned very quick, 
that I can't stand on this motherfucker for too many goddamn weeks. I need to save all my money and get some more that way I can divvy that. I learned that quick. Like, I, ooh, but I'm, I'm trying to make a point here that that's all I really had. Not to mention we was always niggas having real intelligent conversations in my group about a lot of things. And we was always saying, nigga, how you know that? You just couldn't listen to niggas in Baltimore. So when I came to this community, that's all I had was, yo, I say these niggas is way smarter than me. Why they sound right? I don't know. I'm just coming out the call. Okay, we got something. It's called, nigga, show me where you got that from. Source up. Like John say, source up, but shut up. So that's where we at right now. It's, a, it's, it's, it's how I play the game. I can't speak for everybody else. I got people that ran off now. Everybody's experts. I guess they don't need sources. I don't know. But for me and my conversation to y'all, right, I I wanted to level the playing field. And I, too, want you to level the playing field so that I can't get you, right? I should be able to show you where I got that from to make sure. Watch this. This the good part. Once you got people showing you sources, that's where they fucking die at. You know how we say it, Brendan? Go ahead, Brendan. A pseudo always dies at the source. That's James. James died at the source with that old mad shit. Killed him. <laughs> Killed him. Right, right. Go ahead, Brendan. But, but one of the things that I wanted to bring the, uh, speaking of James, I wanted to bring him back into this uh, particular conversation because he mentioned earlier, I think he was a bit uncomfortable when we talked about the, uh, the geopolitical situation between China, the U.S., and Taiwan, right? Um, what I want to do, I'll pull up a, I'm going to share something right here. Bear with me for a second. All right, so let's do this. All right, let me know if you guys can see this here. That's All right. And, and these are the, uh, this is some, you know, some somewhat new, you know, new in the news, right? Uh, Sweden and Finland joining NATO, right? And and what are some of the, the implications with, you know, between this, this particular uh, occurrence, right? This, this new, this new thing that's happening on the world stage, right? And the whole thing that's going on between uh, Russia and Ukraine, right? Um, in terms of Finland, Right. As you know, all, we, again, we always like to put maps up so that we, we can actually navigate. And we can give ourselves some bearings here. We see Finland somewhat uh, on the right hand side here. Right. And it shares and it's about an 800 mile border. Right. With Russia. Right. Um, from a NATO perspective. Right. It's like, OK, well, we're adding 800 miles on the border of Russia that we're going to potentially have to defend. Right. But, you know, on the other hand, you look at Finland being a very, you know, it, it is very militaristic for its size. Right. It has a very capable military. Right. And in terms of what it can do. Right. And as well with Sweden, Sweden is somewhat in that same situation. Right. Um, it's being you know, it being a very a, a somewhat of a smaller country. Right. But it having having a very capable military. And this these particular countries have devoted a. Uh, significant uh resources to to, to bolstering uh, their defense in, in their area right more than likely because of their geopolitical sort of um uh, how close they are to russia right so i'm just interested in you know what some of the brothers may think about you know finland and russia actually joining uh nato um and and i'll 
go to this next slide, right? And this is this is an old sort of an older thing. I, I actually pulled this from the NATO website today, and this is the list of the current NATO countries, right? And the uh, the the year in which right these countries actually joined NATO, right? Um, and you again, right? You see the founding countries that that joined NATO in 1949, right? Um, so. Uh, I wanted to ask, you know, in terms of get some content, right, or some 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 color around this particular occurrence. Well, well, I, I'd like to add some color commentary, and of course, mm -hmm. I can us uh, declassified information to piggyback on what you said regarding uh, those countries right there on the other flank. We within the last four hours, we just delivered a number of. F-35 Joint Strike Fighters into Poland, right? So everything tells me we're setting up for if Russia decides to respond when NATO comes down hard, when they decide to move, um, they're going to be ready to strike. Um, right now, it looks like war to me. Hmm. Um, no, I, no, I don't agree with that. Um, I, I think that doesn't make any sense. Right okay. now, Russia in Ukraine is currently suffering some heavy losses that they did not anticipate when they went into Ukraine. So so Russia attacking a NATO ally would be just suicide. Right. I, hmm. I, I can't see that happening. Unless right. Putin has really <laughs> if, lost his mind. But yeah, but, if, but what I want to say Yeah, you gotta let the man talk, yo. Damn. <laughs> Yeah, no, I just don't see that happening. But I wanted to point something out when James was talking about, um, not James, when Brandon was talking about um, Finland and, and Sweden joining um, NATO. It, it's it's kind of understandable that Finland would join because they're right on the border. But um, Sweden is kind of shocking to me because over this, over the, 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 the decades, we all knew Sweden as the, that great neutral country that friends with everybody, enemy mm. to no one. And all the world's, um, the world's countries had their um, money in Swiss banks because it was the understanding that nobody will attack Sweden. Mm. So, so well, it's kind of shocking to me that... I'm sorry? Are you you're mixing Sweden and Switzerland where the banks oh, are? Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. I I yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> go you're ahead. Correct. Are you making no, a good point? No, you can go ahead. I I totally messed that up. Yeah. No, but right. uh, but if you know in relation to uh, neutral countries, yeah, normally it's a money reason like Switzerland. It, it's all about the money. That's where they all kept their money. So it's not going to be um in the middle of everything except neutral, right? So that that. But what's going on now? Yeah, you're right. I don't. I, I'm not saying, um, uh, you know, peace is impossible. My point is, uh, Putin is his back is going to be against the wall when they when they get all the ducks in a row, which is what uh, Trump failed to do, right? Mm -hmm. And um, you know, and now Biden is kind of incapable of playing catch up, but some, somehow Putin is allowing him to do it. He's putting the pieces in place. And yeah, this is check. This is uh, chess on the highest level, not checkers, right? So um, absolutely. That's Any comment on that? Well, you're right that it, this is chess, 
But in terms of, um, I'm I'm not sure what you're thinking. The end goal is um for NATO. You're thinking that it's they're trying to form like a wall, a block around Russia to cut them off, or, or because I don't think that's what it is. I think that the countries around the area are looking to join NATO for security. That's about it. All right. I don't think you may fully understand the nature of detente and uh, and the Soviet bloc, the previous Soviet bloc, as well as the adversaries, which is us and our allies. So, um, you know, just just like it's in a lot of ways, we don't recognize, you know, Taiwan is like right off the coast of China. It's a really strategic position for us if we can secure it. And with them saying that they are independent while China is saying, no, we claim you still, which, um, you know, makes a touchy situation. So uh, it's volatile right now. We cannot, we cannot um, you know, be blind to that fact. Right. And the idea we, we talked, we sort of talked about this when we talked about a unified China. Right. And, and Russia is, is doing it's marching towards that same um, uh, tone. Right. It, it's, it, it's talking about a Putin's talking about a unified Russia. Right. Even in this map. Right. Even as far to the west this is. Right. You see the countries of Estonia, Latvia. Those were all a part of the old Soviet bloc. Right. Back in the days. And, and James, you you know this. Right. As, as best as, as well as anybody. Right. Um, you know, with 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 Russia trying to, to to absorb or to try to reunify Ukraine. Right. You know, what, what's the next step there? Right. And with that huge border there with Finland, of course. Right there. You know, these these people, you know, they're trying to. OK, well, it's, it's it becomes the idea of, you know, communism versus democracy in the world. Right. Um, and, and that's how this this whole, you know, this this epic sort of a, a confrontation is, is building up. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. will, will we have a standoff between the, com the the communist countries in the world? Right. And, and and democracy, right? Which which ideology will hold fast in the, in the end, right? And that's that's sort of what we're seeing. Yep. Yeah. Well, it's interesting <laughs> because um, I feel like democracy is is, is slowly um, becoming almost obsolete in the world right now. And as far as communism, I what feel like China mean? is the like is democracy. It, uh, democracy is becoming obsolete. Explain a bit. That, that, that's an interesting yeah, statement. Yeah, because what what's happening is it's being overrun by a type of um system like a oligarchy. Yeah, it's mostly that. That even though many many of these countries are listed as democracies, they're not run like democracies, right? So so that's what I mean. I don't mean that. The countries are saying that they're not democratic. Yeah, it, 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 it's sort of uh, again. I think this. I, I I hear your point. This sort of lends credence to uh, one of CK's theory about the the whole yeah, idea of the of the corporate oligarchy. Right? Yeah, that that's what I'm talking I about. Yeah, right. I so I hear I hear what you're saying, right? But but, but in terms of communism, I, I I feel like China is the only major player when it comes to communism there are really not any other right right 
No, nah, but I guess when you when you talk about Russia, Russia, Russia isn't technically considered a communist country, but it's it's an autocrat autocratic country or right? it's a dictatorship. So I guess I guess that would be the better the better statement, right? Um, is is these are the autocrats, uh, right? Versus but, democracy, but, yeah, right? Or these dictatorships but, versus democracy. But, but the path of least resistance for Putin is to go over the old Soviet communist bloc and recapture. Yeah. Why Crimea was important to him to, mm -hmm. to proceed. Um, uh, the um, uh, well, with him taking Crimea, we have to understand that under Obama, that was a violation of the Budapest Memorandum, right? And See, with a viol with a violation of that kind of um action, and Obama doing nothing at the time. That's a that's a hard blow to take because he got positioning, and uh, oh, and it festered. So we got to look at uh, what's going on with them, why they feel that they got Trump balls, and, uh, you know, hmm. how, See how, how smart this can they go sound? before they get beat down. He just hit us with the Budapest what? <laughs> see, <laughs> see, right. Chef? See, yeah, you probably look at that up, right? And again, James, right? Um, yeah. when, when you when you talk about and what I'll do, see if I can find this. And we talked about the relationships between China and Taiwan earlier, right? Um, with with that foreign relations sort of policy, and all of this has to do with a U.S. foreign policy, right? There, you know, we don't we don't do anything that's happenstance. When things happen, there's a policy that's already in place. There's a file in the drawer that says. When X happens, we do X. That's you know, right. The, this this kind of kind of thing, and then we talk about early. I, I think I, I mentioned this very briefly. We talked about the uh, the foreign policy that was set in place by Jimmy Carter that outlines our relationship with Taiwan. And I'm very interested in uh, in your thoughts. Is uh, when when Bill Clinton basically uh, drove uh, a, a a naval carrier down the Taiwan Strait. Right, and parked it there, right in the middle of that, you know, that area, which of course was very provocative at the time, right? Um, no, and, no, no doubt. No, well, you know that there's saber rattling and, and show of force in the '90s. Mm -hmm. you see, um, China was not as strong economically. Right now, um, you guys were talking militarily, but economically, we're looking mm -hmm. at during this pandemic. China became the number one economic force in the world. Ah, oh, no, stop. You know, um, you know, I'll be grace, I'll be gracious. I'll be gracious on your show. Nah, you made that like that. You just left a gash, man. God, <laughs> yeah, I have to say, no, 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 no. Oh, okay, okay, go ahead, go ahead. I did his thing, man. What the hell was I saying, Chef? <laughs> Made it up. You, you, know, you, right? make a point. you were you were just gonna make a point, but you know, yeah, I think no, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Let him do his thing and cut. That was his point. His point was during the pandemic, right? That China became the largest uh um and you uh, got it. Uh, economic yeah, power. How do you become the, the, the largest, the greatest economic power when you close the fuck up? I Man, a policy. Uh, with COVID, no COVID cases slowed they shit down. That was a it absolutely did, y'all. I know because right. 
Um, there was a big, uh, big purpose to this blockchain. That's a three-month Shanghai shutdown this year. This year. No, they, they just came off a of lockdown. They still might be still on lockdown. What are you talking about? No, you don't know what you're talking about. Brother, that was recent. You don't know what you're talking about. The they whole, was on Wuhan. They was, was on 20, lockdown. 2020. They had like three or four shutdowns. No, man, it was shut down. Yo, I couldn't. I know because I've yeah, been proud of man. January, you can't even get, first of all, March. both of us can't talk at the same time. I know you keep cutting. It'd be me. understood. All right, I'm saying you passing off misinformation, and you happen to pass off the wrong shit that we didn't study up on this week based off of the misinformation that was put out on certain platforms. And the reason I'm not mentioning the certain platforms, because I'm not ready to deal with that shit yet. But I'm saying that's clear misinformation. You're wrong. Write down what Give you're... me a source to prove that China, it. it was projected that China would have uh, the largest you, uh, you make domestic stuff. product in, in 2026. Not right? Not and then they change it to 20, 2034. So I'm saying you're wrong. Should, should we and do the search? If you thought you was right, you're not right. Because they do the projection wasn't for 2022. Uh, you're just wrong. <laughs> Listen. Should, should, should we look? Should we? Should we it's as simple as is that our fingertips? Should we look and see which country has the largest domestic product or di what you say GDP, the largest the GDP largest, globally? Is the largest economy is the United States. Is That's not even, it's not How even close. Let's 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 take a look. Let's 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 do a, a measurement while you guys talk. I'm, I'll I'll bring up some sources. Go ahead. No, I said the number I'll, one I'll economy. It happened in it happened in yeah. November 2021. Who's measuring it? I'll give you that clue. Hey, no. All right, but hey, let me get back to Ankh. How many times you gonna come at me and have to backtrack like that, man? Come on, man. You gotta stop that pseudoism. I gotta unsudo the pseudo killer. Yeah, I'm in the tank, goddammit. This one I'm at, man. Man, oh, come on, man. Go shot. Don't be like he don't get out of the tank. 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 We're not getting out of the tank, kid. Don't do the pseudo shopping. Not that James did and shop another store that stole my shit. Don't do that. Not at yeah, all. Pseudo shop. So I got my shit delivered <laughs> already. Two days down Friday. That's, That's called pseudo shop, but it wasn't for me. I'm gonna shop the I'm gonna shop the store. I thought it was yours. That's Let's all. Yeah, we call it pseudo shopping. Oh, go 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 here, iPhone. Welcome to the show. Um, I'm the person. I was trying to talk to Chevron in the uh, YouTube comment section, and it's totally unrelated. It's about the Egyptian because I came across your Chief X videos. All right, so if it's totally people. unrelated, then you, you hold hold I, fast. I know, but hold I have fast. <laughs> hold fast. <laughs> you just you just mentioned persona non grata. Hold on, just a second. Let's talk about GDP. Let's pull this up, right? I don't know how accurate this is. You guys, kill, fire too, huh? you guys kill me later. Right? You guys kill me later if this is not right. Right? But I've seen it's called the world of it's talking about the gross domestic product by by country. Right? Let's do that. GDP. Right, so let's, let's pull this. Yep. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. So let's do this. I thought we already hold um, on. All right, let's look at this. United States, this is in trillions, right? GDP. So 
Yep. United States, right? The world's uh, gross domestic product weighs, what is that, like 80 trillion total? And we like at 74 trillion. Right. We are like 19.4, 19.5, right? At the top. So, yeah, yeah the, the U.S., according to this source, right? Again, right? If you guys check me if this is not a good source. It's not yeah. even that, it's not even close. Right. And we're, we're talking about Google. We're talking about in trillions of dollars. Yeah, yeah, I know. Somebody gets saying, look at the difference between one and two. It's not even that close. I don't yeah. know. As soon as, as soon as somebody want to jump bad, I'm gonna put something in the back chat. I don't know. Mm. A bunch right. of doubters right now. No, well, we, we, we got something more. Yeah. But, but we already listen. Hey, come on, um, Brendan. We already then. Figured out that they was wrong with that last right, week, right. but but again, of no. course, we we want to make sure, right? But but James sound like he got the IMF or something. He said he got a source. I'm I'm looking. I'm I'm looking. All right, well, you find your source. Why somebody, you do that? I think let's let the other brother uh, iPhone uh, come come out view. I think iPhone he wanna he wanna get chef. Yeah, everybody right. wanna take a shot at me. Come on, come on with it. Take your best one. What? I'm laying in the cut. Go ahead. Come off mute, iPhone. iPhone, why? And in the oh, cut. Oh, my bad. There you know. Yep, yep. Sure. Yeah, my, no offense, because I, honestly, I don't know what's going on. I don't know anything about you guys, but uh, let me uh, say my source real quick. And uh, I believe his name is Ankh. Yeah, Hold on. Give us, some, give us some back backdrop. Give us some, some, some color around what you're showing. Okay. Would you say... Oh, this, this, is, this, is, this, is, this is not me. But, That's uh, Ankh showing that he... Is, is, is the person named Ankh, they call him Bobby Banger? Is well, he still in the I'm right here, Ninja. Now, we ain't okay. going to drop dime on who he is, man. I'm right here, Ninja. Yeah, I'm agreeing with your you, side, and I'm providing Ankh. a... Can y'all hear me? Yeah. We can hear you, brother. Okay. I'm agreeing with you, and I'm providing a source from 2021 from Harvard... Right. They just released a lecture last year saying the first Egyptians looked like Nubians. Are you sharing your screen? No, I'm no, I'm not sharing my screen. screen. This is a, this is a source that you guys can go look up right now. Then I'm about to because uh, I got to go to work. But I appreciate what you do. Aunt. Uh, but I'm going to give you a source right now. It's 2021 Harvard lecture. The, the uh, Egyptologist is Stuart, Ty Stuart Tyson Smith. OK. And the title of the lecture is called Black Pharaohs. And it has some other stuff in it. But uh, if you pull that up, that is the best source that I know about. It's even better than the Brooklyn Museum source that you provided, in my opinion. Is it a video? It's a it's an hour-long lecture. Oh, and there, no, we can't accept that. We Eric. can't accept that. What? Now, now you I'm not, I'm <laughs> it's called the Black <laughs> Pharaohs. No, we, we we don't accept stuff like that over here. That's yeah, racist. Listen, Stefan. It's a 2021 lecture by that is hosted by Harvard. Okay? But they call them the Black Pharaohs. Listen to my listen to what I'm saying. Oh my God! It's listen, bro. I don't care what the title is called. You, mm. you can't dismiss a, a source simply because what they base the title off of. The oh, source is from Harvard. Okay, it's from 2021, and the person that's actually presenting the uh, lecture 
uh, it includes Peter Manuelian, okay, Abby Wolf, and the lecturer is Stuart Tyson Smith, who has to, who specializes, okay, in in studying race oh, uh, in history in in Egypt. So that is, if you don't, if you're not going to believe that, Chevron, then I believe you are disingenuous. So we back on race. No, I stay with the conversation. I was told we can't argue race. Black pharaohs and stuff is outdated. I mean, no, listen, this this is all I'm of the things. These are all of the things that was levied at me. I agree. So, so now you saying that now Harvard is saying that there was black pharaohs, uh-huh. right? And uh-huh. and all of this. Okay, I listen. I will listen. But I was told. I just want you to listen to the listen to it, bro. Because I, I what Ankh is saying, I listen to everything. That is, Go I ahead. mean, because I believe those are the two most recent and most you know credible sources in the world. The two lectures from twenty nineteen by Christopher Eric from Harvard, and the lectures by uh, now they don't use terms like black necessarily either. They use terms like Nubian, right? But we all know Nubians are black. They're various different colors of black people. So that's all I have to say. So what, I don't really care what, what was the Egyptians was, then? I'm sorry, what'd you say? If the Nubians are very uh-huh. varying different uh um spectrum of just black like African Americans. Look at the panel, bro. Right, but so so you, what, you, what what was the what was the Egyptians? The listen, if you heard of people like Soikita, oh my god. He, yeah. he goes into stuff like uh okay. He says the Nubians and the Egyptians come from the same place. So how could they look different phenotypically if they evolved in the same uh, same area? So I suggest that you guys get further and deeper into modern science. That that Brooklyn Museum stuff, I've never heard of that. So I appreciate that. Aunt. But Chevron, what you what you I don't know if your opinion has changed in the last few months, bro. But this is modern science now. Okay. Is this idea in the literature anywhere? I need to know that because I need to go look it up. Uh, you want me to uh, repeat my sources again? No, I asked you a question. Oh, yes, yeah, okay. definitely. Is the information in the literature? That's what Absolutely. I asked. Yeah, Absolutely. this is uh, Christopher Eric. Right. Yeah. Um, no. <clears throat> I, I'll be interested. No, no, no. In terms of the his, you know, the 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 lecture that, that the brother's talking about, right? Uh, Christopher Eric always couples his lectures with with his his work, right? Um, as as well as uh, Dr. Keto, right? Uh, and yeah, again, are, are, us 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 on the, the panel, we're 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 very you know versed into those brothers' work. We we're looking into right. those those guys. We've been doing that over the last yeah. several months, right? Um, we have we have varying sort of uh, opinions on, on on Christopher Eric and, and Dr. Kino, right? So you know, but but yeah, we're we're aware of it, yeah. But if you listen to the uh, lecture, right? Because it's mm-hmm. just not Chris. It's just it's not just Christopher Eric, right? Yeah, it's just not Soikita. This is they're talking. These are mainstream. Okay, if Harvard is presenting public lectures about it in 2021 and 2019, mm-hmm. there's no, it's not a conspiracy. It's definitely a conspiracy. Um, how, oh, this is why. Okay, I'm. A, I'm. This is the last thing I'm gonna say. How can you? How can you take yourself as a rational, genuine person if you're saying Harvard is releasing conspiracies? Because listen, we, we haven't even seen 
your source yet. I gave you all the information you need. Uh, so, I'm not look, lying. We, we didn't hey, even look man, at you. Man, I'm with you, man. He trying to, he trying to, he trying to throw yeah, you yeah. off. Let's, let's, yeah, let's not right, jump right, out the window, peace, peace, right? Peace, we'll, 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 we'll be off when you that. say Chief Fex at first. Let's review like that first, first now, all right, before we jump hey, out the window. Hey, I'm calm a nigga. You was about to. And look, I had to calm you down. Hey, 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 and I'll, when you got into your, your soliloquy about Baltimore, that's when you got into the N-word. You, you got to polish that piece up a bit, right? Yeah, I got to fix that. Let's see. Right. So, yeah, right. hey, brother, I'm You, I'm did, you did good until the brother's done. Yeah. So, yeah, um, the brother's right. Matter of fact, me and Brennan been reading a lot of um, information. It's a lot of information out there, and I think it's just a good conversation. Um, I think um, we, we we just kind of driving and correcting, like, like, like some things were just wrong. Um, like I thought the Cairo Symposium did a great job. And I also feel like that Harvard and Yale and those things, they're actually, you know, they're bridging the gap now. Because like I said, in science now, they're looking for the deep African roots in understanding uh, Egypt period. And I think that's a good place to be, you know, study it in this African context. And we're fully aware of the things that were brought in uh, from other areas of the world. But I think uh, the African roots, deep, deep roots have actually really been, uh, you know, it's it just been ignored. And, I'm, and, and I know, right, it's a buzzword uh, through racism, not only through racism, just lack of money spent in other places nearby to really get that information. And then, you know, the, the subject is so vast in that, that it, you know, it actually take time, like the work that, that we're reading now, it's it's actually up-to-date work. Um, we won't apply uh, uh, standards of archaeology. When I say standards, the means of uh, coming to uh, kingship in Mesopotamia, we will no longer apply that to the way they came to kingship in Africa. We won't do that. Based off the archaeological record, does not allow you to do that. Um, when I really feel like getting into it, uh, I'll show, right? I'll, I'll, I'll show you the deep African roots uh, to Nile Valley Coast. That's easy work. Um, I just don't want to give it all out because I'm actually writing a book and y'all can check it and do what y'all want. I'm not the expert. And, you know, the conversation for me is very interesting. So I stand behind Dr. Ben and them, uh, specifically Dr. Ben, when he says that uh, the, the, the culture came from the deep south. None of these Negro opinions on here are going to be able to get around that. They can talk their shit. They can't even get around the Wikipedia article that says the same thing. They all act like I ain't read it. And if they get too slick right now, I'm going to go right to the Wikipedia article. And the Marine is saying that. So I'm going to calm it down. I don't want to get into the whole different thing. And say they come from Uganda. If one person gets slick. And say they come from Uganda. Are we getting slick? Yes, I'm getting slick. I'm getting slick. Do it. Say they come from Uganda. I'm slick. Now, now make that shit say that. Cause we go, we gonna piss. Listen, no. what I'm gonna do, what I'm that's, gonna do that's, is that's the shepherd. Yeah, yeah, no, go ahead. There you go. I'm gonna show you my propensity to read. I'm gonna yeah. comb over yeah. every word, and we are gonna see if it's saying what the fuck you saying, and and what Doctor Ben was saying. Go get it. Yeah, I got nah, it. but I'm still dancing though. Come on, James. What are you dancing? All right, I'll beat him down next. I mean, why would I do that? Now, I must wait till another day to beat him. No, down, go ahead, go I'm, ahead, James. Go ahead. I'm, I'm I don't think you want to beat me. 
I don't think he wanna. You still wanna front me? You want listen? Hey, listen uh, do you want that smoke with James or what? James, the floor is yours. <laughs> tell me no for am I, you gonna just tell me no with no source? Tell you no What's what, wrong James? with you? Tell you what? Are, are we trying to promote scientific literacy or not? What source? About China? Stick to it, bro. Like you know my memory. No, is great. Uh, okay. I gave you yeah, a see, you're the one all said, over the place. I said it it's happened in November of 2021. I just showed you a source. We both showed you. I showed you Wikipedia. Brendan brought something else up. You made that up. Okay. So yeah, you are. You go again. Let me show you how you made me get you out of here with Wikipedia. So then I'm let, a, I'm well, a, well, let me share I, my you, you don't even pose a challenge. Let me share you don't even screen. pose a challenge, bro. Let me share you my You don't screen. pose a challenge to me. Maybe somebody else, yo. I didn't debate on the highest level. What are we talking about? All right. He's talking about the G. Look, the growth. Look, the list of countries. Oh, okay, okay. The GDP. GDP. Here you go, bro. All your sources are probably going to be from 2020. It's not. It's right here, yo. It's 2022. There you go. What more you want? And you you had a source. This was was this your source earlier that you were sharing, Unc, when we were talking earlier with the brother? Or... Yeah, I've been in this on the Okay. Do, do you have yeah, do you have a, a source? That's not James. Source. That's an article. Right, James, do you, do, do you have James. a in terms of <laughs> it looked like James, James jumped out the window? Out what out article is this? Out the window? Who's this? Nah, he's coming up with Sesame Street. Numbers, Where are you getting your numbers? Listen, James. James. No, no, James. Read the column, please, please, gentlemen. Read the I, column. I found okay. the, uh, the, the column. Read the column. Look at the Let's year. Slow it down. Let's slow it down. Stop it. Look at the year. Look at the year. <laughs> twenty twenty. I told you. All you are gonna find is twenty twenty. James. Twenty twenty two. James. That's you talking about James? <laughs> Listen, that's that's the IMF you're looking at. It has the UN, it has the IMF, it has the World let me, Bank. Let me share my screen, man. Nah, man, you ain't sharing nothing. What you talking about, James? Stop. You ain't saying what you're saying. James, IMF, United Nations, World Bank, where you at? Where you at, James? It looks like you jumped out the window, James. James, knock it off, James. Bloomberg, 24... November 14th, 2021, Bloomberg. Global wealth surges as China overtakes U.S. to grab the number one spot. The number one spot at what? And what? Yeah, you, just, you, you ain't the, even clear. The clear. article said global wealth surges. Yeah, but you got to read the article. Uh, uh, you can't spot. just read headlines. Pull up that source, James. Pull up that order, article. Pull up the article. Put it in uh, the let's, bag. Let's look at it. He don't let's know how to pull up an article. God, here we go. Are you yeah. sure? he, 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 he knows how to share his screen. Why not? Why not? No, he don't. Right. No, he don't. Can, can you share his screen? We're going to put that because you don't know how to do it. Let me, this, let me get started here. I'm about to go see. Right. Ain't no saying. Where you at? You jumping. We ain't no saying. Hold up now. Hold up now. But that, you know, in, in terms of China, that's a rival, right? They're in second place. So yeah, that, man. that Come on, James. You already lost this one, man. Well, my damn email. Is it your email? I don't want to see. How about, yeah, don't, yeah, don't show everything, all your business. 
I sent it to my email so I could share, but uh, we don't want yeah. your bank account number, they, man. They call you, you yo, in it, bro. That's funny as shit. They call you <laughs> Tub James. They call the what? Tub oh, what? James. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you uh, can't even know how to scrape your screen, your screen, yo. Stop. No, I do know how to share it. I, I, I can't find the content. Why don't you do me a favor? Look, put I'm it in the back chat. Play. We'll share it. James, calm down. Put it right here on the Zoom. We'll, we'll share times. it for you, James. You know, yeah, come on, James. You supposed to did that right off the road. We already you know, know you don't have to work technology. No, undo my, undo my camera. Undo the, okay, uh, why don't you just look for the article, man? I got it right here. November 14th. 2021. No, put it right here, James. Copy and paste it right here in the Zoom. Now I got it on off, my bro. phone. It's my phone. Jesus yeah. Christ. And I'm on my iPad. I was away from, listen, you, you, you make demands when I'm away from my information, you see. Man, listen, you need to make a point because um, we getting tired. And I yeah, didn't, I'm about to wrap I didn't yeah, found the to... dude the white this nigga was on listen um, you got an iphone right oh my god ask siri ask yeah, siri we got an iPhone. <laughs> ask siri i bet you she tell you did did China overtake the u.s in uh november 14th 2021 and i watch what she tell you overtake it for what james 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 you 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 look like you only read headlines you didn't read the article did you <laughs> What's the name of the article? <laughs> I'm not reading that shit. Google on you. One last time. Bro. You got to be careful when Google Scholar is on the panel. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Let me, let me go a little deeper with the article. No, nah, yo, you should have did that on your own time. Nah, yo, you didn't nah, read nah. it. <laughs> all right, no, it ain't time to read it, it now. Okay, all right. It's overtaking what China is overtaking US and what, yo? It looked like Jim jumped out the window. Nah, I'm gonna find it. I ain't gonna get you off the hook because I'm talking. Get out of it. Tell me what you got out of it. Ah, oh man. Here go. Like I said, yo, C James, C James, C James. No, no, no. Let me unshare. Not gonna let you do this, James. Here go. What I do. Yeah, this is where you at. You talking about Nika? Hey, hey, you go. Let me share my screen. I ain't playing with you. But hey, look, man, I do this for real, yo. You keep, you keep under. Stop underestimating me. Do you think I'm gonna let you dive through here and get if me like China, this? If China didn't go to number one, that's gonna be the first you, the first time you got me. First time. I could, I'll back up on that. If this is not. the misinformation that we were talking about. There's a lot of misinformation out there that's that's, that's spreading that. World's new wealth, China accounted for almost one-third of gains in global net worth over the past two decades. Gains. So it was a Not quarter. So you saying that they had a better quarter in 2021 than, oh my God, Joe. He's talking about the gains. So they gained more doesn't mean that they have more. <laughs> right. And, and we've talked, and we've explained why. Right? Hold on, my thing went out. Here go. Let's read. We're going to read it through. Here we go. My shit crashed up. Here we go. Where we at? All right. Let's see what it's talking about. We're in Asia. Tokyo, Beijing. We're in Tokyo, Beijing, bro. You don't get mm -hmm. no better than Beijing, do you? Do you get any better than this? No. Go ahead. I'm going to go to the horse's mouth. 
we ain't gonna believe you. We're gonna believe Tokyo and Beijing. It says right. the size of China economy is not expected to surpass to surpass that of the U.S. until 2033, rather than 2029, as predicted a year ago. Your prediction was even wrong, James. Let me just <laughs> keep on show you how pseudo always dies at its source. Um, rather than 2029, as predicted a year ago by Japan Center for Economic Research. Okay, right. We ain't just depending on Japan anyway. It says, mm -hmm. whose latest forecast says Beijing is damaging its economy growth potential by, by clamping down on its tech and other big industries. It said the report issued on Wednesday also cites China's ongoing decarbonization drive as well as the big debate burdens on which on which has the uh hold on hold on evergrande um, i couldn't see it yeah the evergrande real estate uh what is that real estate empire teetering as drags drags on growth what do you what are you talking about james do you, are you taking this back james or are you still out there i know I'm, i mean i'm i'm soaking it all in because oh, I have my article right here. Why did you put yeah. us through this? We in Beijing. We in, we in Japan. What are you? What are you let saying? Him, hey, let him read his that, article, uh, please. Oh, yeah, let's uh, uh. oh well, uh, James, do, do you have your article teed up where you can share it? Or yeah, no, I know. I, no. I, I, I can. Okay, you can put it in the back, James. It's the title. No, it's the video. It's a right? video. Oh, we're not doing no, no. It's a little video. It's a small video. Uh oh, oh, Bob, who, Jane? Who did this video, Jane? Bloomberg. Bloomberg. You, you, you heard of Bloomberg? Go ahead, play. We can hear. It. Go ahead. No, go get us the article, yo. If they did a video, they got an article on it. Yeah, they sure do, Jane. They do have an article on it. There you go. We send you screen. Go get the article, Jane. It's right underneath what you're trying to play. Hurry up, Tub James. Look like James. There you go. You there, James. You finally figured that out. It look oh, like James. You, you, you know, sometimes you can't teach an old dog new tricks. No, where's the article at, James? I'm you playing commercials and shit, James? Get that off. Somebody. <laughs> <laughs> playing commercials. Stop it. This is getting free. He's doing it on purpose, James. Underneath no, that video is going to be the article. Fair James. use. This is fair use. Again. Uh, that's the Middle East. But all right. selling products and shit on our channel. From uh, I got it. Free advertising. Well, I got to go through the pseudo killers trading program with the uh, Zoom, man. That's all. Yeah, you about to get us a strike. Just give us a, a summary, right? Or maybe it's underneath it that, James, you can read. What did it say, James? Good read. Okay, I'll, I'll read it. This is, this is... Global wealth surges is China over the next U.S. To, this is by uh, the World Net Worth Triple Net. And then that's the, by Rich Miller. Ah, here we go. By Rich Miller, <laughs> November 14, 2021, 8 p.m. Global mm -hmm. wealth tripled over the last two decades with China leading the way and overtaking the U.S. for the top spot worldwide. That's one of the takeaways from a new report by the research arm of consultants McKinsey and company, I believe you heard of them, that examines the national of 10 countries 
representing more than 60% of world income, right? Oh, and regarding and the income, I've got income, some- Income, James. Income is not necessarily right. wealth. That's true. That's true. <laughs> but Kinsey Global Institute, um, you know, they say, they go on to say, we are now wealthier than we have ever been. Right. That's true. That doesn't mean they're the richest. Um, that's uh, Jan Misch, a partner at McKinsey Global Institute in Zurich, said in net worth worldwide worlds to a $514 trillion in 2020 from $156 trillion in 2000. According to the study, China accounted for almost one third of the increase. Its wealth skyrocketed to $120 trillion from a mere $7 trillion in 2000. The year before it joined the World Trade Organization, economic ascent. All right. All right. Yeah, man. All right. Let's let's do this since this is a Sunday night at the pseudo killers. Right. (laughs) I wanna I wanna show something that talks about what GDP is. Right. We talk about the gross domestic product because I think that's that's a part of. That's a part of our conversation. I don't. I don't think that's uh, something we should skim over. So hold on just a second. Let me see if I can do this. Right. Yeah, you, you guys keep going. Let me just say, it looked like before James just read the the, the first line of or the first paragraph of, of his article, and didn't um, really understand what he was saying. I think he's saying China is number one in terms of growth of their right. economy. But it's not saying that they're the number one economy. Yeah, it's not everybody, in the U.S. Everybody yeah. knows that the U.S. is the number one economy in the world. So yeah. I don't know where James get this idea from, but it's it's not China. Yeah, let, let me share point, this. Before oh. you share that, Ben, real quick, he yeah, proves that point. Mm-hmm. It's a yeah. famous saying, a pseudo <laughs> always dies at his source. <laughs> see, see that, y'all? He just did yeah. it in real time. He just proved the point. Now imagine if he didn't have a source like they did on that big platform and made that crazy statement. If I was on that big platform, I'd say, well, can we read that somewhere, please? Right. See? Mm. Right. <laughs> and again, this is this particular source here. This is one of my favorites. Um, this is a go-to of mine, Investopedia. Uh, we go in, let me share this. I, I tell you what, uh, Invest, Investopedia got me through many crunches during uh, grad school. But let's uh, let, let's uh, talk about uh, you know what G, um, Investopedia's uh, description of GDP. Let me know if you hear this. The letters yeah. GDP. You guys hear that? Yes. Yep. Yep. All right. We are flung around often by the president, the Federal Reserve Board, journalists, and many others. They stand for gross domestic product, which represents the overall market value of all the goods and services a country produces. In a way, it's like a price tag on a country's output, and it measures the size of the economy. The price is determined with the following formula. C plus G plus I plus NX equals GDP, where C is the nation's private consumption or consumer spending. G is the sum of government spending. I is the sum of businesses' capital spending. 
spending, and NX is the nation's total net exports, exports minus imports. GDP is an important number because it indicates whether a country's economy is growing and expanding or shrinking and contracting. It also gives important information about how the introduction of new products and services or the improvement of existing ones affect demand. This data helps to plan future product development and improvements. It also helps a country to stack its economy up against others in the world and determine whether it's growing at a comparable rate. While it's not a perfect science, GDP can also be used to get an estimate of a country's standard of living. The idea is that as a country's goods and services become more valuable globally, and as the GDP rises, so does the standard of living for the citizens of the country, since they profit from creating and providing the products and services. For these reasons, GDP is one of the most common indicators used to gauge a country's economic health. There, there we have it, right? Straight from Investopedia, right? I like, I like sun, uh, Sunday pseudo killers at the movies, right? Yeah, get them out of there every time. Funny. I'd like to share so, my article. No, James no, is over. <laughs> so, so the U.S.'s GDP is is larger, which we we I think Unc, you just shared. You just shared the uh, the information about that, right? And I think in the the video from Investopedia told us why that's important, right? Talks about okay, well, this is the total sum of the products, services, uh, minus you know, and plus the the, the exports minus the imports, right? Mm -hmm. And it, that calculation. So it talks about why the gross domestic product is important, like globally, right? So I, I think, uh, well, what are you saying, James? Are you, are you saying that China that this is somehow in not accurate or something? Or, I, I'm curious. It no, if I, if, if I stand yeah. correct, I, I might have been looking at something regarding their wages. Um, and um, if I have to stand corrected, I mean, I, I, I'm remember, able, I'm remember invest, the Investopedia I mean, said that the gross domestic product, right, has an impact on wages, right? As the country's domestic product goes up, right? Theoretically, according to this, you know, uh, this economics, right? It's all economics, so it's theoretical, right? The, mm -hmm. the 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 wages of the population in that country should go up as well, as well as the living standards, right? So, mm -hmm. yeah. Brandon, Brandon. and Brandon. that would impact Brandon. consumer spending, right? Brandon? As well as consumer spending, sure. Can I so, say something without yelling? Go ahead. I'm not going <laughs> to let this judo get away with that. We all heard him. He was loud, right? He cut Chef off. I'm going to get him right now. I was about to get Chef with the daggone Egyptian thing, which I'm not doing now because all my energy is gone. You did all that to bring the center of attention on you, James, just so you could lay a big flat egg, a zero, a donut. You proved our point. You proved why sources and having proper source material is important to any conversation because there's a rule around here and we say it all the time, right? White people might lie. No, white people will lie. White people, black people might lie, but them goddamn sources don't. Hey, bro, you check this out, that man. Up every time you say I don't know what source you misread. Yeah, that's every damn time. You got to back up your statements with material. This is the second time you did that. I play softball. So three strikes you out with me. 
you're done. I don't even want to hear nothing you got to say now. You got to lead with your source. We got to read it first. Then you got to tell us what you're trying to say about that source. That's the contract you're on right now, Mr. James. I just hate to tell you. It, when you so whenever you're dealing with me, start out with your source. Say, my source is saying this, and then read that, bro. Or since you don't know how to operate the thing, then go ahead and put that in the Zoom chat. I ain't wasting my time with you on this no more, bro. Listen, go ahead, my man, yo, you jumped off of the panel after you came on here and you had, you was all fired up for me and you jumped off the panel right before we could really get into it. You know what I mean? Cause there was too much stuff going on on, in the, on the panel and you threw your thing out there like you had something and then you jumped off. Right. So tomorrow, hopefully I'm going to do a show and maybe you can get back on and you can present what you were saying about Harvard and this um this uh white Egyptologist that you were so happy about. Um and I, I want you to come on here. I want we I, I got a disclaimer. We can play the video and you can explain how this motherfucker right. I would love for you to do that. Um I know you listen is people over here who love Egypt, so you're you're not gonna be you're not gonna be outgunned. You're gonna have the crowd behind you. That's that the pseudo killers, the people they they are they love Egypt. So you're gonna have the crowd behind you, and you'll have the opportunity for you and your uh your Harvard white scholar to present, you know what what you were saying, and we're gonna see if you can um knock me out the box. You know what I mean? With the rest of these motherfuckers, I, I would love it. Yeah, yeah. I, I could always demonstrate. Hold loose. on. And, and I'm going to give y'all one more chance. Anybody get slick about the old kingdom being a transplant of Nubia, meaning that culture coming from the South, get slick right now, I'm going to bust you in the head. That's a beautiful dog what? right there, too, Shucker. You take care of that dog. Yes, sir. That dog ain't eating no goddamn dog food. <laughs> you can just tell. That motherfucker eat cooked food. <laughs> Look how happy that dog is. He eating cooked food, yo. When you dog like that, yo, having fun? Shh. He eating that dog food, huh? Yeah, he ain't eating that shit out the bag, yo. Trust well, me. Look at him. Look, he like a hen. It's genetics. It's genetics, right? You know, we, we yeah, don't we don't believe in DNA anymore, right? It's, <laughs> look at him. He's on two legs walking. He's walking. Look. <laughs> See, I could demonstrate how to accept new information. You know, this is an art. You're not going to see some, you know, how my man say some nigga brew shit going on, me barking up the wrong tree or nothing like that, right? If I stand corrected, I could stand corrected with new information. Simple as that. Okay, now you're taking that route. <laughs> <laughs> you stuck your chest out to America, yo. This is streaming around the world. You did this. I'm coming and get him. Y'all all you don't Do your fists up first. You yeah, literally do your know. fists up before you do the punch. Hey, Brendan, yeah. he did like this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I simply saw an article and they labeled it wrong. They they had it very sensational. <laughs> yeah, man, this is the internet yeah. in 2022. You can't just read the title. 
Most times, like, we time, told him that. Yeah, the I, I already did this. He already but did the research. Bloomberg you know, the pseudo. This is this is a recurring theme that comes from pseudo people. Yeah, saying that 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 China has surpassed the U.S. right economically. Y'all need right? to get out. And and, and it's <laughs> right. So so <laughs> uh, oh, oh, he was already on when you said it, right? So yeah, they already had his pseudo senses going. Yeah. Right, yeah, so this is from previous conversations that we had, right? So, um, hey, hey, fellas, can I get enough for a minute? Yeah, yes. for sure. So mm-hmm. now I'm labeled. It's gonna be like that TV show, branded. You know? Can I uh, share you my screen? Yeah, for sure. Please, please. Got to prove himself. No, you, you, you good, you good, James. You, you, you provide good color when it, when, like, for instance, we talked about geopolitics. You provide very good color to that, to those conversations. We, we need guys like you. You have the, you have the experience and the. Can y'all see that while speaking on the uh, gravitational wave? Hmm. And when I said that it was, it moves at the speed of light. So we got something else that we can detect that moves at the speed of light because light is riding the gravity wave. Now we can detect gravity waves before we get the light because the light can be distorted by gravity itself. Whereas gravitational waves don't, they they go through everything. You know, nothing stops a gravitational wave. Mm. So it'll actually reach us <clears throat> before the light reaches us. So that's how they can, they, they, they use the, um, by gravity itself, whereas gravitational waves see that, um, yeah, yeah, I see that, that, damn, where is it? Okay. Yep. I messed you that go. up. But you anyway, yeah, we got but, it. Uh, yeah. This what, what, is what we'll do. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Can y'all see that LIGO? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. This is the um what, what what they call the the laser inferometer gravitational wave observatory. Yeah. And they have three three of them around the world. So when you just, you know, just go into Wiki. And it'll tell you about it. But this is what they detect those gravity waves with. The, and, and it's, I think it's a, either a two or three mile, you know, tunnel right. shaped like an L. And they have, they have lasers going down each one of them, hitting a mirror and bouncing back. And when they can, those gravity waves come through and they interrupt those lasers. And, and then they can, you know, take that information and, and pinpoint where it's coming from. And then they, they send the visual instruments that way. And that's how they detect what, you know, created that actual event. So y- y'all check that out. That like I said, that they, awesome. they moving beyond using light. Yeah. Mm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And, and this thing here, they started building it back in the 90s. But I think it went online in 2015, if I'm not mistaken, or either that that was the first. um, Yeah, it says 
it began operation in 2015. Yeah. So they, they moving on, you know, there's, and, and this also was predicted by Albert Einstein a hundred mm, years ago. Yeah. In relativity. Mm. You know, yeah, he, yeah, he I remember that. it should be gravity, what gravitational waves. And now we can detect them and now we're using them and they're getting better with it. Cause like I say, they have three of these observ I mean, uh, the observatories on earth. One is in the state of Washington. One is in Louisiana. And then they have another one in Italy, but they have plans to put one in space. So <clears throat> they, they advance in the technology, but one way or another, we're going we're gonna to try to, they're trying to get to the bottom of it, you know? So science is advancing it all. Yeah, yeah. And that's that major hurdle we talk about, right? How do you see past, you know, when before, you know, when the universe was in its, in its infancy, right? When, when you didn't have stars, when we didn't have light or photons freely traveling through the universe, right? This is this could potentially answer some of those questions, right? So this this, this is exciting stuff, right? Oh and, yeah. And we, and we talked about this. This is way back over twenty years ago, right? Um, when I had my first astronomy course, these courses back in school, right? So yeah. And and they're you know they they're searching for the gravitational waves that should be created by the Big Bang, mm. but. Einstein, that, that was a bad dude right there because, I mean, he made these predictions. Mm. You know, he predicted the, the gravitational waves. He predicted the uh, gravitational lensing. You know, it's a general relativity dude. And, and it's so far, I, I got an article from 2019 where they were testing um, Newton's laws and then Einstein's theory up against black holes. And there's a, a, a female named Andrea Diaz. She's been doing a lot of work on, you know, the, the Milky Way supermassive black hole. And she's found that Newton's laws break down around black holes, but Einstein's still holding up. Mm. Mm -hmm. But but we have to be careful in terms of what Newton, because what what science says is that some of the Newton's early postulations, you know, the, even though they, they they weren't completely accurate, they were a foreshadowing of what Einstein would see, right? So those were those early sort of uh, you know observations and predictions, right? That's why they, we never say that uh, Einstein. Uh, which you would say overturned, right? Newton. No, yeah. he added to, right? Yeah, because it, 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 exactly. And even to even to add to Einstein's theory still um, falls short when it comes to the the quantum realm. So there's still some discoveries to be made in 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 terms of um, the 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 quantum, right? So it's not it's not a theory of everything as as physicists today are still searching for. Yeah, go ahead. Well, yeah, no doubt. That's where see, that's the problem. You can't get uh quantum um 
physics to line up with general relativity, you know, with, with Einstein's theories. But see, Einstein will never be able to overturn Newton and Newton will, ever, will never be able to overturn Einstein because there's two different things. One is a law and the other theory. And one can't outdo the other. You know, it's just that it can only break down in certain places, whereas the other one does. You know, I mean, Einstein, like I say, he was a bad dude, but it's not the theory of everything because it doesn't match with, it doesn't line up with the quantum physics. So, but a lot of his, you know, the majority of his predictions, you know, they, they find it out about him. You know what I'm saying? But Einstein would never be able to overturn Newton. And, and you know what? You know what, Anthony? I think we should really delve into the the, the, the details between what is, what is the difference between a scientific theory and a scientific law, right? Because because what, what Newton put forward is codified within scientific law at this point, right? And what and what Einstein you say they call it scientific theory you have but you don't have a, 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 a any laws associated uh, to, to Einstein's postulations right even though we know them to be true right through observation you know yeah. so so um, so what are, so what are the differences there right when when, when you when you're talking about uh, you know in terms of uh, what we call Newton's universal law of gravitation. What does it describe? Why do they, why do they call it a universal law of gravitation, right? Uh, the 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 law that he that he describes, right? It, it talks about something that's very specific, right? Something mm -hmm. that you would say that 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 is op that, that you can do through uh, what they call it through uh, through observation through through many many different experiments. You can actually um, prove. Right, uh, Newton Newton's postulations to be true, and we we you can do it all the time. Just jump off, you know, the roof of your your house, right? You're gonna fall at a, a, a particular you know acceleration due to gravity, right? We know what that is, right? Um, but then you know when you talk about you know Einstein, how how did you prove that, right? Not everything that Einstein postulates can be proven through direct observation. So those are those nuances that you're talking about inside of science. And I think that I think maybe that would be valuable for us to, to really delve into. Yeah, uh, for sure. Um, um, as I understand it, though, um, I could be I'm not I'm not no expert or anything. But as yeah. I understand it, the difference is, um, is that the law, a law in science is actually um describing the, the the physical phenomena what happened the effect of what happened um it, the theory on the on the other end explains how it happened and why it happened right so mm. so like um newton um realized that the the apple falls every time and it's it's falling because of a, a pull from the earth on on that object and that that's that they label as gravity. Einstein came in and realized that well, yes, there's a pull, but the the pull is because of the mass, because the greater mass is going to attract the the, the object. The objects with mass are going to attract each other, and so the one with the more mass is attracting the one with less mass, and so he explains it as you know 
as 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 space time as a fabric that you know that when, but when how the is that different do, do you see what uh the brother is showing here on the screen and mm. and, and, and here's the fuzziness i even yeah. get got wrapped up into what you just described right mm. sort of sort of you know it, it sounds like what, what you describe in a scientific law as well right it says mm. like theories scientific laws describe phenomena right that the scientific mm -hmm. community has found to be provably true. When we talk about provably, we're talking about you have a mathematical equation that that that's associated with that, and plus you have what you call observational evidence, right? You have things, you know, do provable experiments over and over and over, and you can see that, right? Yeah, um, but, but but like that. Pull pull this pull this up again. It says generally yeah, but, laws describe what will happen in a given situation, right? As De demonstrable by a mathematical equation, whereas theories describe how the phenomenon happens. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's what the difference, what yeah. versus how, right? Yeah, that's the difference. Yeah. What versus how? So the the law is telling you what happens, or uh, if this happened, then this always happened. But the, right. the the theory is a more in depth um explanation of how it happens. Well, that's right. why I say. That's why I say one can't overturn the other because it's it's basically two different things. Two different one things. Yeah. How one is describing how this happened, and the other one is describing what has happened. So you know, one can't overturn the other. That's why I say. Yeah. And hey, chef, uh, before, very before interesting stuff. Up, if you would in the back chat. Um, you could pull up the article to show the people where they could get caught with a title of an article because, you know, I'm not without capacity. And this article really got me with some pseudo information. I want people to see what it could look like. <laughs> All right, I'm going to uh, put it in the chat. I got it now. It's called oh. Jumping the Gun. <laughs> <laughs> Or it's yes. better than the article is top. We, we, we all do it. We we jump the gun without read. You got to read the entire article, right? No, well, well, show me where for my own edification. Show me where he got me. Hey, y'all, look, the guy came on here. I'm gonna tell y'all what he tried to get us with. The the goddamn. He, hey, Chef, before you go in, I just want to say peace, y'all. I got to get out of here, man. I gotta oh, yeah, yeah. We about to end peace. Right. Uh, Andy, I'm glad you came through tonight. We needed that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, man. Uh, right, I appreciate peace, peace, the knowledge. Man. Appreciate the knowledge. All right, man. <clears throat> All right. Peace, right. peace. And, 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 of, and, of course, Google Scholar always here to keep us on point, right? Keep us factual. For sure. For sure. Keep us factual. I'm just learning like you guys do, you know? Look, the guy came <laughs> on here. And uh, the Egyptologist that he was talking about now, this guy mm -hmm. is, he created the Stargate series. It, I don't know if y'all was around in the 90s when the movie started. Yeah, man, I, I used to be a big fan of the Stargate. Yeah. What are you talking yeah. about? It's a goddamn science fiction guy, man. Yeah. You, you gonna try to get me with that, man? Like, you gotta come on and 
But I, I, I would, I would um, look at the arguments first, though, Chef, because he seems to be a, a legitimate scholar. So at least um, hear his arguments, uh, you know. I don't like who he hang with. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> he hang with Soy Kiyada and them or something. And then That's he a make, feather, right? Yeah, then he making Stargate and all that. Like, no, nah, I, I, I can't. Like, I, it's, as, as much, sure, as much as I love Christopher Eric, I think he's, you know, he's, he's a good scholar. When I, when I reach out to, to, to some people in academia, they say, don't listen to yeah, Christopher Eric. He's, he's not a linguist. They tear his ass up. <laughs> so, again, I, I have to put that out there, right? So, you know, they throw on rocks at him. But again, you know, is 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 everybody? It seems like everybody that the black, the conscious community, um, if they white and, and black people go with their information, it's like they on some shit that other scholars is not messing with. The same way that the whole black conscious community rock with Martin Benoit, but mm-hmm. white scholars like yo, this guy tripping. You <laughs> but the black people, ah, it's black Athena. It's finally a, a white, listen, it's a white person that's telling the truth, that's saying what we've been saying. It's like they take more credibility when it comes from a white scholar, right? That's that's mimicking their pseudo nonsense. Like so look. And he could be he could be on the fringe too, because not because he's a scholar that means what he's saying is right or represent what what the the consensus of the scholars is so you have to be careful too you you can't take your information from one source yeah and that's why uh you know he is the one source guy and once i looked him up first i looked him up through the youtube thing that he said and when i looked into it the first person I seen was um Asar. Um the uh Asar, the cool guy from um France, right? And we know okay. that he's a, a um he's a blackologist. Are, are, are you talking about the the topic that the brother jumped on earlier and talking yeah, about? Something yeah. about so so what what was he saying? He was saying that I'm not, I'm not clear. Harvard scholar oh. that Harvard is now saying that the Egyptians was Nubians, right? So, but so okay. So so when they say that, when when he says they say that, right? There are are is Harvard saying that there's some cultural continuity between Egypt and <clears throat> Nubia, which we all I think we've all acknowledged. <clears throat> Yeah, right? and they do too but, much with that. Like, with and, the then, black- and then you jump out the window and say these are the same people. <coughs> right, you have to be careful yeah. with that. Right. Yeah, because it sounds like what he's saying is that because um, the the people in of Egypt and Nuba are the same stock, right? So there's no difference there. It's the same people. I I don't know if that's what the the video is saying, but it sounds like that's what the brother that came on was implying. Mm. Yeah, and you know Unc won't go all the way with that. So <laughs> But I'm not really allowed to talk about this because you know I'm not Edo, so I have to be careful. Speaking of that, I've got a question for you. 
right? I, I'm glad you just reminded me of something. Hey, hey Chef, we talked about this in our back chat. And um, and in light, we you know we talked about geopolitical you know uh, situations this entire segment here. And and what I wanted to ask, you know, with you being a Caribbean brother, is your thoughts on China actually, or even just foreign countries, right, investing in Jamaica and the Caribbean at this point, because um, some of the recent articles and things that I've seen, right, they um, that China. Um, they actually did a, a, a huge investment into the, uh, I think this was the Kingston port there. Wow. I don't know if it was a China, a, a Chinese company. I don't know if it's a private owned company or it was a state owned company that has a, a huge, or I guess you would say influence or if they completely own uh, one of the Kingston ports, right. That, that, that manages, right. The, all the, the, the incoming and outgoing, um, resources, right, in, in Kingston. What are your, some of your thoughts about that, about the huge influx of outside money, right, and influence um, in the Caribbean? Yeah, um, I see it as it's just um, colonialism in, in, in a what you would call a New Age format. It's still colonialism in my view. It, it, it's basically a way of of, of, of China's been doing it all over the Caribbean and Africa. It's just a way of getting um, uh, China getting its foot in the door and then from there more and more you're going to see more and more Chinese immigrants coming over. Because we have to remember that China as a country is overpopulated. So sooner or later those, those people have to go somewhere. And I, I see this as a way of getting their foot in the door so that you can have more and more Chinese immigrants coming over and pretty soon these countries are going to look a little bit different in terms mm -hmm. of the demographics. It's the way I see it. It's just colonialism in a 20, 21st century form. Because mm -hmm. the reason why I asked, right, because I was, I was reading the Wall Street Journal, I, I tell anybody we all should be subscribed to at least one major paper, right? Mm -hmm. I don't care. I like the Wall Street Journal because it's not it's, it's not one of those, you know, left-wing or right-wing type things, right? It's, it's more financial, right? Mm -hmm. it, it's got a bit of everything. And plus, and plus, it has a really good, rich online presence where, you know, if you're, you're traveling, right, you can actually listen to the articles, uh, you know, by audio. But... In terms, I saw I, there was an article on the Wall Street Journal online that talked about this, and and it, it had this this weird description and how it happened. Right, it was like a a forty nine percent sort of Chinese um, state owned um, uh, stake in the company or or in the port, right? And then it was like fifty one percent over here, and then once everything sort of got stabilized, it was a sell. They sold it right to the to, to the Chinese. And then it was like, oh yeah, we own we own the entire thing now. So it was like a weird sort of arrangement there, and and yeah. and, and and that's what that's what puts my senses up. It's like, okay, well, you know, what's really going on here? And then, and I, I had a, and I know like a, a like a guy like like you or Stu Peas, right? You guys are pretty much up on the current events. I wanted to know your sort of a thoughts on the situation. Yeah, no, it's a weird situation because this is what happened. Because mm -hmm. this is this is a, a it's a, it's a um, culmination of 
uh, many different actions because because the country is in debt because years of mismanagement and also being taken advantage of by the International Monetary Fund, that debt then allows the country to be in a vulnerable position. So what China is doing is coming in and offering these these loans Mm -hmm. at Mm -hmm. ridiculously low interest rate. But with the loans comes a certain caveat. So they might, for example, the example you gave with the port, they might offer you a loan to to modernize the port, right? Um, and it's a low interest rate, so you when you will pay that back over a certain amount of time. But a caveat in the loan might be, well, we're going to manage it for fifteen years or ten years or something like that, you know. So it it it's 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 attractive to you if the IMF is offering you a loan with um twenty five percent interest, and China comes in and offer you the same loan for six percent, even though they have a caveat in there, you would be more tempted to take that six percent, given that you're already up to your neck in debt. So I feel that that's the advantage that they use to push this agenda that they have. Mm-hmm. And it's a very similar similar thing that happened over in uh, in Kenya. I think this was with uh, the modernization of a uranium mines in mm-hmm. Kenya, right? They came over. They said that you know, in terms of you know, we would provide the equipment, we would provide you know, all of them, all everything you guys need to to modernize the the mine the, the mining of uranium out of this area, right? But again, right, you have to look at the fine print of that. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very and, and, and it may be very, you know, uh, attractive to, to come uh, to, to countries right? that don't have the resources. We always talk about, um, you know, Africa having, you know, all of these natural resources, but it costs money. Right. And it takes a lot of technology to get these resources out of the ground mm-hmm. right? uh, in a way that's that's going to be profitable. Right. Um, you know, it, it's it, it, it gives you no. It, you really, there's no benefit of having a bunch of resources that are sitting, you know, beneath beneath the the earth, right? So you have to be able to to actually harvest those. And I if think I can, China, yeah, effectively. I, can, right? I mean, mm-hmm. in in my case, in in, in Trinidad and Tobago, I mm-hmm. visited last in 2020. Now, BP, Amoco, Mobilex. I mean, everyone had all the players had their positioning offshore. You know, Trinidad is not a I mentioned before, not a tourist trap. It's an all mm. right next to Venezuela, right? Sure. But now when I went back in 2020, Ch- the Chinese bought up all the leases. Trinidad has a pitch lake, as far as I can remember, and I'm in my 60s. And uh, when I was a kid, they've been digging crude out of the pitch lake, and the level has never gone down, right? So I'm trying to, um, you know, relate it to what you're, to what you're saying. I, I don't see, um, you know, crude and things like that being being left in the ground when it's so easily accessible. But at the same time, if Trinidad is going to benefit the country by maybe outbidding the others on these leases, you know, uh, on the, in the long run, it might be a, it, it might be a better idea. I don't know. I don't know. It might be a better idea for China to, to buy up all those leases. Is that what you're saying? No, no, no. If they are buying up the leases at a higher price, meaning the country, the host country is going to benefit 
more financially, that mm-hmm. um, that could be a uh, if they do have their projections are right, um, that could be a better idea. Yeah, but you see, you have to be careful about the 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 the, the fine print, like Brandon says, the, the stipulations that they put into those um, contracts, right? Because you might be able to say you got a higher price, so you're doing better. But if 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 they're not gonna, for example, put in um environmental standards to make sure that they maintain the economy mm. in the long run. It's not gonna benefit your country, so you have to be, you have to weigh up the the entire situation, and not just look at the the financial gains in the short term. You also have to think about well, the long term. The reason that's a that's a valid concern is because all of the leadership throughout the Caribbean has maintained more or less a British system. It's not even a natural system to us. So keeping a parliamentary system and not being able to deal with people right, um, it makes it a, a concern because now you're worried about if the leaders are actually reading a contract to enter into an agreement that is beneficial, mutually beneficial even. Um, but, you know, to get into a situation that's going to ruin your country, I just don't see us doing even in the altered states that we're in with the parliamentary system. Well, you have more faith in the leadership than I do because I know that people are human and people are greedy sometimes and greed can make you do things that you wouldn't normally do. And I've seen situations where leaders have have gotten into deals which the general public was not, with and and did not think was a good idea, but they did it anyway. So mm. it, it's 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 it looks good in the short term, but you have to think about the long term implications. Right. I know the reason why it's valid is because that 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 which is it, it is true. Because look at Trinidad again, for example, all of that crude and the roads are atrocious. Now my fa- my grandfather. He was he worked fifty years for uh, uh, Ministry of Works. You know they got ministries and everything, and that was mm-hmm. his pet peeve because he would fix they would you know fix the band they would put fix the potholes. But in terms of widening the road and paving properly and all of that, um, it, it looks like it's corruption that's causing uh, the uh, the absence of such uh, you know progress. Yeah, sure. And I give you an example, right? In Jamaica, the Chinese came in and they they proposed like to build uh, a highway that would connect one end of the island to the other. And so a, a trip by car that used to take you like six hours, now just taking you two, two and a half. But it is a toll system. And so the stipulation that they put in is that they were going to do it and for 15 years, they would have the right to the toll from from there, and it 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 sounds good when you're hearing that up front. But now seeing it in practice, it it would appear that over the length of the time that they would be in control of it, it they stand to make uh, probably you, more money you've than paid, you've paid yeah. for it several times over. Yeah, and and then the other thing is. 
in 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 the agreement there was no there was no guarantees about them maintaining it so that by the time they're ready to hand it over it could be run down and then mm. you would have to fix it again so it, it, it's a whole lot of caveats in there which is why mm. i say i don't think it's a good thing and that's a good question brendan um you brought up a great issue you know um you know some of us uh naturalized people um you know that's a, that's a big concern because it is a, a a stark difference between the american type uh political system as well as capitalism the economic system and the way um the british you know ran their colonies you know the us as a colony the way they broke off and the way the caribbean broke off you know peacefully um, uh, on their terms, uh, that's a whole different deal. Yeah, I just think it's it's just more like first world problems and third world problems. Over here, Brandon, you guys have first world problems. So, you know, mm. st stuff like that are not a concern. But, mm. you know, over there, the, 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 the concern is um, the direction the, the countries are heading, especially mm. fiscally because of the corruption. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Chef, I don't know if you're, you're still you're still in the building. I think we're at a good point where we can maybe close yeah. out for the night. It's getting uh, a bit late. And I think we've covered a you know a wide range of topics and I think we teed up some conversations, some, some future conversations as well. Um, especially this last piece where we talked about, you know, you know, what are some of the implications and outside influence in the Caribbean? Right. We talked about, you know, the geopolitical perspective, what's going on. And, and and as well as, you know, when when Corey came on earlier, I think that that's really pertinent in terms of when we talk about the conscious community, quote unquote. Right. Um, where uh, what what's happening with the the pseudoisms, the uh, uh, the, the charlatans, charlatans, the Monty Banks. Right. I, I, I add that that a word to my lexicon as well. Right when uh when when I pulled up the Wikipedia article about the the Monty Bank, which is essentially Charlton, you're a fraud, uh, essentially. But uh, but yeah, I think um you know what you know move, sort of moving forward. Well, this is what we're we're trying to do. We're trying to up the 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 level of the conversation, right? Broaden. Be more exactly broaden the, the 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 topics, right? We're not going to be focusing on one or two different topics. We talk mm -hmm. about current events, all these things. That's why I say. Right. It's very important for us to, you know, subscribe to the papers. Right. Uh, you know, be up on current events, especially with everything that's happening. Right. On a geopolitical and economic perspective, because all this stuff is impacting our pockets. Right. Um, yeah. at, the end of the, at the end of the day, you know, what's happening in our pockets with inflation and all this stuff. Right. You know, these people are spending our money. We need to know where it's going. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's. And as well as, you know, these different laws that are being passed, we talk about the overturn of Roe v. Wade. We talk mm -hmm. about, you know, the, the 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 sort of getting getting away from the progressive sort of mind state and, you know, how the, uh, the Supreme Court is actually conducting itself uh, in the U.S. So that's so somewhat of a departure as well. Mm -hmm. So I think now now is more important than ever for everybody to be up on politics, be up on current events. Right, yep. to kind of understand what's happening with your money, right? And that's what we're, we're here to sort of support, right? Yeah. Um, real quick, before, yeah. you, before you close out, yep, go in, ahead. in the back chat is that article 
Would you? Yes, I see it. I'll, could you pull it up and explain how it um, how it can lead people wrong? Just Let, let's do let's let's do this right. What I'll do, I'll grab that since it's so late and and at this point, I'll grab this. We'll tee this up on uh, the next show. Is that okay Great. with you? Great. We'll yeah, do that. Because, yeah, because I I wouldn't want anybody else to get caught up like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Let's let's do that, right? And then what we'll do, we'll 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 go over the article, we'll do some highlights, maybe make a few slides, and then we'll kind of go through the rationale and, and some of the some of your thoughts, right? On yeah, and I want to say, Brandon, before we close, mm -hmm. I know you want to close, but I just no, no, go ahead, go ahead. I need to say what what you mentioned is important and keeping up on the politics and the current current affairs, but I think what is critical is try to get your your news and information from more than one source you know because that's going to mm -hmm. be key because more and more in the in the in the landscape nowadays you find out that people are choosing sides and they, they, they their information sometimes is skewed towards a particular view and so mm -hmm. if you're listening to just one source then automatically you're going to be following that source and it may be down a wrong path. So try to go get multiple sources, your information, and then that will in turn make you more rounded because you would be familiar with more all the sides if necessary. So that, that, that's, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, because it's not my lane too, you know. Um, uh, economics is really not my lane. And that way, um, looking at multiple sources might get a, a cross-section of accurate information. Well, none of us are experts at everything, right? Of course, that's why that's why we say we 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 lean on the experts, right? We rely on the experts to give us that information, and then what we do, we we fact check that, moving yeah. sort of moving forward. So, Bloom, as you see, it's a Bloomberg it's a Bloomberg article. Yeah, yeah, but 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 again, Bloomberg is a it's not a uh, an academic association, right? It's a it, it's a news outlet, right? So we always in in in, in school, you know this, uh, James, right? When you see a source from a news outlet, you look at it through a so you have to be careful with those, right? That's right. Just just like what you know the 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 sources that I showed earlier from the Wall Street Journal, right? Again, it's a news outlet. You have to be careful of those, you know. Mm -hmm. But again, we're talking about you know current events, things that have that happened, you know, like a week ago, this week. But again, right, it, it provides us good context to talk about, right? And but especially we have, to, we have to do our further further uh, research. Yep. And especially the opinion pieces and the editorial page, you those you got to be extra careful about. Absolutely, absolutely, for sure. All right, brothers. All right. It's been a great, been a great Thanks show. Super coming. killers. Right. Yeah. You're out. For sure. All right. All right. Peace. Peace. Mm -hmm.
No saints you sleep. <laughs> no, yeah, no saint then went to sleep. Brendan and all them then got up out of here. So I'm in the stream. Everybody good. Everybody good. Anybody still in here? I hate to just cut it off just like that. I had ran upstairs to do something real quick. Brendan and them then ended the stream. Since ain't nobody texting or typing no more. It was a great show. I enjoyed it. <laughs>